never wanted to unleash my legions. So that was a lie. Anyway, tonight on Edge of Empire, Rob wonders, has he regenerated? Liam asks why there are green M&Ms in the bowl despite what he put on his rider. And Chris knows he hasn't regenerated, but he's still wondering why he is here. Welcome to Edge of Empire, episode five of year seven, would you believe it? Uh, and joining me today, I have decided to leverage the power of the AI systems to do the intro uh, for this thing. And well, what large was... language learning model will be using? Uh, well, I'm using the BARD AI. Uh, that's, uh, um, that's Google's bespoke AI. And uh, this is what it said. So I thought, well, rather than me write it, I'm going to ask it. Ponder this, I said to Bard. See how good you really are. Uh, so I went with, what would the Edge of Empire dash a Horus Heresy podcast presenters be if they were Horus Heresy characters? Okay. Okay. So that was the question that I posed to this magnificent this AI. is going to go poorly. It is because the present. this is his answer. Okay, the presenters of Edge of Empire Horus Heresy podcast are Rob Sanders, host and writer, Chris Wright, writer and guest host, Liam Gallagher, writer and guest host. Who the hell are these people? Uh, anyway, Liam Gallagher is the first Dark Angels novel in the yeah. series, Descent of Angels, which was book seven or eight, and then didn't do anything after because most people wanted to collect Bretonians after that book rather than Marines. Okay. Uh, Chris Rate obviously is Chris Rate of High Lords of Terror, Siege of Terror, White Scars fame. The other fella, Liam well, Gallagher, yeah. Liam Gallagher is some gobby mank, gobby yeah. mank prick. Yes, uh, we'll add him, say, we'll add, from Oasis, we'll add him to the list of other gobby mank pricks who are on our hit list. <laughs> oh, it's like, well, anyway, if you really want to know what they Sorry, Pete. Yeah, uh, Rob Sanders apparently. Well, anyway, the. The hosts, according to this, if they were Horus Heresy characters, Bard thinks that Rob Sanders would be Garvel Loken. Garvel Loken is the captain of the 10th Company of the Legion of the uh, 10th Company of the Lunar Wolves Legion, correct? Yep. He yep. was a skilled warrior and natural leader. He's also Lord, loyal to the Emperor and the Imperium of Man. Rob Sanders is the host of Edge of Empire and is a knowledgeable and passionate fan of the Horus Heresy. He's also a talented writer. I think he would be a good fit for the role of Garvel Loken. Agree, disagree. They don't know who the guy is. Uh, Chris Rate would be Horus Axeman. It's not apparently. Rob Sanders. I've got that wrong. That was Mitch, the one I'm thinking of, Mitchell Scanlon. But there is a Rob Sanders who's written short stories. He might have written The Serpent Beneath. Okay. I think he wrote um, the Krytos Machine one. Uh, or, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, uh, Chris Rate would be Horus Axeman, apparently. Um, member of the Mornaval Inner Circle of Horus Lopical, correct? He's a brilliant strategist and a skilled warrior. However, he's also ambitious and ruthless. 
So poor old Chris Wright's been targeted as being ambitious and ruthless. Rob, uh, Rob Standard Wright, wrote the honoured just out. Just okay, he's a prolific writer of horror series novels, known for his complex and nuanced characters. He'd be a good fit. And then Liam Garrick, who apparently would be Saul Travitz. Captain Jennifer of the Emperor's Children. Children Legion. No. Honourable no, Space Marine, who is fiercely opposed to the corruption in his legion. Liam Gallagher is a new addition to the podcast and is a passionate fan of the Horace Heresy, allegedly. He's also a talented writer, allegedly. He would be a good fit for the Royal Soul Tablets. So there you go, folks. Did I did I miss a meeting? That's what I'm just, I'm just you know. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. When did, when did we suddenly get replaced because by these people? If, if I'm honest, out of yes. the Gallagher's, I've always preferred, preferred Noel's work. I've always meetings. preferred Noel. I've, I'm kind of with you on that one. So I think there's a very interesting lesson to be learned yeah. here, folks, which is don't met, met him once he swore at me. Don't trust AI. Although I even asked be... it, who are the presenters of Edge of Empire or Horace Heresy podcast? Hoping that it might at least, you know, have a have a rough guess as to getting one of us right at least. Can nope. we check can we check to see if like the, the, the Warcom team are, are like trying to find out who we are through um <laughs> AI, and that's where that's all our promo copies and stuff have gone. Infinitesimally easy ways like, of doing it than this. It's like Patsy, Patsy yeah. Kensit op- opening up heresy preview boxes going, what on earth is this? Would you, would Liam you, Gallagher, Edge of Empire? I have no idea. Oh, yeah, God. Finally, I thought, maybe I'll get the Bard uh, learning algorithms to give us a review of the Edge of Empire at Horus Heresy podcast based on Apple Podcasts, right? You ready? This is what it thinks of our podcast. Oh, God. Edge of Empire is a must-listen for fans of the Horus Heresy. The presenters, right. Rob Sanders, Chris Wright, and Liam Gallagher, again, <laughs> <laughs> are all knowledgeable and passionate about the setting, and they provide interesting and informative insights to the Horus Heresy. The podcast is also a lot of fun, with the presenters ent- uh, presenters engaging in a lively and entertaining discussions. If you're a fan of the Horus Heresy, then you need to check out Edge of Empire. That's actually not a bad review, apart from the people. It's pretty cool. Uh, that's a better <laughs> review than we get from some actual people. So, I know, yeah, right? that, that... uh, Here's something I like about the Horus Heresy, uh, about the podcast. Presenters are knowledgeable and passionate about the heresy. The podcast provides interesting and informative insights into the Horus Heresy. Absolutely. And it's a lot of fun with the presenters engaging in lively and entertaining discussion. So there you go. The actual review, I, w- I would take that. As a positive, yeah, other, other than it's about other completely it's different about, people, it's spot I on. I think it's a. I somehow think There's, what it's done is it's had a glimpse into an alternative universe where Liam Gallagher is actually a keen, not a prick, <laughs> for yeah Warhammer player and has decided to set up a podcast. Anyway, there you go, folks. They're the dangers of AI writ large. Okay, without well, further ado, I, I, I will actually introduce G- you to our real. Yeah, ChatGPT so, yeah. also hallucinates because I've just asked it who who the hosts are, and it says it's David and James. There you go. So yeah, we get dangerous, dangerous, dangerous is what we say. So anyway, the real presenters, of course, are uh, in no particular order. Mr. Michael Bottrell, Esquire, who usually oh. says hello at this point. Yep. I'm yep. That's sorry, what you're he's, yep. he's probably giving directions to the Polish removal men again. Yeah. And the angriest, angriest individual in Castleford, which is going some, uh, Mr. Robbie. Hello. <laughs> and my most esteemed and long suffering brother, Mr. Christopher Mills, Esquire, too. Bonjour. Bonjour. There we go. So in this episode, uh, we'll be giving a whistle stop tour of various interesting bits and bobs around the heresy verse so first of all first up we've got a long 
long list, as always, of uh, new releases because some stuff has come out. Um, we'll also talk about all the things we've been up to in the world of heresy, painting, gaming, etc., etc. We'll What's have that a look- that's just been demoted in the show notes to normal font size. We'll, uh, we're looking at the State of the Union, uh, so basically all the other stuff that's outside of um, releases, but it's something we're kind of interested in and as a bearing. We'll also be covering uh, my now new favourite section, which is Aunt Sally's Happy Endings, uh, which is all about rules that have come up on my various searches in the internet, where I try and basically make Mr. Mr. Ng as angry as humanly possible. And finally, in this episode, we've got a whole bag of questions that need answering that were basically stuck down the metaphorical back of the sofa in our email server. So without further ado, so let's move on. Questions. Yes, let's move on to new releases. Hello, my brothers. Without the light of the Astronomicon, we have no chance of reaching Terra. You're right, Sanguinius. We must find a way. For all we know, Terra is burning, with Horus sitting on the Golden Throne as we speak. Sorry, gents, I hate to interrupt your meeting, but you could get a light from the Daylight Company delivered to the Throne World. The LED-based lights are powerful enough that one should light your way to Terra. Well, it sounds theoretically impossible, but practically our only choice. Now, on to other more pressing matters. Johnson, Sanguinius, would I review like a little foil-covered hazelnut chocolate? Oh, father. Daylight Company, bring illumination to a galaxy near you. Right, and that would be me doing yes. new releases, but I'm going to condense them a bit because a lot of but, them are no, duplicated. You're, you're just introducing. Yeah, you're just oh, introducing. Oh, my God. Oh, that's, 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 all right. This this is don't don't mess with Mr. B's Zen. This is um, Mr. B's. Yeah. Oh, hello. People, people, wonder, people wonder why I'm angry. Yeah, admittedly. Yeah, that's true. This is see what he's got shoehorned in for us this month. Yeah, people. see what, see what um, strange and esoteric and very tenuous links he's managed. To, we should be a prize anything, for, the, for the most tenuous there's anything tenuous tau in there, we're going to fall out next week, Mr. B. Okay. Go on then. Um, so, who wants to start? I've started, so I'll finish. Um, okay. So the first thing that first thing that came out, Imper- you can tell Mr. B's written this list because yeah. it's dice, Imperial Knight dice, because there's a different way they can put an Aquila on a dice, presumably. Oh no, they it's got a knight's that, head oh, on bad. it. They were wrong. Uh, there's two sets as well. There's the Chaos ones as well, but you know the blue ones. Yeah, are nice. they've got at least they knights. Yeah, uh, what size are they? 16 mil. Okay, a bit bigger than I would normally like. Yeah, they're they're all right, but they're 22 quid a pop. Yeah, they're a bit expensive. For 15 dice, they're about 150 a dice. Mm. They want to be nice. Or 18.70 at Element Games, which is a mere £1.10 and a bit per dice. Positive yeah. bargain. Absolute bargain. Okay. Uh, next out of bag. This is a good one, I think. It's actually, yeah, so this is the much-waited-for uh, release of the Typhon Heavy Siege Tank in plastic. I thought this was out ages ago, or am I just dreaming? No, it was previewed ages ago. Previewed uh, ages ago. Got you. So, yeah, um, be very surprised if you see one, to be honest with you, because they're very expensive points-wise, and they can be one-shotted because they're no longer super heavies. Yeah. But once upon a time, they would instill nothing but absolute fear 
and dread and eye rolling if you had to play against I, them. I got that they, they did get me to get the one and only telling off, I think, in the history of the podcast when you rang me up and said, don't write lists like that again. That was because of your your copy put, and paste. Because I put four of them in. <laughs> control C, control V, control V, control V. There we go. Jobs four, are good. Four Typhons. No one <laughs> wants to play that. Don't do it again. Oh, don't, nope. Do not do it again. Yes, it's possible. Just don't do it. Yes. Okay. Uh, next up, we have Exodus, the one who is many, £36. He is a uh, um, special character for, uh, well, you know, it's a character for the Alpha Legion. Yes, You're going to have unique. multiple of them. Not unique, which is yeah. quite interesting. It's a really nice model. I love this model. I don't like it as much as the the Forge World um, Vigilator. Vigilator one. Is it Vigilator? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I like him. He's a bit busy. He's busy. He, like, considering he's a sneaky beaky, you exactly. can't get rid of all that bling. No. Um, You'd see him the, like, from, the, the, from, the, from the next county if he came at you, wouldn't you? To be honest, he's got bolter, so much stuff going on. Yeah, that bolter looks mint. I do like a muzzle break. It's very much like the Anvil Industry um, negotiator sniper rifle. Okay. Um, muzzle break on it. Um, I mean, it's an expensive way to get your official Nemesis bolters, though, isn't it? At 36 quid a pop. That is a lot of money. For a unit of 10. (laughs) Yeah, that is a lot. That's that's a little bit excessive. Okay, he wants the. People did used to buy Sevatar for chain glaives, though, and then, like, sell the body on. Wasn't he, wasn't, isn't there one, isn't there one figure, I think it might be Sevatar or one of the other, or no, it's one of the Imperial Fist ones, isn't it, that people buy just for the bits. He's like a donor for a thousand Pollocks. Pollocks. Alexis Bollocks. Yeah. If you say that fast enough, it sounds very rude. Okay. Go on then. Uh, Who wants to take the next one? Uh, So we have the Traitor uh, Kess model Easter Terrace console. uh, (laughs) £27.50. Does does not come with uh, Cyberbird, unfortunately. I I think that this was modelled on somebody who was wearing like a bathrobe and then stepped on some Lego. Because yeah. it looks like it's gone, ow, bollocks, my foot. Or yeah. or he's a very angry Italian man uh, upset oh, yeah. that someone has uh, knocked his coffee in. Yeah. 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 He's just got out of his car. I like the model, but I don't know if I'll have one. I, not... I like it more than I like that librarian model that got printed. Who cool. are you and what have you done with Michael Bottrell as a Games Workshop well, release? The only, army I, 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 the only army I would put him in would be my... Uh, my, sorry, my world eaters, not world eaters, word sorry, bearers, bearers. word yeah, bearers. And um, I already have a model I use, which is a second edition librarian. Yeah, I, I, I got that of Chris, actually, uh, not Chris, Graham. I don't like the librarian, the other one with like the thing coming out of his hand that's got like something. I don't like yeah. that. I prefer the new one if, if I was going to have a librarian. We'll, him, we'll talk I, about that in a bit. So him, the problem with I don't like the hood on this one, weirdly. But if you put a beaky on it, it looks even worse. So maybe with a, you know, for Sons of Horus, if I had the Sons of Horus helmet on, I think it would look OK. But yeah, yeah not, I, it looks a bit Dark Angels otherwise, I think. He's, he's a good starting point, but I wouldn't have him stock. I'd have to faff on with him. Yeah, faffage would be coming his way. There would be some major faffage going on. All right. All right. Do you want to condense this lot into one thing then, Rob? Because it pretty much well, is. Uh, and are, are we going to... Um... Oh, this this little. Oh, yeah, we've, we've got, got to do we've got to do rate the sex face, haven't we? Oh yes. Oh yeah, we have. 
Okay. Yeah, we have. So let's oh let's have a look. Let's, is, let's is, have that, a look is that Chris? Is is that Chris right? The sex face. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, well, okay. I don't think I don't think the thirty uh, k version of Robert Smith from the Cure is enjoying himself very much then because he has he's got a disappointed face. He's he's, he's watching really disappointed it. with it, isn't he? That's he, very... he he's 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 watching someone else doing what he wants to do and he's not happy about it. He's just come in watching his watching yeah, his, his partner engage with somebody else. He's just walked in and he, that, that's yeah. the that's his face when it's like she doesn't do that for me. For or he. Is, or um, he. I think it's it's, 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 that, it's that he's a cuck marine. Is that what you're saying? No, I think what it is, oh. is he's got that he's got that look of should I join in? That's what I think's going on there. Yeah. You know, why not? Why not tuck his tuck in, fella? Join. He's, but he's, he's he's got some confusion. Anyway, there we. <laughs> What has this show come into, gone to, really? Rate my sex place. You started it. You said it. It's terrible. You said it. You started that. It's terrible. But it is, at least it makes reviewing those heads slightly more entertaining. Yeah, I mean, the actual I mean heads he's themselves. enjoying it about as much as the Alpha Legion guy. Yeah. The actual heads themselves. If ever there was a set of Marines that don't need a special Mark VI helmet, it's got to be the Raven guys, surely. I think we said this last time. Yeah, like, literally the, the whole armour's named after him. Yeah. Okay, shoulder pants are there, heads are there. Um, the Alpha Legion. Oh, the Alpha Legion, I think they've really Legion. missed the trick with See the Alpha Legion, because why are they not, why is it Ooh. not just all identical? Surely that's the point. Great point. I get that there's a bare one, but the, 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 the helmeted heads, why is it not just one and go, if you're complaining about it, you obviously don't understand the Alpha Legion. Therefore, you have no right to complain. Ooh, interesting bit of law, like law um, well, snaggings. Yeah. I, I do remember someone saying that basically the, the, uh, the, a lot of them are identical, but when it gets into the biggest part of the Legion where they aren't um, surgically altered to look like uh, Alpharius, they are rather individualistic. Yeah, but the, yeah, but the armour shouldn't be. That's the point. The bare head, yeah, fine, whatever. But the arm, the armoured one, it should be right. Okay, this is this is Alpha Legion Mark Six. Bang, that's what it looks like. It doesn't look like anything else. Mm. They're all the same. What do you think's going through Baldy's noggin? I think that's the man who's found the same kind of situation as the Raven Guard chap, but is actually uh, I, viewing it on a on a on a screen or, or he is the same. in a different. Uh, room. I was about to say he looks like the sound man who's trying to do the recording for what the Raven Guard guy has just walked in on. <laughs> sound man, good lord, because he looks like. He looks like he's he, he looks like he's concentrating, whereas the I, other guy just no, looks miserable. He looks like a man who oh. was recording a nature documentary this week, and it turned out to be something very different in terms of nature. That's it's, it's, it reminded me of a Cronenberg advert. You've lost us there, Mister B. I've got to yeah, be honest. You've lost me on that one. There was uh, was it Cronenberg? There was some adverts for. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Cronenberg from like, like 20 years ago. Okay. And it was like it was like they, they were trying to do something and um and the bloke would run on it like stop this whatever isn't ready yet. Oh yeah. Stop. And it was uh, uh, there was a uh, there was a um you know, particular scenario with a repair man. Yes. Stop. It was was it like in a sort of Dutch accent? Yes. Yeah, it was Grolsch. Oh, was it Grolsch? It was in your sexy Dutch accent. That's right. Yeah. Stop. Stop. The spear is not ready yet. Okay. Well. If we enjoyed our last set of what were these men thinking, uh, we've got two lots of full head upgrades, which is a great yeah. upgrade set. And I have the, 
I have the blister packs of both of them they? in front of me. How are they? They're amazing. Cool. Right. I'm going to get a set. I, I bought both because reasons. Um, which which set are you going to get? Are you going to get the there's, one? There's one that I don't... There is one that is not amazing, actually. Let me find him on the picture. Where is he in, in set one or is he in set two? So, um, what is uh, set, set two, um, bottom row, far left. He just looks... He looks like he's been let out after his bedtime and he's really just happy to be there, um, which is a bit bad. Oh, um, yeah, he does look a bit... Yeah. Which um, one is he? Set one, middle row, second from the left. The again, another um, looks a little bit like Brock Lesnar being taken over by the Borg. Ah, um, yeah, yeah. Not not a fan of those two. Those two won't be getting used. Okay. Um, but the the best one is set one, bottom row in the centre. Yes. Um, the guy with the guy with the the um, milky eye and the oh, scarred nice. oh, yeah, nice. scarred face. Yeah, another big fan is set to middle row far right because that is the Rogue Trader era Terminator Captain head. Woo. The one that had the skull encrusted scabbard down the front from the okay. year old Terminators. Um, well, I like I'm that one. Obviously not going to get any of these because I only have to paint heads if there's nothing. If I have no choice, it's and, and, and it's got now. yeah, it's got skin on it. You're not going to paint it. I, I, I'm not too terrible at it. I just rather avoid it, just in case I screw it. But anyway, there's some some cool and diverse heads there, which I think is great to see. Yeah, there are, uh, and and they're they're properly sculpted to be diverse as well, mm. with correct correct features. It's not just a an overpaint. Agreed. Okay, uh, Chris, you still there, mate? Yes, I am. Do you want to do the next uh, one? So we... It sounded like you were working on something surreptitiously in the background there. I was working on something surreptitiously on the background there, yeah. Um, well, I, was, I was doing a, a thing involving all the people that Graham said was part of the show. Um, <laughs> Your new host. I sense, a, I, I sense a Christmas special in the offering here, potentially. <laughs> I don't. I, I really don't. Yeah. Uh, so yes, contempt to dreadnought upgrade sets for the Dark Angels, the Controversial Iron Warriors, the White Scars, the Imperial Fist, and the Sons of Horus are available and will set you back twenty-five of your finest pounds. Now the thing to bear in mind is these are purely the torsos; yeah. they are not the shoulders, they're Legs. not the knees or the toes. They Legs are just or the torsos, knees or, yeah. or toes. I'm assuming mm. that they come with the power bit on the back. Yes. Okay, cool. Just well, as they come with a power plant, do they? Because it doesn't have it in the picture, is the only mm, reason. I don't think they do, do they? It doesn't have it no, in the picture. No, it doesn't. I don't think they do. So, yeah, they are literally just the torso bits. The power bit is the plastic that you get now. Yeah, you can, so, uh, yeah, you can see it on the, if you look at the, yeah, yeah. Look at the pictures, the top Third down image. view, you put, you put a plastic, um, you put the plastic oh, power plant power on it. 25 notes. How much is a, how much is a contempt on his own these days? Uh, you'll probably get him 20 quid on on the ebay couldn't you from people breaking up boxes well, yeah. yeah but i think even if you bought the plastic one from yeah. gw uh-huh. and this yes it's still going to come in cheaper than doing it resin the old way yeah yeah that's a very way. very good got, point you haven't got to pay for the all the weapons and stuff yeah good point, um, you don't but you don't get as much stuff you don't get the knee pad you don't get the leg pad you don't get the shoulder pad that is but it's cheaper discon- than it used to be. 
Yeah, but it's not as good as it used to be. Yeah, I, I think it's a case massive. of you win some, you lose some. I'll be honest. Like, the difference is about a fiver, and you're missing four components. You get yeah. 25% of 25% of the individuality. All the weapons. But I suppose the, the volume of resin. Weapons, but who uses all the weapons, realistically? Because, you know, you, we've had... We've had 11 years of content to Dreadnoughts, and you, you ha- there hasn't been legions of people going, oh, it's a real pain having to buy all the different weapons and magnetise them. That wasn't a thing before Titanicus, so I don't buy that, because people go, that's I'm my list, that's what I'm going to put option. in. I know it's an option, but I, I just don't. Yeah. If it was 25 quid and you still got all the same bits that you used to get, not a problem. Oh, there are more <laughs> further down, so I'm going to I'm gonna rack those off as well, uh, just because yeah, make like everyone's lives easier. Because there's two things in the middle. Uh, so basically, it's all of them: Iron Hands as well, Night Lords as well, Space Wolves, Death Guard, World Eaters, Blood Angels. The Imperial Fist one is. Oh, it is listed there. Yeah, I just missed it. Do you know Ultramarines one? Or am I just missing? Not it? yet. It's yeah. Not it's, yet. it's called the box standard Dreadnought. It's called the plastic. Oh yeah, good point. They've got yeah, another yeah. six to go. <laughs> okay, cool. cool They've cool, got cool. another six kits to bring out. Alrighty. What's next out of the bag? Oh, good, more dice. Uh yeah, a lot of dices month we just basically some corn and slanesh dice 25 quid or 21 25 element games if you get into that chaosy stuff that's yeah they're horrible both both of those sets are horrible dice. let's have a look at the slanesh ones because they're the only ones i would buy they're like a 70s nightmare that like i'm pretty sure some that's of them were used for that's, that's your nickname isn't it the 70s nightmare. that's exactly what they call me down the, down the <laughs> club but they're there they're an option up to you okay <laughs> Yeah, I would not be. Yeah, no. Why neither. don't G? Why don't yeah. GW outsource to Chessex for their dice? Just why don't they? Probably make more money up this way, I guess. Yeah, but the they're biff. They're, I just I, people still no. buy them. I'm not looking at Mr. B. Well, well Mr. B buys them. I don't know about anybody nope. else. Keep I haven't bought any of these. I play a whole army. Industry. I won't be buying. I won't be buying these dice. Okay, good man. He's he's cleared his addiction. That intervention that we had. No, it's just if I'm going to spend that kind of money on dice. To be yeah. honest, I can get custom-made dice. You totally can, right? But look better for the same. For um, I got more for the same price. So What's no, and, to and, that's, and that's my point. This is there are se- look, there are some dice that look great, but these don't. You'd be, be winning games of thirty k next. Okay, what's next? Battle ready paint set, Mister B. Uh yeah. So we have the boarding patrol adeptus custodies, sixty-five quid. It went out. Of, it went out of stock like right the moment it went up for sale. Would have been a nice starter set for for, for custodies um, it would be, it if you could have got it, but it went out mm. of stock within seconds. You really? got a fire, you got oh actually no, I don't think it might have done. You had the terminators. I mean, I suppose you could have converted them, but yeah. All right, we had a battle ready paint set and a parade ready paint set, eighty quid and seventy quid respectively, or sixty four pounds at Element Games and fifty six pounds at Element Games respectively. It's just thirty it's odd paints or something. One stop. Quid, one one's quid got the layers, one's got the base paints, base and shades. So you've got like 30 ba- ba- colored paints. Um, so like all, a lot oh. of your base paints uh, and then the other's got a lot of your layers. But right. again, to be honest, uh, well, it does save you money if you compared to buying them individually directly from GW. But it's if, you're not gonna use those, if you're not going to use those colors. I've probably spent that amount of money on paints, probably, if I'm honest with myself. Because I tend no to comment. buy them. Yeah, I know no comment from you. Yeah. But the thought of spending that in one hit would would make me shudder. If I'm honest, it make me shudder, but an entirely in in anticipation. <laughs> it does it. 
patient. Yes, yeah, very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, good I tend person. to I tend to keep a I, I have a, I have like a box of spares that the the, yeah. the storm the storm you know the 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 um, what you call it the part work paints tend to go in because I because I usually have yeah. some already and yeah. and yeah, then I, if, if it's I, any consolation, Graham, I'm upset at the moment because the Alclad metallics that I really like have just been re relaunched under the Mig. Um, umbrella and the mink okay. banner and they've they've gone from being 550 a pot to nine quid oh, those mink paints are expensive nice but expensive um, uh, our clads are brutally expensive and i've got like 30 of them and replacing all of them is going to be expensive if they they'd murder your lungs wouldn't they yeah, well, the lungs are evil and deserve to be punished. But you're talking to a guy who smoked from being 15 to being like 30 odd. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Um, oh, I think those are worst. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, right. Yeah. Just paint next. sets. Just paint sets. Uh, Venator, tank hunter. Yeah. Yay! Finest. One of the finest looking tanks apparently in the Imperium, according to certain corners of the internet. It's still kind of useless. Well, yeah and no. What do you think of it? Rules. Obviously, I look at these things and just see a page of rules. I know you folks look at things slightly differently. Um, it look. It looks like the resin one did. It's pretty. So it was a cool looking tank. I've got to say. Um, but yeah, cool I think tank. rules rules wise, it's, it's a little bit lacking. It, it's one of those sort of classic things where, on paper, you think this is going to kick ass. And then when you and use it, it in the game, it's immeasurably disappointing. Have you yes. used it in the new edition? I'm just going to look at the rules now quickly while we're here and just to run through them and see if you folks think it's any better it's, than it the used thing to is, be. Though, it's, it's like the thing below it on this list. Yes, it is. It should it's, be amazing. Isn't Yeah. So obviously it's got the same stats as your, your good old um, normal um, Sikaran. Ah, uh, actually that's just, just very quickly. Yeah. In did anybody listen to the end and the death, or did you read it with your eyes as opposed to through? I your haven't ears? listened to it yet, but I will read do. it with my eyes. So Jonathan Keeble pronounces it Sikaran. Oh yes, he does. He has for a long time. Which I'd never noticed before. Sikaran. So it's should we adopt right. that as the? Yeah. It's, so, so are we saying goodbye to the Sikaran and saying hello to the There's no I in there, is there? That's a good point. From the Spanish, they would put a long A on the second one, so it would be Sikaran. Because it's like Sicaro, isn't it? I figured that film, Sicaro, Sicaran. Yeah, I see what you mean. That's where I probably got it from. Spanish etymological route for warrior or something like that. Something like that, isn't it? Yeah. That's what I thought it was. Okay, well. What do you think out there in internet land? Sikaran or Sikaran? I think Sikaran sounds better. I mean, the question is, Graham, would you add one of these to your ultramarines? No. And think, why is that? Well, oh, good. Oh, it means question. assassin, apparently. Uh, uh, yeah, Sik- oh, that's right. Yeah. Sikaran. Although, Great. Google's, um, the Collins phonetic is care. Because it's, uh, they do a phonetic spelling on, on internet, and it's S-I apostrophe K-E-A. Sicaro. Okay. So it could be Sicaro. Okay, Mr. B, why would I not have one of these in my army? Yeah, because you've got the rules there in front of you, haven't you? Yes, I have. So the main reason is the, that there's, I think, better a better tank. I mean, there's a much better thing, which we'll come on to a bit later on, I think, in the programme. But fundamentally, 
it's 200 points. And the neutron beam laser, again, it sounds awesome on paper, like really fantastic. Uh, however, let me just get the stats up for it because I'm going to compare it with something that's equally, or I think, infinitely better. So the neutron beam laser, isn't it? So 36 inch range is strength 10. So, you know, even custodians have to worry. AP1, of course, ranged AP1 is fantastic. Don't worry. Um, Ordnance 2, concussive 3, shot pulse gets hot. So gets hot is a downside for a start. Shot pulse, I think that's the thing. I'll have to have a look it up in a second. But that's the thing where if it doesn't, if it does a penetrating hit or it doesn't do a penetrating hit, doesn't it knack you? Oh, no, or is it the one that basically makes you not able I'm pretty to shoot? Sure shock, shock pulse is the... It, stops oh, yeah, it, is, it, it basically makes you snap fire, doesn't it? So that's a cool thing. Um, two shots, though, not twin linked. You're probably going to miss one of them when you need to hit with both. If you hit with both, you're laughing. But I think for the points, for less points, in fact, a Vindicator is a better choice. So armor-wise, they're almost identical now. So the normal last cannon, so the, sorry, the late, blah, blah, whatever it is, the laser destroyer array that's on the Vindicator, which is, uh, where are we? Come on, Graham. It's somewhere. Magna laser destroyer, right? So same range, 36. Uh, strength 9, AP1 as well, but it's three shots twin linked with Exoshock on a 6+. plus. It's going gonna, it gonna to kill more than that tank. Every day of the week. The only time you would take that is if you were going for like a big apocalypse game and you wanted to shut down a big time. And that's what they're super useful for. But I think in terms of points, uh, let's just get the Vindicator up and compare. Um, I would say so a Vindicator is 120 points. If you give it the um, Magna Laser Destroyer, it makes it 140 points. The armor is 13, 13, 10 on a Vindicator. Uh, on the Venator, I think it's 1312. Let me just check. Uh, 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 where are we? Venator. Yeah, 131212. So the arm's not even as good. So, yeah, I think every day of the week, if you're looking for an anti-tank tank, a Vindicator, you could basically get, you know, two of them for 280. And that's only 80 points more expensive than one of these. Also, I don't, I'm just trying to remember actually something else that I forgot to look at while I was there is whether it's still ordnance, the big gun, because it means that the side guns would be snap firing still, but I don't think it is anymore. So that's my view. I don't know what you guys think, whether I'm talking at my, my, my bottom. I think it looks cool. Mm, I, yeah, I think um, it looks cool. It, I'm, I'm, with, I'm with you, though. I think it's, it should be better than it. Yeah, I mean, two shots, non, two shots, non, yeah, neutron beam laser is ordnance too. Um, so that means I'm pretty sure if you fire it, I haven't looked at the ordnance rules to be fair. Um, you can't, the side las cannons, whatever you put on it, are going to snap fire. Whereas at least with the Magna Laser Destroyer, it's got one gun and one job effectively. It's ordnance as well. So again, but you're not going to then waste points putting side armaments on the thing. If that makes any sense. So yeah, I think every day of the week, three That's shots that twin linked is much better than two shots that aren't every day of the week. Definitely. Particularly the way that I roll twos and ones with carried. frequency. Anyway, like I said, for an extra eighty points, you can get two of the laser destroyers, magna laser destroyers, which are phenomenally dangerous, and they're AP one as well. So fives and sixes are blowing blowing vehicles up. 
Yes. And what about it's uh, uh, the the second tank released? Uh, uh, sure. This is definitely one for Chris. Yeah, definitely one for Chris. This is the attic tank, isn't it? This the, the, the is Loft Guardian. The, the Moth Guardian. Yeah. <laughs> the Loft Guardian. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It uh, yeah, the Cerberus heavy tank destroyer, as you know, predicted, it's arrived. Looks cool, as I said. Does look great. It's you a know, cool thing. It's it's on the top 10 tanks aesthetically wise it'll mm. be on my list uh regrettably top 10 tanks of usefulness list um it wouldn't even make page five or six on that <laughs> page five or six yeah it's um it has got a flare shield it's now. it's it's got a bit better than it. it i mean there are some things about it that are better but the fact that you can one with all that them. chassis one shot them for yeah. a big old chunk of points 425 points without yeah, um, making side sponsors. That's, um, that's, that's Primark money. That is. Serious, serious cash, isn't it? And yeah, it would be, it's definitely be better if it was a Lord No, it's not super not a Lord heavy. Heavy. It's, it's vehicle bombard and reinforced, so you can one-shot it. You know, you, yeah, you, if it, if it you a, use your laser, your Magna laser destroyer array on two Vindicators and you shred it on the side. Yeah, if it, was, about, a, um, if it was a super heavy, it would... I think it would be... Yeah, it would be it would be a bit more useful, but yeah, let me just have a quick look at this. Um, the mounted I mean, did, it, neutral it never laser did make sense to me that the um, the Typhon was super heavy when it was built on the Spartan chassis, and the Spartan wasn't super heavy, so I get why none of them are. But isn't the Spartan it's, it's super heavy make... in um was it for in the old or ninth edition forty k? It, it, yeah, it is in ninth edition. Mm. But oh, yeah, that's, I, yeah, that, that's in that's in that's that in game, the other game. But yeah, I'm. Yeah, I think it's a great looking tank. It does look the business, no toys about it. You know, it looks really cool. But yeah, again, I think with like Chris says, it'll be on. You know, right down Battleplane the number, just, number five just or six. released a um, plasma conversion for it as well. It looks ace. Okay. And it's got like a, a, a triple barrel plasma gun that you can put on the front to make it look different. I mean, it doesn't make the rules any better, but it does look really really cool yeah so the gun on it just for those following along at home 72 inches so that's a fair it's a great range it is strength 10 it is ap1 ordnance four so four shots at strength 10 is not to be laughed at um concussive three so and if you do wound something there's a good chance it's going to be initiative one next time feedback shot pulse but it does get hot again more shots you fire with get hot the more chances of it yeah. taking a whole point off you and they're only on six, I don't know how many hull points they have now, six or seven maybe. Uh, six, only six hull points, which is shocking, really. Not a Depends. lot. Not a lot. Yeah, the age of the super heavy is over. It's just the time of the orc. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. And you get, um, people, you get people excited about that, say that kind of thing. Yeah. So anyway, all in all, Venator great looking tank but i wouldn't use it above a vindicator cerberus you could get three and have change for a, a, a tactical squad rather than getting the cerberus so yeah okay okay that's that's me arc of omen what what is this mr b what oh what is this arc of omens you speak more of? dice dice oh right these are for what blood angels blood angels dice gold blood angels dice sanguini guard oh yeah Okay. Yeah, fair okay. You're not even defending your dice choices, Mr. B. Are you sure you're okay? A dice, if people want to have. I was say, he, said it, 
if people <laughs> want to have Blood Angels themed dice, it's all cool. Yeah. Um, they look are... more readable than the Blood Angels dice I currently possess. That is that is very true, actually. Because they, <laughs> they are a nightmare to try and yeah. read. They do look a little bit too way. blingy. You know, they're a bit too, you know, look at me. I'm, I've got my gold dice. Like, they're Blood Angels. You'd expect if you had like a big gold chain, maybe, you know, and a black T-shirt yeah, and, you know. Graham, I know you're not that familiar with the law, but they're Blood Angels. They're Liberace dice. Yeah, I suppose fair enough. You're quite right, of course, Mr. B. All right. Yeah, okay. all about the bling. All about the bling. Okay. But not as blingy as the Emperor's children, right? They are the. No one's, no gonna, one's that blingy. Top three blingy legions. There we go. It's like. Okay. Okay. Obviously, uh, Emperor's children are going to be top, top three. Yeah. yeah. Blingy legion. Oh, well. Um, yeah, the, the Blood Angels are. I'm going to go Ultramarines. Yeah, I would have yeah. said Ultramarines as well, Chris. Yeah, that's a good shout. Yeah, the no, angels are at least supposed to have some class about it. Like, you know, they're more like a Renaissance painting, whereas the Emperor's children are more like, you know, caravan chic. Caravan chic. Uh, em- Ultramarines. Emperor's, the Emperor's children have cut up a shark and put it in formaldehyde. That's, yes, you know. the Damien Hurst of the thing. Yeah. Ultramarines are the kind of classic, classic, uh, you know, neoclassical, if you like, look mm-hmm. um, with all of the way too much, drying too hard with all of the, you know, sigils and whatnot all over the place then again and i don't then, know the, the the white scars do have beaten beaten sheets of copper on their vehicles and stuff so yeah they seem in within theme they're not trying that hard but, i don't think but i think okay. yeah i think the emperor's the the ultramarines there's a certain look at us kind of thing there is you're right i think there's certainly certain legions that you can get away with doing gold on their trim and ultramarines is one of them and depending on your definition of bling the 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 um the night lords <laughs> you must be shopping at some very interesting. You know, yeah, I was going to say it's very hard, very hard to comment on that and say anything. Having, that's having a skull and some entrails. Here we go. Uh, okay, well, yeah, I mean, if, if, if you, if you know, I mean, uh, it'd definitely be more of the you know what we do in the shadows type of thing there. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Which I also watched this month. Anyway, um, I love that TV show. Yeah, it's so good. Have you seen Wellington Paranormal? It's not as good because it hasn't got Matt Berry and his peculiar way of saying hello, my darling. So, so um, Annie at work, she has a, a, a friend who is from Bulgaria. Yes. And they introduced her to what we do in the shadows. Yes. And now she just goes around saying, Genelic European all the time. <laughs> Apparently it'll work, which is quite yeah, funny. Yeah, that is pretty funny. But yes, uh, Matt Berry is fantastic. Anyway, great okay. series. Should, should we move on to what we've been up to? Let's do it. Now it's on to what we have been up to. I'm going to knock myself off the list early. I've done nothing uh, heresy related. I only had a reason to uh, in the last couple of days when the game's been arranged. So that's going to have to be dusting some models off. Mm. Um, But my hobby time has been spent on uh, extracurricular activities for these other chaps. Um and getting that all organised and up and running. So that's where my... You make it sound really bad there. Oh. 
just the way you, I mean, you the way you said extracurricular. Well, it, if this is the curriculum, it's beyond. It's a you know, I'd say it qualifies under the, the terminology of extracurricular. I was concerned, Mister mm-hmm. Mister B's been been dabbling in extracurricular activities this last this, this last but, week, so you know he yeah, can't complain the, at the term. It was two the, weeks ago. The, the Edge of Empire plus two uh, uh, D&D campaign is, is, is up and running. Uh, and those of you hoping to ever hear it, never going to happen. It's purely for our own pleasure. Yes. It is very yeah. fun. Yeah. <laughs> Unless a million them. people want to listen to it, listen to us stream it, and we can actually then, retire. That's true. And then we'll do an, we'll do an actual play, and uh, yeah, we'll see if we can convince the other two members of our team, of our party, to... <laughs> to participate in it i was trying to explain uh, to Lindsay my sex panther and then she got very confused yes but, but bear in yeah. mind if we do do a live version that means putting me in a room with people and a really big axe uh, we can still we can do it as we would do over the internet that's fine isn't that a very very oh. successful kind of podcast yeah. slash youtube channel yeah critical role that's Crit- it, critical yeah. role dimension 20 uh, make, make a fair chunk of change so critical role also has the Vox Machina cartoon, which they crowdfunded. Okay. They originally, so they did it on Kickstarter. Yes. They originally wanted not a lot of money, and money to finance uh, a eleven-part animated TV series, uh, which is now on its second series, and they've got another one. Of their second campaign coming out. Amazon well. that came and funded it, or was it Netflix? No, no, it was all funded by Kickstarter, but Amazon distributed. Okay, go ahead. Uh, I never uh, watched it. Is it any good? But yeah, it's a lot. Of it's on YouTube. It's it's good fun to watch. It's kind You've of basically got some of the uh, most prolific voice actors in video games yeah. and and cartoons. So, the Last of Us. Uh, Ellie, the voice from the games, Ashley yes. Johnson. She's in it. Um, oh. She's one of the people involved in it. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of voices you'll hear and you'll think, oh yeah, I know who that is. Got um, but it's yeah, it's really good. So you know, that's always the dream. If this doesn't work out seven years in, and they've been doing it as long as we've been doing this show, by the way. Have they? That's I think depressing. I think they're on. I think they're on year seven or eight. I think now. Right. And they can just so, do that all day without having to go to work. But they've they are a fully fledged company. Wow. Where did we and go? They are, but they are, but they are voice actors as well. So it's not like okay, yeah. fair enough. They, they had a they had a, a ground of fame before, right? They're, 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 they're voice actors, so what they can read. God, no, they are. You are on curmudgeon of the highest order, sir. You realise so, that yeah. Graham wanted... works in video games, so, right? I've, I've, I've been I've been I've, I've been at work today. I'm feeling a little bit savage, but I have just tucked into into the rum the tea is finished the rum is on so i will start mellowing do you, do you mellow with do you drink or do you get more angry i mellow to a certain point and then i either pass out or become homicidal so basically we have right. to kind of get, which is why get i don't finished. which is why which is why i do not drink to excess because i do not and michael can edit this bit out because i do not know who is going to come out nice. whether it will be whether it'll be unconscious me, whether it'll be emotional me, whether it'll become PTSD me, or whether it'll be I'm going to find Dr. the last person who upset me Mr. and I'm Hyde. going to gut them like a fish. Yeah. Okay. I just got to Enjoy sleep. your weekend, chaps. 
Yeah. I just go to sleep. Lindsay really threatens to, to jump now. off a bridge. No, I'm, I'm, which is why I won't be drinking. Which is why I won't be drinking a lot. I don't um, drink a lot anyway. So Mister Bird doesn't drink um, a lot. So we're fine. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't, don't worry. It's, it's I, I'm, I'm aware of my. Uh, to, to quote Prospero Bones, I recognise my failings and I will correct it. Which is why I don't drink to excess. Okay. Anyway, back to the show. Wanted. £750,000. That was what they're aiming for on Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. They got $11.5 million. Bloody hell. Jesus wept. Yeah. That's how much money they made off Kickstarter Jeez. to make their, their yeah, cartoon. Cartoon, wow. They could have thought to play Solar Orcs at that rate. Yeah. Just so they oh, have a whole that's, pu- that's they have a, a bit much. Yeah. They had a whole publishing, they have a whole publishing arm now. Got you. Oh, yeah, because they used to get published by Green Ronan, and then they were like, yeah, we're cutting the deal, and then they went off on their own, and it was... Yeah, made a lot of money. Well, good luck to them. Well played. Anyway. Excellent work. Anyway, so Chris is... So that's what I've been up to. So let's see. Let's play the spin the dice. Spin the... the, Roll the dice game. Yeah. Let's see. Mr... Oh, let's go Mr. B next. Oh, right. I've actually done that much. Um, I... Uh, I painted, I said I was going to get my um, two Sakharans painted, a Landroid Crocus and 10 Templar Brethren. Yeah, I got them done. I got them done. Two Sakharans, Templar Brethren, Squad of 10 and a Landroid Proteus. And I did some small ruins uh, for the train box I have at home here. Uh, just Very the nice. small ruins out of the, um, you know, the, uh, uh, the, the new push fit terrain that they've been doing in this last ninth edition of Warhammer. 40k. Cool. That's about it. I, I really liked your Templar brethren. I think they look super cool, by the way. Yeah, I try. I, I basically said, right, I'm going to look at uh, black Templars for some of the um, influences there. So you know, things like the the red wet the red weapons casings and that. So it was. No, I see. Cool. I I see that chappy, the, the the bendy sword of death. I'm pretty sure I have exactly the same one. That's exactly the same bendy sword of death. Yeah, a bit bendy. Uh, yeah, those, those swords were, yeah. Oh, yeah, the bendy moment, sword of death. The moment it's exposed to radiate to any kind of background radiation, it, uh, <laughs> yeah. it's like a Geiger counter. 2, 2.7 Kelvin, and then, uh, yeah, it'll yeah, bend. Could, yeah, exactly. <laughs> cool. For those yeah, of you who are not sure about the reference to Kelvin there, you need to listen to the... You need to sign up for the Patreon to get Get that, on the Patreon and find out what we're get, all about. Get that lovely, uh, that lovely content nice. in your ears. But you've you've gone pretty um pretty deep into the fists. Uh, fist to be. I've been better that way than the other way, I feel, to be yeah. honest with you. If you've been fisting hard, which is what I like to see. Yeah. Zephyria, the Spock's fuss, would be, would be proud. Yes, indeed. Goodness. Yeah. Okay. Uh, right. Let's then roll on to. Okay. So uh, not a lot. The man who has painted the I most, as far I as I can, I can tell. Stuff, and yeah. then what we're going to do is we're going to finish off with the pièce de résistance. The yeah, I've the gone for the little quantity. cherry on the top. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Quantity. The man yeah. who painted a single model. Yes. God, blimey. So, Come on then. Come on then, Graham. Tell so us. I, so, I said, so, so I said I painted the saber. Feels like forever. And then the armor spearhead. So I painted the Sabre, which is not a lovely little tank to paint, actually. Very enjoyable, Sons of Horus colours. I also painted up a squad of Recon Marines because I had them, and I was going to use the Alpha Legion, but I kind of can't be honest with them now because I don't want to paint them. So um, I, I swiftly changed their colours to that of the um, 
Sons of Horus, because I felt they needed a little bit of sniper power. Um, of course, you can so, still use them in the Alpha Legion without repainting them, because Alpha Legion. There is that, of course. But yeah, so I was quite pleased with them. I used the um, same paints that worked well. I always struggle with the cloak, cloak colour for um, Recon Marines, because you think, oh, do I do camouflage? In the end, I went for, I used two of the paints that Rob recommended for flesh colours, undertone flesh colours which I can't remember what they were called, but they're kind of like a dark purpley brown colour. And they oh, were, was it you, the um, African Shadow? Yes. And, the other uh, lighter version of that. And was it Basic it was Flesh or was it Arabic Shadow? It might have been Arabic Shadow. But anyway, it's a nice nice combination of colours and it works, goes very well with the green. So I was like, oh, that actually surprisingly works. So, yeah, um, always a little bit chancy when you're going off off piece with your colour choices and hoping for the best, but it actually worked out well. Um, and then like, I had a marathon painting session. In fact, I've spent weekends just painting, which I haven't done for a long time. You know, usually it's like a, in the evenings when the wife's watching telly. Um, but because I had a deadline, as always, uh, I wanted to get this done. So I think last time we spoke, I did well, after I, a few dog shows as well, hasn't she? So. She has, yeah. So that's, that's, you know, I doesn't, you know, her being in the house doesn't affect my painting. Um, the only thing that is when she's not here, just like, ignore oh, I'll, I'll, play, I'll play on. I'll play on my video games, which is the temptation when she's not here. Um, but anyway, the so I need to get this armored spearhead list painted. So I think last time we spoke, I'd under not undercoated them, but I'd done the ultramarines blue for all of the tanks using the airbrush, which turned out very nicely. I felt, and then it kind of um, I really went to town with these. So Fellblade all of the detail done on that and i was painting white on blue which i instantly regretted but i'd already kind of committed to that as a color scheme boy did that drive me nuts if there's anything more annoying than just a rogue brush stroke on your just pristine piece of white that you now have to paint over again and just end up getting caught in this spiral of never-ending touching models uh, touching up models <laughs> um touching up paint on your models um, to try and get white to look like it's not been, you know, slapdash chucked on. I used cold white actually from Valero, which is a really, which I found a nice white to work with, much better than the Games Workshop one. Um, I don't like the white scar or the um, any of the the whites from Games Workshop, but this this goes on quite nicely, and you can put it on thin with layers and build it up. So anyway, fell blade. I had some. I bought this second hand off a friend of mine. It was in a proper state when I got it. It was a oh, real mess. Yeah, it was a proper mess. I wish I'd taken a photo of it to do a before and after. Um, so I basically had to strip the whole thing down, repaint it. But it did have the Ultramarines doors on it, which made it look quite cool. So, um, yeah, so I painted all of that up. Um, and what I did with the armour, actually, um, because I was feeling super brave and I'd never done it before. Uh, I, this is all Rob Bloody Ings' fault, by the way. Just going to put it out there. I hope you're happy. I apologise for nothing. Uh, so I realised that although I painted this with the airbrush, there were big flat panels of blue with nothing interesting going on. And I was like, hmm. So the oil wash would be okay, but that's just going to do the kind of, you know, the, the rivets and whatnot. Still look pretty boring with just blue. So um, I used the Yoldi spongy technique. So I saw this chap, again, this is me going completely off piece and making stuff up as I go along. I saw uh, a scale modeler. He proper scale model of painting jets i noticed that his jet engine planes they were kind of had a tone to the metal 
um, you know, it wasn't just one colour, it was like multi-tonal. And I was like, I don't know how I did that, but I reckon I could get a similar effect uh, by using a lighter blue on top of this blue with a sponge and just kind of periodically, not you know, uniformly, um, sponge some of these lighter patches uh, on the ar- on the blue armour of the tanks and then do the wash. And actually it turned out quite nicely. So the armour, the, the, the armour plating, if you like, of the tanks doesn't look as boring. It's not just flat. There's something going on. And again, this is all flipping Ings fault because I start to ask second guess myself and start trying to do cool things that I've never done before in my life. But anyway, the long and the short of it is I'm, I'm quite happy with it. It's not golden demon stuff, but it's it's certainly a lot better than I've done previously. But anyway, just to very quickly go through what else I had to do. Fellblader did. I uh, did a Sakaran for the command tank for the armoured spearhead. I did a Sakaran Punisher. Three Predators with Magna Cannons. And I had to repaint the Arcus because the tank, the reason why I chose the Ultramarines, other than they're actually good rules for shooting, was they were the ones I had the most tanks of. So I already had an Arcus and two Land Raiders. So I basically then had to bring those up to the same standard as, the, as what I'd done for the rest of the army. Otherwise, it would have looked after. So I've just painted so much. I'm sick of it now. Literally don't want to paint anything again for months, but I know I will. <laughs> okay, sorry, that's me. You can see the photos on Instagram, I think. And it looks spot on there. They look absolutely cock on, Chief. You should be proud of them. I, I am very, I'm very happy. I'm still a little bit concerned about the white might be too white. If you see, what I mean, it might be overpowering, but that'll it will do. It, you know, it's it's ultramarines. They look okay. And that is, if I haven't put over to sleep, me. Okie dokie. So, quite, quite the list. Uh, right. Just uh, Captain Finesse. Captain Finesse the, himself. The uh, ar- artisans, artisans. Uh, the, Z- the Zlatan of the, the, of the podcast. Yeah, if you've been a, watching. Uh, I am a lion. Yeah, uh, if you've been watching what was it? Uh, Ted Lasso. <laughs> uh, Mr. Ring, what have you been up to? Same thing I feel like I've been up to for about the last 50 million years. I'm pretty sure yeah. the asteroid hadn't hit the dinosaurs when I started this chuffing thunderbolt. Oh, God. <laughs> um, like, it is literally a never-ending story. If I don't finish it soon, a horse is going to drown in a swamp. Okay. Like, Oh, yeah. Um, that's um, but you, you're so never going to finish it, are you? This is basically going to be a labour of love that's never you're no, never going to be happy because I've got to put the damn thing in a little carrier yeah. bag and take it to Golden Demon in, at, at the end of next week um, I have had a specific request from uh, Josh um, Cathonic Water Beast to uh, take it out the take it out of a little carrier bag to put it into the cabinet just to contrast with everyone with their custom made carry cases <laughs> and whatnot that they're bringing just to like you know <laughs> rock it out of a little carrier bag and go keeping, you it, put that in? keeping it real can you put that in thanks yeah, um, keeping it. You can which, keep your fancy cases. I'm just gonna rock up here with my little carrier bag, and it's in, in with my sandwiches, and uh, just, just chuck it in um, the cabinet. And admittedly, there is part of me that would absolutely love that, but the plastic would rub off the paint, so it was yeah, not gonna happen. Um, plus, we shop at Aldi, not Lidl, so it'd mean a special trip for a carrier bag, which eats into painting time. I much prefer. Um, I much prefer little. Weirdly. We've just got a new little in Cas Vegas, which is a much nicer shop than the Aldi one. Yeah, the Aldi's always looking Even the new Aldi. But they are directly opposite each other, which is handy, so we can kind of go to both. Okay. Um, they, they make a really nice Nazi Bereng. 
Um, I just had uh, I had mussels in a white wine and garlic sauce this evening from Middle, which was um, rather nice for my tea. Um, but yeah, it's um, to get back to vaguely on point. It is still um, Thunderbolt o'clock. Um, I did some stuff on the plinth mm. for it this evening because is it even a golden demon entry if it's not on a tarot model maker plinth? Um, it would appear it would appear not if you've been to one recently. Um, I'm I'm massively terrified. I've like got huge anxiety about it, but not from a kind of like. Um, I'm totally anxiety. You're making the cut. I, you've commentators curse. Thank you, Michael. Now when I don't, I'm going to slap you. No, no. Yes. I, um, look, if you don't make the cut, then something is serious. Then some then then there's, then there's someone's paid them off. Well, the thing is, I don't know. I don't know. I have no. That, that is we haven't my, got a frame of reference, have we, to see what the other That, that, that is my look. Dream Harry Welsh, to... you, you know Harry Welsh, Joe. Yes, I do. Yes, yes. I've got a photo of his vindicator that made the cut a few years ago, oh. and if you compare that to what Rob's done, neither happens to Harry because Harry's a really, really good painter. But co- in comparison, Harry's um, vindicator is it's, it's it's dog poo. Agreed. Uh, anyway. And that's no offence to Harry because you do paint one of your listener lost. No offence. No, 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 no offence to Harry. Sorry, Harry. Michael Honestly. said that, not me. Harry, please don't. No, really. If Harry me in the if car Harry... park and steal my next point. Yeah, he would actually ship you. Yeah, but yeah. Um, no, if Harry did actually see that, see your model, I think he would definitely, um, definitely agree with that. It's, one. it's a lovely model, Rob. It, really yeah. it is on. It, it is on the Instagram. I thought, you know, I'm not one of these big name people who needs to keep things super quiet. It makes no. Di- what I've done makes no difference to. You know, Rich Gray, think... and Andy, Rich Gray and Andy Wardle aren't going to be panicking because I post a picture of a Thunderbolt. They'll be like, yeah, and. Yeah, nice. Well, yeah. there you go. Anyway, I think it's not to occupy Paris. May, maybe, it's just, maybe it's just me being um, all, um, optimistic. you know, knowing you, but I, I really do think. How dare you be optimistic? I think, you're in, I think, I think you've got a chance. Okay. We'll see. I mean, like I say, I, 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 I'm, I'm, with, I'm with Rob. I'm, I'm always a glass half empty kind of guy to be honest with you i think it's right. a fantastic model and i think whatever I, I, happens no i don't think you go with the slayer sword but i think you got i think no, you, oh God, you're no, definitely the, the, gonna, you're definitely gonna place and i think that there is no way that they're not gonna they're not gonna feature that on the website at some point i mean it's subjective isn't it and again you know with judging as we know can be very peculiar but i think robbie should be super proud of that because it's a it's a lovely model that you've done and as whatever a, happens i think you know you should take a great deal of pride from I'm going to get a picture really of it in the cabinet. I am half tempted to even bring the big camera with me, but that's just a faff for carrying around for the day. Yeah. I'll um, bring one of my cameras. I want I, I want to get a picture of it in the cabinet because yes. at, at the moment I'm allowing myself to think that she won't look totally out of place. Gotcha. She won't. She won't. Mr. B's eternal optimism. See, no, she won't. I, I was she say, has not any... No, Mr. Really B got my share of optimism because I've, I've had some nice <laughs> comments about it. I've had some nice feedback from from people who I um, respect both personally, professionally, and you know, the, 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 the ecumenically to quote Captain Sparrow. Yeah. Um, but I can't see what people are telling me. I just see something that I've spent a lot of time on, but I still I see everything that I'd be like, yeah, could, could have been better. Another yeah. week on that. Yeah, totally. Could do that better. I could do that better. Um, I see all the bits that someone who likes heavy metal style, you know, yeah. fresh off the, fresh off the car park, will go. 
well, that's not how you paint a model. You're absolutely right. Actually, that's a very. I, I just hope that I, I hope that Mark Bedford and Phil Stachinskis are judging vehicle because that's my best chance. Because if 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 Max and Daz are judging it, it ain't painted like Max and Daz would paint anything. It's painted much more but, like Phil and Mark would paint something. The the thing is that I think it, it, it's super nice and it's, it's it's a really good model. Yes, it's not sort of painted box fresh. My only thing is as the last time we were all Warhammer World, you showed someone a model and they said, oh, it's they not what it we're cool. looking for. No, they didn't. They just said it wasn't what they were looking for in that um, sort of, that style, period of time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's the only thing that... Was that one of the judges or...? It was someone who's won a sword. Well, that's yeah. different then. But yeah, I think you know their their opinion doesn't matter. The the only opinion that matters is the judges. It looks like a great piece that you would have seen, I think, mm. in something like the modelling masterclass or um yeah, yeah. you know, one of the Forge World books. It's more Forge World than forty oh, yeah, yeah. that makes any sense. Oh, it's a yeah. Forge World kit. I know it's but do you know what I mean? It's it's in that sort of style rather than the art style. Yeah. yeah it's bold enough the, to drink in the USA, is that kit now? Yeah, there you go. Wow. I'd be I, I really, really, really interested to see Rob take on one of the uh, GW kits and do that with it. Like, just a Bane Blade. Well, no, part, mm. part of me is half tempted to get something like a Sakaran or just a, like a Laser Vindicator and go full on, like, full Uncle Night Shift on a, on a, on a plastic Vindicator. Um, but I have my plan for next year if I'm not too... Um, upset after this year, which I don't think. I think that's the key thing. Rob, I don't think you, you shouldn't. Yeah, we all think it's a great model. A lot of other people think it's a great model, and it's judging is always subjective. Yeah, and I yeah. think that's something you need to remember: is that it's not a reflection of you or your ability; it's just a reflection of the judge's taste. It's also a reflection yeah. of who else is there on the day. Exactly. So anyway, I think it's a fantastic. So, so, so if I basically kept... knock everybody over in the queue outside, so yeah, drop you could their do fancy figure yeah. cases. You've also got to consider with my how character. many other people are going to turn up with a model I'll, in that style. I'll I'll come in with a Just Stop Oil T-shirt on and chuck some orange paint over all of them. Buy your one because they're all plastic. So they're all made of oil. Is the crucible? Oh God, don't say that. Jeez, if that happens, I'm just saying you'll be the first that we have come around. Okay. I'll be, I have a perfect alibi, so don't you worry. Don't you worry. Okay, cool. So anyway, no, uh, that's regardless of regardless of what happens. What and I would of course, really like, so I don't. We I, will be I don't know who support. listens to this. I yes. don't know who listens to this. Whether whether you know people who are interested in in that do, but we are going to be there. If people have got feedback, I will be. I will welcome all of it. Just don't don't tell me that military model style painting is lazy because I might scream at you. There's a lot of work um, and effort gone into that. Um, but like, and but but also don't try and blow smoke up me recharge socket. Okay. Um, like, tell me what you USB like. Tell C me what you don't or? like. Um, I, I'd, I'd say both styles are pretty probably, hard. It's USB C. It's USB ports aren't working, are they? So no, it's not. No, my, no, I'm, I'm too old for it to be USB C. I'm surely I'm like a, a scar, a scuzzy socket. <laughs> What's the old oh. red, the um, three cable? Uh, oh, one? God, the, what were they called? Uh, oh, the old orc. Yeah, I know what you mean. RF cables? There was like a, oh, yeah. there was a left and right, and then there was a, a yeah. yellow one. I could never remember what that yeah, did. Yeah, stereo audio. Orcs or something, wasn't it? Orcs in or something. 
Anyway, yeah, if, if people want to have a look on the on the Instagram, I think it is on the Facebook. Um, I think somebody mentioned some comments on there. Just and if I, I it should try. auto post to Facebook. Yeah, there, there there was a really useful comment on Instagram about the um, turbo fan blades, yeah. which I'm spending tomorrow and. What was it? Um, some, they, on they said that they, they looked they looked too pristine for the rest of the model, which is which I think was which is valid, valid, uh, which I hadn't which I hadn't seen because literally I've spent about three hundred hours staring at this thing, so I'm a bit blind. Yeah, on the one get... hand, on the one hand, the moving parts are going to be the parts that are going to look most pristine. Yeah, but this thing hasn't moved in about two thousand mm. years because I put the I put the the I put the title on it on the plaque. Yep. Uh, on the plinth today. Um, and uh, it, the, the piece does have a title because I wanted to put some some context to it, and uh, and that 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 title is she would have been mothballed sir only well we we ran out of mothballs sir uh, sometime in M thirty seven apparently sir sorry sir so it's got a story right which is another cool thing about all of these yeah, kind I of models they, they need not, to be telling a I story I didn't want people they? to go oh it's Death Guard so it's dirty because it's yeah. not yeah no I agree it's a lo- it's meant to be a loyalist bit of kit that's been pulled out of storage and some yeah. poor menial is explaining to some pilot why he's got to get into this death trap that looks like it's about to fall to bits yeah very cool anyway so we shall see how we get on because by the time we record the next one we would have been to the event which is, is there a way of taking something potentially mobile recording related because i think yes, we'd be I'm missing a trick to. if we didn't i'm going to don't worry oh yeah you enjoy yourselves don't you worry Okay. Well, that's why you should. That's why you should come, you great ninny. Nothing. That's the nicest thing I'll ever uh, say. Is there no tickets left for the, for the um for the, for the not for the heresy dice. event? Nope. Mm. No, can't get dice. Unless you fancy um something else. I mean, if you want to play 40k, uh, Chris. I'd ra- I'm not spending eight hours to go out for one day to play 40k. No. Do you want to play Age of Sigma? I, unless I can stand there and just look at my opponent and go. Play the custodies, but anyway, play the custodies. Okay. Speaking of custodies, did anybody see the um, plasma video on YouTube where a guy twenty-four carat gold leafed a custodies landrader, and but but he did point out that the the gold leafing kit, which was twenty-four carat, was cheaper than a can of GW gold spray. Yeah, because basically the amount of actual gold in it is grand total next to nothing. Right. I realise I'm, I'm preaching to the converted on this one, but I, I, didn't, I didn't quite like it. I, I do have a great science video to send you later as well. So cool! I hadn't thought about doing that. It's cheaper than a can of retributor gold. <laughs> <laughs> okay, nice one. So, do you remember games? And we played yes. them occasionally. I have played no. games this month. You have. I only. I well, have. normally I have like 25 years of me waffling on about the games I've played. Uh, I, have, I haven't been playing them. I had an operation, so I was convalescing a bit. Um, I only had the one game this in this entire time. He had a conquer remember. reduction, people, so he's been bed-bound for a bit. That's right. <laughs> conquer reduction. <laughs> we know so, as you get older, they, every year they drop an extra inch and a half, and at your extreme age you were tripping over them, so you needed to have a, a kind of a, a, a sack tuck. Yeah, that's right. So, <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway... Um, I did, however, have one game, but it was a it was a doozy. Uh, this I, with the Battle Bunker um, up and running, and we're having that every month, which is great. Uh, Gentleman Justin Hill, or yeah, Justin Gentleman Hill, as I referred to him, uh, wanted to an intro game into 
um, V2. But, and it, I don't think, has everybody here played against Justin at some point? No, it's it was all for Justin Hill. It's an author in Justin Hill. Yeah. The author Justin Hill, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, top, uh, top he's going to be at Demon, actually. He's, he, he's mentioned he's going to be oh, there on oh, the Saturday cool. at Fest. Oh, brilliant. Um, what a, I mean, he's one of the nicest people in, in Heresy, and he's such an interesting guy. And he's a pleasure to be around in his company. So it was an honour, really, to give him an intro game um, and just show him how two works and talk through the reactions and stuff. And um, he absolutely caned me. <laughs> Actually, um, you playing with fists? Yeah, people fists are tough, and Leviathans are super tough. Um, yeah. So, but it was good. We had we, we found some good rules and um, some uh, interesting bits and pieces. But yeah, it was it was a, just a great evening in being his company to manage to uh, play uh, again. Uh, what I thought was a very classy move. Actually, with, something that, uh, something that he did that I thought was super classy um, was when we went to the shop at the end of the evening to um, pay for the. Uh, you know, for the table for the night, uh, he said to the to guy who owns the shop, "It's like, oh, do you have any um, black library books? So you got some." He said, "Do you want me to sign those?" <laughs> and he's like, "Why?" He's like, "Oh, I wrote that one, which I thought was super cool, but I also thought it was very oh, yeah. nice. I thought it was very nice for him to offer. So I'll just sign it for you, so you can sell them, which I yeah. thought was really good. I mean, was a, he didn't ask him to do it; he just did it, and I thought that was a really class, classy gesture for somebody to do that. So yeah, gentleman indeed." This, this is going to sound massively man, man crushish, but if anybody is in an event with Mr. Hill, if there is a grudging system, grudge him, play him, and have a chat with him because it is a entirely joyous experience. It totally is. Yeah, it's actually. I've, 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 I've played him. I've played him twice, and I've drunk too much wine in a harvester with him after one of those games, and it was a top five hobby experiences in 30 years of being a hobbyist like yeah. just a generally erudite like worldwide lovely lovely chap with a great sense of humor and fantastic taste in hats as well really great taste in hats i've got super which has very, ratchet fat i've got sartorial envy author, when yeah. it comes to justin hill <laughs> he can like, I like why does he look, always look so well presented anyway he before he lives near where i grew up he lives about <laughs> 10 miles from where i grew up I know he's, I mean, anyway, moving on. Uh, Mr. B, you actually had a game. I had three games. I went to... Uh, someone did a thing on the... Um, the there's mystery? Names. Um, right, no. Um, Shut on your desk? No, there's a... There, there, there's a I'm going to turn it off. Um, I've got you a sh- sheet. You shall not be named. Names. I didn't realise you'd met my ex. Yeah. Uh, Go on. Next to me. Uh, right, yes, yeah, so I went to an event uh, up at the Village Hall, not too far from me. I need to speak to them about booking a date for uh, doing something uh, event-wise for us, because mm. um, uh, it's not that bad. Um, and we played a Siege of Terror day, something like so, Fist. I, get, I did the list uh, last episode, Yeah. and we did two games of 2,000 points. Did you take Fafnir Ran? Yes, in the last game I, I had Fafnir Ran. Uh, I had Sigmund in all of them. Oh, beautiful. Uh, Oh, well done, Mr. B. Uh, and basically, um, uh, yeah, so two, three games of 2,000 points and one game of uh, 3,500 points. I put pictures on and they had the, they had the, uh, the big walls. They did. It looked really cool. Game, how really did they good. do that? I did wonder how they did that. Is that was that all like pre, pre, you know, like bought off the internet walling? Uh, it looked bought fantastic. off the internet wall stuff. So it's like yeah. big, big guns and all sorts on there. That must have cost yeah, a fortune. It's quite, it's quite good. Uh, it was very good. Uh, um, I mean, in but, in theory, we can make 
we could if we wanted to and i'm saying this is a big if we wanted to yes. you could make walls relatively cheaply out of plastic card yeah, I, mean, I think a lot of this was made out of there, but they bought it from somewhere rather than making it yeah. themselves. I mean, I think uh, it looks it looks awesome, and it's like you know, for doing like a siege day kind of thing, you know, like a big like mass yeah, battle. Want, uh, it looked really cool. I was super impressed. I mean, I mean, if you think if you think now, if you've got a club with say ten people, if you look at how buttons hit cheap a decent sized filament three D printer is, obsessed. Like, because three D filament filament printers cost literally naff all. Especially the environmental impact. I mean, honestly, probably the same as the plastic ones that they built. I mean, I, I've got to be honest with you, I'm not sure where they got them from, but it might be if Mister B, you could find out. Because I think that's, I don't know how much yeah. it cost either. I mean, it, it didn't. I mean, it wasn't a huge event, was it? I mean, there were what thirty people. Less than that. Yeah, so it, it like and it wasn't that expensive either, was it? Per ticket, yeah, it was like thirty-five quid for the okay. for the day. Um, and it was probably made good. out of foam board, actually, because yeah. that would have the texture already. Of sort of rock. It was quite funny because I was with um, I went for lunch with uh, Damien and Horace and um, uh, a couple others, and they were like, "Right, where, where are we going? Where's the, let's find the nearest McDonald's." Uh, and it ended up right outside my house, so that was okay. Quite, nice. Because that, that's that's where we went to for lunch. The guy from the Omen. <laughs> Sorry? You went no, with the guy from the Omen. Oh, oh, oh yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Cool. Um, but no, no, it was really, really good. The first two games, uh, my list was fairly prepared. Two Land Raiders, um, a, uh, a um, <laughs> yeah, two Land Raiders. Uh, I've got me um, your Templar Brethren in there and uh, my Kratos. And yeah, basically got hammered in both games because of, uh, well, uh, Dreadnoughts. Yeah. They're really tough to deal with, aren't they? I destroyed everything but the Dreadnoughts in the second game. And they just, mm-hmm. yeah, they just. So tough. Really tough. So they're tough really, to really tough. shoot through uh, Dreadnoughts. It's just yeah. really difficult, I think. It was, one of the one of the hardest. Um, and this is the thing, I think, that in the kind of meta now, three Dreadnoughts are so difficult to get through. Yeah, so many both, wounds. Both, you have to be hitting both them with sides strength, had three strength seven or eight. And you know, I'm like. Damn it. And you either take more dreadnoughts to counter the other dreadnoughts, you know, with your brutal power fists, or, you know, there's not really, there's not a huge number of options to be honest with you to deal with them. So, yeah, oh, so right. I'm not. It's the law, you know, dreadnoughts are terrifying things that will literally rip everything apart. I know. So, it's not that they're, bad. They're so. kind of. So, what did you. So, did you. Your Kratos wasn't the melted tra- Kratos, though, was it? It was the. No, it was the autocannon one because the. Uh, because of the bonuses that the uh, Imperial Fist gets to autocannons. Oh, yeah, that does make sense. But it's only one shot, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I think so. Which against the Dreadnought. Yeah, it's um, blast. Yeah, not, blast. Not, not the most. Uh, no, it didn't. Both games were fine. Um, second game, I was in the center. It was the, you know, the uh, circle in the center and surrounded I by. I don't know what. I would never play that mission, I think. Uh, it was a difficult one. Um, but because I I was deploying first, um, he was able to put a couple of, uh, of course, laser yeah. indicators right behind my Kratos. So, yeah, I mean, I looked at your deployment and you made a big mistake there. Yeah. Which was, you should never have had the back of the Kratos facing either of the ends. You see what I mean? Because uh, I, I see where you, where you set up, you'd... To be you'd, honest, it didn't matter where I went. He could have, he was deploying second. 
So yeah, but you could have get you could have put the Kratos either you could have put the Kratos at the facing the long table edges, if you see what I mean. Square onto that. Just to stop getting shot in the back, because you're right. Mm. Those indicators just take you to bits. Yeah, they but, did. But that that was it was it was lesson learned. Fine. Uh, the last game was three and a half thousand points. I got to use my Warhound. Someone was using a Paw Patrol aeroplane uh, converted up to be um, Imperial Fist. Did I, did I send you that photo? You Chris? did, actually. There was some controversy about this because we were like, oh, my God, this is going to be terrible. I actually know the guy did it. And Mike and um, Matt. Yeah. And he's a really nice guy, actually. But I can see if you just if you just sprayed it black, it probably wouldn't have looked quite as out of place as you'd think it would look. But I don't think it looked. I don't, did you? Did it look really daft? Yes and no. Go on, because it's about the right size, isn't it? It's about the right size. It was it was figured up, but I think it needed a bit more work. I think you needed to, to definitely just spray it or something. It needs know, a bit so. more painting work to, on yeah, it, to, to definitely. be honest, to, to read it. it. But yeah. it, it, wasn't, it wasn't like, oh, my God, there's a Paw Patrol paint there. It's terrible. What, what are you doing? Get the F out. Yeah. It was fine. But it was... Um, <laughs> it, was certainly, it was certainly not what I expected to roll up. And I was like, oh, there's a Paw Patrol. Oh, and someone had the Lucius Pat Warhound, and I was dead jealous. Oh, right. Is that the square one? Yeah. Yeah. Rob was telling me to get out when I said it was one. Okay. So how did you do? Did you win any games? One more last one. one, one the one other was... two just couldn't. I just didn't have enough firepower to overcome yeah. the Dreadnoughts. I could destroy one or two, but just couldn't. Just couldn't deal with them. Uh, once you got stuck into close combat with them, blah. Uh, yeah, I mean, Sigismund took down one dreadnought just single-handedly. Right. Uh, which was quite. Because he's a boss. Is he yeah. a Thunderhammer or Satellite Powered no, or something? Instant, instant death. Oh yeah, sword. lovely, nice. Yeah, and in, in, a, in a challenge, he's better as well. So yeah. But I suppose he still has to wound them, doesn't he? Because because they're still toughness yeah. seven. Yeah. No, he's he did all right. Off. He did all right. He took down one Dreadnought on his, his own in is, one turn. Sword is plus two strength. Okay, so sixes uh, versus sevens are fives. So, yeah, he took down one Dreadnought in one turn all by himself, and it wasn't wounded at the start. And I was like, what, how is that even? Mm, that's, that's good, yeah. It was, it, it was really good. It was really good. Um, Do you know what I think in terms of... Go on, finish your thing, and then I'll talk about it. Sorry, but, Mr. Yeah, no, the second, the third game was much better for me because I had my Warhound on the table, and yeah. it just basically walked around. But it got, it could not deal with Leviathans. It yeah. got absolute, it got, my Warhound Titan, was, yeah. it took three rounds of combat, but the Leviathans just kept chipping away, and I just could not do enough to, to hurt the Because they can't lock it, so you could you just legged it with it. Just yeah, move. that's what I was doing, getting out of combat, yeah. firing, but they were getting into back into combat with me. I guess, hasn't it got that thing still where you can, like, you might have had to sacrifice a round of shooting, but I can see why you wouldn't. Um, but the thing is, the guns that you got on that plasma destroyer and the um, mega bolt are not going to do a lot against the Leviathan. It might take a wound or two off it. I, I'm seriously considering getting a turbo laser destructor. Yeah, I think that's what you need. Yeah. Uh, 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 to deal with dreadnoughts, and that is ridiculous. It is mad. You're absolutely right. It is mad. They are so strong. In, you know, for the points, 185 points for a, I just could for a dreadnought with handle them. They were just uh, uh, two leviathans. Um, that this I think two leviathans have, is just... almost impossible to deal with. And I'm playing that tomorrow. I've got a game against somebody with two leviathans tomorrow. I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to deal with that. Um, but yeah, as long as you enjoyed it, it's cool. But I think we're getting. Oh no, to it was point. fun. It was just those yeah. two leviathans were just just crazy think, to deal with. But I think you know, when, when we go to this day. this event at the weekend, I'm expecting there to be. Two Leviathans in most lists. 
But I have thought of, and I'm not the only person, I think. I think this is, um, I picked this up from, I think it was Goonhammer, actually. They've they've been doing some quite good articles on there um, that you kind of read rather than watch, which I which I much prefer. But they're doing like a heresy tactical tactics one, and you know, which is quite quite a good read actually. I would recommend it. I think it was Goonhammer. I can't remember. Anyway, um, one of the things. By the way, they're quite good sites. So yeah, one of the things that um, I think, and I kind of came to this conclusion myself, is the thing that you have to have in your army, all armies now. 10-man cannon squad. And I think the reasoning is, as opposed to, say, a laser vindicator, which is a good tank with cannons, can't react. You can't shoot the guns no. in reaction because they're not defensive. Whereas a, a cannon squad, right? Yeah, if you shoot fire. it, it'll shoot you back. If you charge it, it'll overwatch you. You're not going to, you know, it, if you charge that thing, even with Terminators, you hit 10 cannons in the face, that's going to make you think twice. And again, you can then kind of dominate the board because you don't shoot them because they're going to shoot you back unless you can use up that person's reaction somehow. So I think that, you know, most armies now, and this is why I'm building 10, you know, follow them, chase the metagram, but that's why I'm building 10 last cannons for my sons of Horus because they're too good to avoid. I mean, yes, you could probably pin them, but I'll just chuck a herald in there or something and make them fearless. Yeah, I'm going to go, I'm going to grab a, a Mark III box set and some of the, um, of resin last cannons. Well, I've, I bought the last cannons, the new the new last cannons from Games Workshop box. Uh, probably be cheaper to do. And that I, then one. I've just and I've got all of the Mark Six guys from you, from the box set, and I'm going to use the Sons of Horus heads because I hate the peaky heads. Sorry, Chris. I was going to say you. I mean, I'm sure part of what the bloody Imperial Fist rule is now for heavy weapons, where they still get the. Does you get Tank Hunter or the equivalent of? No, because I mean the gun the the guns are sunder anyway. Last cannons now. So they don't need yeah, to have yeah, tank yeah. hunters, so it's not a big deal either. They used to, like the Iron Havocs did, but given last cannons, they already get the reroll. So yeah, I think that yeah, that's also a bolt, isn't it? Yeah. yeah so. I think that's such a good unit, and it's cheap as well, really. I think it's about two fifty or something like that, maybe a bit more. But either way, you can stick them, and they will do a job for you every day of the week. They'll take down a Spartan. Yeah. They'll they'll t- they'll take down a Dreadnought a turn. You'd think with 10 last cannon shots, yes, they're going to be saving them on five pluses. But, you know, if you put a Master Signals, for example, or a Tech Marine with a Cognos Signum, they're hitting on twos, wounding on twos, and then the Dreadnought needs to make a five plus invun. I think that's the only thing that I feel, from a shooting perspective anyway, that's that's going to really stop a Dreadnought. And they're not, you're not going to want to charge it. You're not going to want to charge a Leviathan into them either, unless you can somehow pin them on or use up their um uh, yeah. reactions no I, I i hate that where it's like what you have to have this unit to deal with this stuff i think it's got it, to the point because everybody's got dreadnoughts now there are so many of you, you know you everyone cannot... should have dreadnoughts but we need more weapons that can kill dreadnoughts yeah, uh, as in true. because i hate it when we get cookie cutter lists it's like when leviathans first came about and everybody had a leviathan with a drop pod with the drop pod. No, uh, I, 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 I hate this like that. 275 points is a 10-man last cannon squad. Which is the same price, roughly, yeah. Before yeah. you put an augury scanner on them or a nancy of auction, yeah. But, you know, I wouldn't put an augury scanner on necessarily because you can do that with your tech marine or your um, martial... If you martial signals, is probably the best bet there because... Can the Armistos take a, take a uh, last cannon? He can, but mm. I still don't reckon that he's... That just give you another last cannon, but... 
I don't think I think a, a master sim is a better bet because the master sim comes with the Aubrey scanner. But see, come, um, give me a second. I'm gonna go grab my book because I, I can't remember what the armor stuff does. Uh, I've got it here, Mr. B. If you. All right. Okay. Give me two tips to find the right chap. Delicatus chap. Why didn't they do it in alphabetical order? I will mm, never who, understand. Who knows? Who can possibly know? Oh, yeah. Stars. yeah. Mastercrafted Laz Cannon for 15 points. Right, but uh, what, what's he do to the squad? That's it. Yeah. He gains the heavy subtype. Uh, he gains an augury scanner and a cognoscignum and can take a Mastercrafted insert. That was it. Here. He gets the cognoscignum and the... Um, oh, he does, yeah. Okay. And the uh, that was that was what I was thinking. So that's probably not bad. But the the, the uh, Imperial Fists have a one that can do that as well, doesn't it? But I think he's got limited on Castellan, weapons. Yeah. 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 So oh, I didn't really uh, came with the Augury scanner and the Cognus Signum because that makes him the you know, as good as the um actually probably better than the Master Signals. Then sorry, Mister B, you're absolutely right because for 15 points you give him a last cannon, got 11 last cannons. Then the only thing you need to watch out for is potentially losing units to fear. You know, pinning or you know, losing three of them and then them running off the board. But if you've got a uh, console in there, at least that's you know that gives you you know leadership nine. Yeah, that's why I'm thinking of grabbing. Um, a a Castellan can't can only take a heavy bolter, an auto cannon, or yeah. an assault cannon. Yeah, that's right. so that makes sense. So yeah, yeah. the armistice maybe you're absolutely right, Mister B. Actually, I'll take it all back. And maybe if if he's got the cognoscignum and comes with the cognoscignum and comes with the Augury scanner, he's a he's a good bet. So yeah, nice one. Didn't know that. So anyway, but I do think the 10-man Nazcanon squad is too good to overlook. 275 points is actually the same points, roughly, I think, as a Leviathan. And I think it can do, you know. I mean, but the thing is, even Leviathan with bloody twin storm cannons can react and overwatch as well, which vehicles can't do. Anyway, moving on. Yep. Okay. Uh, right. Yeah. So is that that's it then? That's Stay it. Yeah. So yeah. next next month next month's commitments. Obviously, we've got a game coming up. Oh, yeah. You've got uh, yeah, we're gonna away. Go to, uh, we, yeah. We're going to go to Element Games on the Friday. So we're taking it. We're going over early on the Friday morning. Yes. And then we're going to go play a game at Element Games. I need to see if we need to book a table. Oh yeah, good shout. I'm going to give them a call tomorrow simply because it's Warhammer Fest weekend. So so, so other people might be having the same idea. Yeah, I mean, we're actually, if anybody wants to, to join us for a foursome, like it sounds like a golf thing, doesn't it? Um, not for foreplay, for foursome. Um, we need. I'm a, intrigued that I'm, golf is where you went with that, which is you know, yes. very restrained of you. For four ball, um, then yeah, let's know because I think we, the three of us, if we had an extra one, we could have a, a cool game of doubles rather than 3v2 or 2v1 absolutely and if you are going over to Manchester day early um, you can drop off your things at um, game uh, the your, your golden demon entries can't you in the evening can you I didn't know that yes I'm pretty sure I read that you can do that I think we'll probably be chilling on the Friday night but um, no no like, there's nothing happening there but yeah. Rob can literally go in drop off his model and it's already done okay or are you we'll see what to queue up for the experience, Rob, with the model? Oh, we've lost him. Oh, yes. No, he's nipped it all in. Okay. Uh, the other thing... That was some time ago, so he's, that was... He's, he's muted for no, some reason. I've been, I've been merrily yeah. chatting away on mute because I'm an idiot. Okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> but if you are... If you, uh, if you are uh, again, if you are going a bit earlier to Manchester, check out uh, Travelling Man and Fanboy Free in the town centre, the... Um, the uh, um, game stores that they have there—they're quite good. 
yeah. I've been literally chatting away, con- have you? Con- commenting on the armistice, armistice and others for about 15 minutes and hadn't no, realised no. that I hadn't unmuted myself when I came back from having anyway, tea. Anyway, what were your thoughts on the armistice then? I like the armistice, um, given that he's got uh, an augury scanner and the Cognitive Signum, yeah. then Actually, it no, makes him the best choice. Sorry. Because if you don't need to use the Cognitive Signum, you've got 11 last cannons, one of them at BS5 anyway. You've got the Augury Scanner anyway. You've got the bonus leadership anyway. I think he's the default choice if you want a 10-man last cannon squad. But I'm with you, Mike, that I don't like the fact that they're that necessary. Yeah. Because it leads to kind of like, oh, we've all got the same, we've all got the same list. And nowadays, dare I say it, they're all in the same pattern of armour. They're all in the same five pose. <sighs> I just to, actually just to make one case for the master signals. Um, the master signals, if you use the, if you use the cognitive signal, you can't fire the last cannon. So those fifteen points could be wasted if you see what I mean. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you take the master signals, yes, you don't get the last cannon, but every turn he'll be boosting there. You might have to make a decision about whether to, or not to use the, the, the yeah. other last cannon. See what I mean? That's yeah. So that's probably why I, I, I steered away from it. But yeah, it's still a good good thing to know. Sorry, Chris, I interrupted you. Apologies. Um, same about the cookie cutter. We've always had units in the game yeah. that are auto includes. Yeah. Uh, Arcus yeah. is the one that immediately jumps. To used mind. to be I the don't... lightning, you know. Used to yeah. be Phosphex, um quad launchers. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. There's always going to be things that come in and out of, of, of necessity. Uh, dreadnoughts are always going to be a big thing now. And yeah. you've got to have something that's going to counter that. I like that they're... It's I not like, like everyone's actually... going... Go on. After, after you, mate, you started this. Um, it's not like everyone's going, this is the list that will win you the game. No. Because there's... It, it, it's, you know, space marines aren't... Not all the legions are the same, so it's not like... One cookie cutter list will work for every legion. Yeah, I think, I think you're absolutely right. I think, and I guess you kind of have that arms race. So it's like, okay, dreadnoughts are a thing, last cannons are a thing to counter dreadnoughts. Now I need something to counter the last cannons to get dreadnoughts to work. And then you have yeah. that kind of escalation over time as people work out new and interesting ways to screw those those two different types of lists up. Four typhons, the robbing approach. Four typhons. Yeah. Control C. Control oh, right. It might be a. It might be the uh, death storm drop pods. Yeah, it wasn't this. Yeah, you know, I don't even talk to me about the death storm drop pods. But anyway, yeah, go on. They've got some weird rules. Cool. Okay, next one. Are they still in the game? Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. they're in the. But there was a, there was a lot of discussion about about them potentially forcing people to fire interceptor at them, and then it was like actually that's nonsense. I think people were interpreting that when you drop them in, you have to fire at them. You don't. But even if you, you know. It's, we, we'll cover it in another episode, I think, because I think Rob was talking about this is a way to make deep strike work that you can kind of draw the interceptor fire uh, by using death storm drop rods. So then you can put the rest of your army in behind them kind of thing. But I think it was it was one of those things where the interceptor is choose when you fire interceptor is chosen by the player who's doing the intercepting, not by the not dictated by what unit comes down first, if that makes any sense. True. But if you're, if you're kind of sneaky, you can probably make them think that that's the only unit that's coming down. You have to declare. <laughs> I mean, you have to tell Well, I suppose you have to declare, yeah. Deep strike, don't you? So they, yeah, kind of true. Do so the um, drop pods still have the rule where half of them rounded up have to 
they've got some, yeah i think it's the orbital assault um obviously i've never looked at it being who i am but chris might have glanced at it at some point in the past i don't know yeah uh, I, yeah i haven't orbital assault because i've not mm. any drop pods to um do it with so it's not on my but i can i'll look it up in a minute if we if we want to double check it uh, I think the Death Storm is the Death Storm drop pod in the um, Legacy rules. Probably. It might be. Yeah, it's probably mean it's pants. Uh, no, it's in the main current rules, page 83. Um, boom, It has Deep Strike, uh, Aerial Denial Drop. That's what it is. And denial it comes drop. with Turret Mounted Death Storm Missile Launchers. Yeah, it's that aerial, aerial, aerial denial, isn't it? Yeah. Let me have a quick yeah. look for that rule, if I can spell aerial. That doesn't look right. Okay, denial. I can, it's a place near Egypt. Right, denial. Indeed. <laughs> okay, right, so uh, shall, shall we move it into uh, State of the Union? is the state of the union that we call heresy world where we do a whistle-stop tour of things that are tangentially um, but hopefully relevant to the world of heresy and starting that conversation is none other than mr michael bottrell okay yeah so starting off uh black library book of the air was unveiled aaron densky bowden's echo of eternity um brilliant other heresy books in the top 10 sanguinius the great angel by chris Rate. Mortarian, the, the Pale King, Garrow, Knight of Grey, um, and Sigismund, the Eternal Crusader. Nice. Yeah, so uh, that was uh, pretty good. Uh, what's that? Uh, five? Half the book? Half the... Um, half the... Um, because of the year, yeah. yeah heresy. But that's why, I reckon, they'll continue. Nice. Okay. Mr. Ring? Yes, uh, we've got Despoiler Squads, finally. I mean, God, how long has it been since we recorded it? This is a new thing. Um, We've got Resident... We we had a bit of a break because you were on holiday. Oh, that's true. We have got... We've got Resident... Rare batteries replaced. Yeah. They are now now included. Um, So we've got Resident Upgrade Packs, five bolt pistols, five chainsaws, a power axe, and an eviscerator, which is basically a big chainsaw. Um... They're all right. They're not cheap. Um, our super friends of the show, Battle Bling, do something very, very similar for a lot less. Um, we don't know how much they're, they're going to be. Uh, I reckon they're going to be more than what Battle Bling charge, which is 12 for the full set of five. Four. Yeah. Okay, we shall wait and see. Cool. Um, just, but yeah, but no, the, they're there. Combat. It's good. That is good. Um, and the a beaky marine, as much as I'm starting to moan about them a lot, they do look good with a chainsaw and a bolt pistol. Okay, very good. They do. Yeah. Next. Chris. 
some Cornubis or Cromlech from the Space Seasons range with the Cyber Samurai parts, which I'm sure they've done before. No, not yeah, I think, I think they've updated them rather I've, than... Yeah, because the, the swords, the katanas I've definitely seen before. Yeah, um, okay. yeah, this, yeah I've seen... Yeah, the Vibro Katana's at the bottom of the ones that used to do. Yeah, they've updated it. For... So if you want some uh, Japanese-inspired uh, Space Marines, which is kind of... Kind of cool. To... Kind of cool. Yeah, I do like the Katana's. They're super, super good. Yeah. Um, I think there's these Scars players are... can get some mileage out of these. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was my thought. Absolutely. The, the banners are cool. I like the banners. They are. I, I, even I like the banners, actually. And I'm not a banner fan, as well we know. I, I actually quite like these, and you're, you're right. You know, you could white scars in in this would look pretty awesome. Okay. Yeah. Um, Very nice. If you, sir, and I'm talking to you at the back, give a crap about the planet, you might be pleased to know that Warhammer stores will be trialling a new recycling system, in which they will accept plastic sprues and empty paint pots to be recycled and turned into new toys. Uh, a good spread of the UK stores are trialling this, including Warmer World, Newcastle upon Tyne, South Shields, Brighton, and York, which are all the stores local to us. Do you get anything back for recycling old sprues? Just the no. Oh, the, uh, the, 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 they're doing something good for the planet. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I have a lot of plastic screws, sprues kicking around. <laughs> I'm just thinking. <laughs> yes. What do I get in exchange? What, what, what are you going to give me for giving <laughs> yeah. you this? It's that Warlord Titan. Right? Uh, <laughs> as it's been explained to me, they, 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 these will be used to make bases. Okay. Is it worked out by the gram or is it worked it's, out? I think it's like yeah, like a place where you can bring your old clothes and get a, get fiver for like a half a, half a ton for yeah, that kind of thing. But to, to be to be cynical, I think they've identified that the price of plastic has gone up to the point where to get um, stuff that they can regrind for bases, it, it, it makes sense. Yeah, I see. So, it's yeah, economically absolutely. viable. Well, okay. yeah, and Everybody... that's, that's why I, I noticed that uh, noticeably absent for me is my local area's only first company store. It used to be the kind of local flagship, which is Leeds. They're not doing it, even though they're the biggest, most successful, biggest money-taking store within probably 100 miles. And I know that'll be because the manager will say that will take away from my staff's time of earning the shop money. And he'll have said no. Okay, controversial opinion. Obviously, the opinions expressed by people on this podcast aren't necessarily completely the just for our legal team have just spoken into my ear. But yes, Rob, uh, that's um, that's a view for sure. I, 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 basically, I took it as a shame that it wasn't. A, we're doing it in all of them. Why trial it? Just do it. Literally, you just need some space out back. If, yeah, they've got okay. to work out if a if people are going to do it. I think Chris is right. I think yeah. If you know, maybe if you've got a free model for every ton, <laughs> might just encourage people. Uh, Warlord anyway. Titans looking more likely by the second. You like the stamp system, you know. Yeah. Every metric. Yeah. Is uh, of, I look forward to everyone in playing tenth edition. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone playing tenth edition with a base of a plastic model that I bought at some point in the last twenty-five years, for the sprue of which I kept because had one bit on. <laughs> so I thought I might you need do that at some as well. point. All right, it's not just me. I, I find, take all I these will. boxes full of stuff that actually has got one thing on a plastic screw. What? I might tomorrow take a photo of all of the half-used sprues that I have. Okay, I'll uh, be willing to, yeah. to, to, to raise those stakes because I've got boxes of the stuff. Cool. Okay, uh, Mr. B. 
You're up next. Uh, yeah. That's okay. Fun. So the expected reveal of the Dimos uh, pattern vindicator took place. Surprising information that they get. Dimos contained. or Dimit? How do you pronounce Dimit. it? Dimit. Dimos. 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 Oh, right. Yeah. It's Dimos. Is, is, yeah. Correct. Actually. I don't know why I feel yeah. that way. Okay. Right. Touch Where of the Black Berries. Okay. Yes. Okay. So the Dimos uh, pattern vindicator. Surprising. It includes both demolish cannon and the laser batteries. So. That's good. Box for both kits. I these are a great tank. I genuinely like. I say I think we talked earlier in the show, so I'm not going to go over it again. But in terms of tanks, you could not. You you will never oh, be disappointed. Three of these. Yeah, I'm going to go One for three. to rule them all. Yeah, it's so good. You can't. You know, it can move twelve and fire that gun. It's fantastic. Okay, Master Rob. Mm, and if you fancy your militia being a bit more modern day looking so the um especially handy now that militia have just come out in yeah. pdf form um at time of recording uh war games atlantic have got you covered with their modern ukrainian female soldiers stls uh, which awesome. you can use as which you can use as a basis um you know you've got arms in there you could soon okay they've got ak's you can soon swap those arms or just the guns out for something from some like from anvil or something like that to put them, uh, give them a las a las gun or an auto gun, or something like that. Like literally, they are they've got pouches and pockets and stuff like everywhere. They'd be great absolutely, to paint. Absolutely covered in them. Um, they would take contrast absolutely beautifully because they've got that much going on and they've got the little Ukrainian symbol on the chest armor oh, yeah. uh, on all of them. So you know, if you want your uh, newfangled militia to uh, stick it to the man, i.e. the megalomaniac nutjob of a man who uh, should have novichoked himself back in the 80s when he was murdering people by contract for the KGB. Come at me, Vlad. I'm not scared. Oh, um, okay. Um, <laughs> well, then, uh, I'll repeat yeah, that. Going back, to, going back to an earlier conversation, we know yes. where we've ended up. Yeah. I mean, we didn't think we did, we did get you know, impacted by Novichok previously. So, you know, I think it's fair to yeah. retaliate. Okay, yeah, anyway, exactly. Games Atlantic, these are the Australian company, aren't they? No, they're uh, British. No, that's Victoria. Oh, oh Victoria. Yeah, yeah. Victoria is the, um, yeah, the Aussie one. I think these are really cool. I really like the, the faces and the models. I think it'd be, it'd be they're nice. really characterful sculpts. I really yeah. like them. Cool, okay. Nice one, good work. Okay, next. Super. Uh, cool. Right. Well, our community decided to tell us what would win between the Typhon, ter- Typhon Heavy Siege Tank and three Vindicators. Seriously, you this. can't. I don't know. What do you think? I haven't read this article, actually. Who do you think would three win? Three Vindicators. It's got to be Every three Vindicators, but I, but I bet oh, they sent the Typhon to get people to buy it. Uh, guess what? Guess what? Uh, the Typhon apparently wins three rounds to two. Absolute. OK, so it's That's... the Vindicator without the laser destroyer oh well there you go that's nonsense so yeah who takes them exactly exactly there's no yeah there's no yeah of course they're gonna win that's absolute mad bobbins you put the laser vindicators on that 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 vindicator is dead turn one the um sorry the typhon's dead turn one every day of the week even if you even with the flare shield well maybe but yeah absolute madness okay we can skip that skip that done yeah um, so we've got Titanicus got some new weapons, conversion beamers for mini titans, with the extrapator conversion beamer cannon for a warlord, a conversion beamer dissoluted 
Dissoluter for the Reaver mm-hmm. and the Warhound. There you go. Conversion so beamers are us. If they come out in 28mm, I'd be really tempted to get two conversion beamers for my Warhound because they just look ace. Mm. They kind of wouldn't they? Mm. I must admit, if you know, we're talking lofty money, I do still like the big conversion beamer um, knight. Not oh, the Asterius. Asterius. Oh, the Asterius. Anyway, it's actually worth taking now. Yeah. I don't think it is actually because conversion beamers are a bit situational. I think. I mean, people swear by them, but yeah, but you can take you can take it Conver- in a normal list. Whereas you the Porphyrian, you've got you've still got to be a long way away from the enemy, and it's quite easy to close that distance these days. Yeah. Well, things are a lot faster. So mm. that's always yeah. the, that's the problem with with conversion beamers. Again, should be cool, aren't yeah. cool, aren't cool. Yeah, agreed. Okay, okay. speaking of uh, of mini titans, uh, GW have been doing a retrospective because it's coming up to the 40th anniversary of the company's founding. So they've been doing little things about the uh, models that they've had uh, uh, over the past 40 years, and uh, they did uh, Titan, the first metal Titan that they did for Adeptus Titanicus back in the day. We talked about it in the last show, sort of, but just get to mention here. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. nice. It's cool. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Very nice. Uh, and oh, here we are, the uh, the the biggest company to never sponsor the show, uh, No Cut Studios. No Cut Studios. <laughs> no Cut Studios, uh, otherwise known as Deep Cut, if they are listening. Um, they've, clearly they're um, not. Clearly they're clearly not. Clearly they're they're not. Hint by now, yeah. Totally would have sent us something. Um, they've released, Michael says they've knocked it out of the park. Um, to me, they've released a very generic looking mat. Um, it's it's a really high quality print. It's an Iberian um, Iberian plane mat, mm-hmm. which um, isn't just it's where true. the ham comes from. It's isn't that, um, isn't, that, isn't that Sharp's business? Yeah, I was going to say that's where where Sharp and Major Duco have their uh, yeah. first ding dong on the uh, Iberian Iberian planes. Plane. So there you go. You could do some Napoleonic reenactments on there. Do some yeah, some Peninsula War reenactment. Peninsula um, War, well played. It looks nice. The details really good. All the glass, all the brass and everything looks really super textured. It, it really does. It's a, it's a really high quality print, but, but it, in itself, it's a bit beige and it's it does, a yeah. bit. It does green. look super high quality. I've got to say, it's actually in a very very big tangent. Sometimes well. if you can do generic really really well, then it's better than something yeah. that's really oh, yeah, nice no, but not done well. True, you could use it for anything. Yeah, agreed. Um, talking of sharp, I've also been watching the Last Kingdom. You know the other one by Bernard Cornwall, oh, yes. the Vikings. I really enjoyed that too. That's been a lot Have of fun. Have you watched the film yet? Not yet, no. I'm still going through the okay. series. Working away up there. Ragnar Ragnarsson. Okay. I, I'm up to Sharp's Revenge tomorrow where Major Ducot is back, but I think he dies at the end of this one. Okay. I think I need to watch, rewatch Sharp again. Uh, right. So, Adepticon... Adepticon didn't give us much, uh, but we are getting the first black book for uh, second edition uh, heresy, and that is the Siege of Cthonia, mm, with two yes. new yet un- yet to be unveiled models for Lord Castellan Everanda Garrus of the Imperial Fist and Vaheran. Oh my God, uh, Asher Asheradon. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the manatees have been busy. Again, yeah, been on the old, uh, on the old wacky backy. I think they really were when I saw them last week. They were like, they were like proper yeah, conflabbing at the back of the table. Um, CBD gummies or something. I'm glad we're getting black books again. 
Um, yep. I'm looking forward to these actually because there's new missions. Hopefully they're. I just hope that the missions yeah. aren't. I know this sounds really like anti heresy, but I do hope these are generic missions that you can play every week rather than this, this, this is a thing mission. Well, this on the Warhammer yeah, community, yeah, yeah. there's the take and hold core mission four. Right. Is that one that's currently a a thing? Because there there are five new core missions. Okay, cool. That's good. Well, taking cool. There's not yeah, currently a core mission. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but you know what you were saying there, Graham, about uh, dummies, uh, gummies, yeah. uh, CBD. I had the really hilarious idea. If we ever went to a jurisdiction that where it was legal, we should like um, take just have a bunch of those uh, CBD happy gummies <laughs> and stream a game that we're playing whilst. Te- but you can take CBD. You can take yes, CBD. It's, CBD it's, is well, a, no, 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 it's a non. When I say that, I mean the proper. You mean, stuff. I mean, you mean like the, the, the full the full bifter. Yeah, okay. well, we, you mean we should well, get packed and stream again? You're not um, welcoming well, in Amsterdam anymore, just so we're clear on that. That's very so, really yeah. true, actually. Quite right. It was only one an advertising campaign. <laughs> and no, not you specifically, Mr. B. People yeah, from the UK yeah, going there to get wasted over a weekend is not, not what they want anymore, which is fair enough. So it's, the, it's, it's the 80th anniversary of Arnhem next year. We could go and have a, go and have a trip there, do oh. that, and then um, have a more relaxed journey back. Well, there you go. News from the front. Her dispatches in part. like me sitting yeah. in the corner saying, oh, my God, Fred died. OK. Anyway. Uh, sorry, alas. That was my tangent sorry. there. Go on, Mr. Go on, Chris. Sorry, I talked over you again. No, that's no, right. No, carry on. OK. Uh, uh, alas. Uh, al- oh, don't do that. <laughs> oh, no, wait. Do sorry, there is another one. There is. Yeah, sorry, I did miss a bit. Uh, right. Also, a... Plastic Lion L. Johnson yeah. uh, was released with an unfortunately, as we pointed out, receding hairline. Um, it did, well, you'd think that it wouldn't come to a genetically engineered super being that has apparently slept for 10,000 years. Uh, Hashtag just, yeah, you fair, think, fair, you know. Fair point, well, uh, I think it's he's... a better sculpt than the heresy one. Do you? Literal heresy. Literally yeah, and figuratively. I'm, I'm, I'm honest. Yeah, but I think it looks pretty damn cool. I've got to be honest with you. It does. I just I see a lot of people wanting a, to buy him for heresy to convert. He is a little too 40k for me. <laughs> I'd, I'd, much trim going on few, there. I'd, I'd trim a few bits and bobs off, and I'd probably ignore the fact that he's got a shield. But from a, a pose point of view, I think it's superior. I think the, um, I mean, once you see that it's Charles Dance, um, you know, it is the lion, it is Tywin Lannister in power armor. Um, you can't unsee it, but I think the face is a better sculpt. Um, if I took the head just, off and put the head on the other one, maybe. But I, I, yeah. I like the hooded head with the face. Yeah, it's, it's like the complete opposite mysterious. of Heresy Gulliman to 40k Gulliman. In that uh, Heresy Gulliman, like you, you look at it and you go, "What happened to your face while you're in stasis? Like literally, you've turned into Desperate Dan. What's going on?" <laughs> um, but and, and, and for those across the pond who don't know who Desperate Dan is, then quick yeah. Google. Trust me, you won't regret it. Yeah. Well, you might. Um, and then go have a cow pie. Exactly. Mm. Um, Oh, tosh, Go on. Anyway. But yeah, anyway, I, I I think the new plastic one is better than the resin one. I think it looks pretty damn cool. I've got honestly. Would you kick off if no somebody just turned up with that without any conversion? No. No, me neither. Not not really. No, I'd say you could have filed some of the bling off, but I'd be like, no, you know what? 
Fair play to you, I think it's best. Yeah. Bear in mind, Where Primarchs, they're allowed the, He hasn't got the Lion Sword, so, you know, I'd, I'd he's got, say that to, he's got, I'd say that to he's my got, opponent. I'd be like, well, actually. <laughs> Excuse me, Scott. He's got, he's got, he's got that's, that's the Wolf Blade, if anything. Sword. No, because that, that isn't, because the Lion Sword is strapped to the back of... Um, Typher. Typher. Typher, yeah. Is it two-handed as well? Yeah. Because if that's the case, then you think... Yeah, I'm trying to think. Does, doesn't the lion have a yeah. two-handed weapon? In which case, that sculpt won't yes, work. I think that's the wolf. Player. Yeah, but his his pose makes no sense in 30k one because with everything about him, he to be captain history. I, I just don't like the pose. I don't see it being a balanced martial. He's wide open for somebody shiving him in the kidney in the heresy pose, and an expert swordsman just wouldn't be. I suppose the thing is, you, if you take the whole model on the scenic base and everything, his pose is he's at the top of the stairs, just about to chop down the last nightmare yeah. that's going to fold him in the face. Yeah. And he's just like, fair. I've had enough of your bullshit. I think that's... <laughs> Seems fair. Enough of your nonsense, sir. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it, there's no implied task. menace in the in the pose to the, heresy, to the resin one. I really like the implied threat in the pose of the new one. Okay. And let's face it, you know, everybody. It'd be dead easy to change the sword to a giant chain sword, or something else that you could convert or print to give him a two-handed sword, and you just discount the shield, call it a buckler, and just say, yeah, that's his invulnerable. Mm, Whatever. Actually, no, you couldn't use him. You could not use him because both of his sword options, the lion sword and the wolf blade, are two-handed. So you don't put the shield on. Okay, fair enough, I suppose. Or you can just, like, it's, it's, Ignore it's, it. it's not worth it. <laughs> yeah. it's, not, it's not worth it. It's, 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 it's just cool. You could do, but that's just not how this podcast rolls. It's not how we roll. You know what we're like. Sticklers for the WYSIWYG. It's the one thing. Yeah. It's the one thing we draw the line on. Friend, if, I don't see, if, I don't, if I don't see a melter bomb, you ain't got no melter bomb, so. that's, Yeah, that's one. But certainly if you... Yeah, right. Yeah, maybe not melter bombs. Not quite that level, but certainly... Where? You know, I the feel, right I feel gun. your Marines got pouches for their um, frag and crack grenade. Mine have. Yeah. I've meticulously modelled them for that very purpose. Really? <laughs> really? Really? Yeah, really? Absolutely. Really, you can, um, you're more than welcome to come and inspect them with a with a fine tooth comb and find out that every Marine that I have from my Sons of Horus, because arm, bear in mind, there's my pre-robbing armies and in my post-robbing armies, and there's a big difference between the two in terms of what's actually on them. Basically, the pre-robbing army is the minimum amount that I can put on the model. So basically gun and, you know, maybe not even a close combat. He's got a gun, that'll do. Now, of course, they have to have all of the business. Okay, moving on. All right, who's next? The uh, much, uh, alas and alack, there was much, first of all, joy, speculation, Rising expectation, only to be dashed on the harsh rocks of reality. People noticed that the Fellblade, amongst other things, was no longer available from Forgeworld, and took this as a sign from the gods that come the morrow, the shining dawn, the sunlit uplands will deliver upon us a plastic Fellblade, Mastodon, Falchion, Javelin, etc., it was not to be, I'm afraid, my friends. All they're doing is retooling the kits to use the plastic. Oh, this is a whole um, load of old 
nonsense yeah. as well. The plastic um, sponsons. And that was it. So it's like, really? Okay, great. Thanks. But so you have to buy a sponsor kit, aren't you? I don't know. Are you? So I think basically, no, I think they implied the that the, um, they would get the plastic sponsons. Yeah, so the kit, if you buy the kit from now, it will have the same sponsor attachment as the plastic Leviathan, sorry, the, the plastic um, Sakarans and yeah. Kratos, etc., etc. But that's it. That was all that fuss was about, which was a shame because a plastic big tank would have been lovely. But not to be, I'm afraid, my friends. Not to be. Uh, on the plus uh, hand, We've still got next involved. weekend. You never know. There might just be head faking us all. There is another thing that has been talked about that they've never released. On the plus side, the Damocles is staying as resin as well. Just for it's a resin upgrade kit. Yeah, it's going to be a resin oh, upgrade kit for the plastic. Sure. Uh, and the the cool thing is all Volkite um, javelins. Okay, yeah. Because oh. the new rule sheets for the mastered on the javelins, so they can okay. use uh, more weapons. So they could have an all volkite or an all melter. Is there a melter? There wasn't a melter no, on there. No. Oh, you've got heavy bolters. You've got... That's, um, that's cannons. Heavy bolters, volkites. Yeah. But there may a, be something else which I just never bothered. You can, have a, you can have a, 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 an all, um, heavy flame all heavy bolter or heavy flamer um, javelin. Yeah. But, but I'm, I'm more excited for all volkite javelins. Of course you are. Okay. Um, Mr. B. Uh, yeah, that was that was that. Uh, Golden Demon winners from Adepticon were announced, and we saw Heresy getting demons in the 40k single miniature with the silver, 40, 40k vehicle bronze, diorama gold, and open bronze. So they're, they're, we'll put links to those. Heresy models, great. Slayer Sword, not a Heresy miniature, but it was one of the it was one of our friends, Neil Hollis, his Master Lazarus in the 40k uh, single miniature. Um, mm-hmm. Lovely model. You know, so yeah, uh, it's good to see Heresy, but I think Heresy needs its own category to be honest. Good hope. You well, still on what? the on the diorama gold yes. uh, for Benjamin Cantor's lovely depiction of the Emperor versus. Oh yeah, I thought that was phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, it's lovely. Is any of that actually a Forge World model? Horus. I think Horus is. Horace's legs, I think, are dawns. Yeah, I think they are. Uh, bits of Horace definitely are. I don't think any. Because that's I think, Fulgrim I think, I think, as Sanguinis' torso. Bits of bits bits of Budgie Boy are, I think. Let me grab him. Um, original. Um, Big Big E is. Yeah, I was going to say, what they've done with him. He's entirely printed. Is he? He will be. Yeah. yeah. yeah Surely yeah. you or can't. He's, that. Or he's a third party miniature, which I you may can't may put in third party. No, names. you're not allowed. You're not allowed third part third party well, parts or components, but you are allowed to scratch, build, and sculpt, which they now accept. You means you could digitally sculpt and print if you do it yourself. Is that right? Yeah. I but don't I think that. any don't of really... that sanguineous is actually sanguineous. None of the components on that. They don't look it, do they? They don't match no. what I have. Uh, that's a really good point actually they're not actually models that you can buy i mean it's a great diorama don't get me wrong maybe the person who did it can tell us no actually you'll find i hand carved that stuff onto a you know you will be surprised uh, at how many people do that onto a um a custodies 
Adepticon when they had the crystal brush there was very, was notorious for the sheer number of people who would literally hand sculpt model. I think it was a few years ago there was a Daniel Craig Vladimir Putin massive crimson oh, fist right, yeah. that that won and yeah. it was a it it was entirely hand sculpted. Yeah, it, look it, at look at Sergio Calvo's um, open, which um, when I th- re- when I thought that open could win the sword, I thought that that was the sword thing, but I've, I've forgotten that open can't win the sword. Um, he did um, Big Mech Buzzgob from Imperial Armour 8, the Siege of Castrol Novum, and that was entirely scratch sculpted for him for that event. Uh, but that was a, a green stuff sculpt that he commissioned. Okay, Alan, yeah, got it. Alan Carrasco, I think, did that. Right. Um, so you can, business, isn't he? Just looking at that one. Uh, yeah, uh, the um, open bronze. Yeah, open bronze. Yeah, um, is it Eric Swinson? Yeah. Lovely. Okay, cool. That oh, weirdly looks almost like AI image produced. If that makes sense. Yeah. The textures. Yeah. Are, look, yeah. The, it's the painted shadows oh, on the loincloth makes it look rendered rather than painted. Yeah, it's really cool. Really, really cool. Mm. Yeah, yeah, so amazing. Something, and, something Andy Wardle's been talking about quite a lot on the Cult of Paint Patreon is painted on shadows. Um, and it does, if you can get it right, which this one million percent is, it, it, it does add something that your brain kind of goes, well, am I looking at a picture or am I looking at a thing? I see what you mean, yeah. So those are painted on shadows, are they? Those are painted on shadows. That which does, uh, li- all the text does limit just... how you does limit how you can photograph the model because you've got to photograph it yeah, so that the, yeah, the yeah. actual shadow is right. Yes, yes. Wowzers! Incredible. Okay, cool. But yeah, no, it, do, it does definitely look. Mm. It looks like, it looks like a generated image, doesn't it? Yeah. I, oh, yeah. I wouldn't argue with him. No, definitely not. Okay. Uh, Rob. Yes. Uh, so where are we? Yes. Um, is it actually Warhammer if you don't have some kind of skull on your model? That's a very good point. It's a valid, valid point. Well, um, uh, those nice people at Cromlech have released their own set of animal skulls, so you can have some dead wildlife on your bases rather than um, just human skulls. Um, they were all right, nine euros ninety nine for set. Um, there's a dragon skull that's going to take some explaining in, in the Heresy universe, um, and then the rest of it is decidedly bovine in nature. But it's, I think you could, you know, scatter the odd one about. Don't think it's a complete waste of time. I've got a couple of the Citadel skull boxes, and although they're twice as much, they do have some bigger skulls in there that are more. Yeah, it's like some a, a bits and, some and yeah, some demons and, and stuff in there. Yeah. Big old cranium ones, I think. Oh, you get so many skulls on that pack. Yeah, that's really good. So, but and this is good, but like say, for, for, for our setting, well, you know, I think you'd struggle to. Mind you, with all the blimmin' militia horsemen coming out, you could probably get away with it a bit more. <sighs> yeah. But that's for another Horse time. Horse boys. Okay. Uh, uh, right. Okay. Would it be April's? April without an April Fool's joke. Uh, sadly, this time it wasn't the Channel Chaos Wars, but instead the Mark 19 Emperor Cast Fitness Warhammer for getting fit. Oh, those ch- chirpy chappies! It was a bit silly. Last oh, year we no. had the, we had the return of Squat, and it was like that's a brilliant April Fool's, and this year it's yeah. like 
You can buy a hammer. Yeah, you can use probably it get probably they got so everyone got so upset last time and everyone thought it was real for yeah, two hours. It was. It kind of was, yeah. yeah what they was. brought back squats. They did. Okay. They a different name. Cool. Um, next out the bag, we have the whole reason why the heresy was lost by the traitors. So, <laughs> what are you talking about, Graham? I hear you say, well, tanks are getting a new commander model from Forgeworld in the form of the new kind of consolas type, the Legion Decorian. Fantastic. Um, but here's the come and see the bias inherent in the system over here. So here we have two models, one um, decked out as Imperial Fist. In fact, you're going to use them as Imperial Fists or Blood Angels. And the other one, Sons of Horus. The Imperial Fist tank commander chap, before we get into the rules, comes resplendent with an assault cannon, which is yep. a pretty mean piece of kit, right? Yep. What does the Sons of Horus bloke get? A bloody bolter. heavy bolter. I mean, it's not even in the same league. Oh, I'm sorry you turned traitor before the assault <laughs> cannons were distributed. I'm terribly sorry. Well, you could have given a multi-melter. That's what I'm saying. That would have been that would have been reasonable. But no, we're going to give you a flipping heavy bolter because you're I scummy don't know traitors. If, right, I don't know what this guy, this console can take, because uh, obviously we haven't seen his full Pinsel rules weapons yet. They but, can take, sorry, I'm guessing yeah, but the nothing wrong with taking that Mark II guy in your in your uh, on your on your sprue for the pintle mounted weapons, and just giving him a fancy helmet or making him bare helmeted, and have about? him be the console type. Yes, the one that comes with the kit already. Yeah, you're you don't have yes. you don't have know, to get the resin one to play that console. You're absolutely right, and that's exactly what I'll do. But I was just you know, being somewhat facetious. Also, do you get the weapon or do you just get the man? No, because I think if you look at the way that he's. Uh, particularly the Sons of Horus guy, he's modelled with his arm on that gun, which isn't normal. Mm-hmm. So that's a that's that's an un un because I was thinking I just put heavy, heavy, I just put a yeah, multi that... on there. And there's lodge coins all over the gun. But I think if you were gonna do, if you're gonna promote those models, yes, you're gonna have to put the gun there, otherwise they're not gonna make any sense visually. If that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I don't think you can change the gun, but I think, I think, I think that's, that looks to me like that's a one. It might not be, of course. It might it might be that you can change the gun, but like Rob says, it's got kind of lodge medals on, on the side as well, so it's a bit of a giveaway. But yeah. we shall see, because interesting enough, the other interesting point about this is this particular console type is it does actually have some cool rules. Um, so it's got an, a new advanced reaction. Uh, we'll make a shooting attack with any defensive weapons that are not turret-mounted. So that's anything that's strength six or below. So heavy bolters, um, for example, Volkite. I want to say culverins, strength six. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and any pintle mounted weapons. And pintle mounted weapons can always fire reactions, including the multi mounter, which is cool. Uh, target well, enemy unit. Yeah. Double the number of shots as well. A unit that makes sure that part of this point defense may not make any attacks indirectly, blah, blah, blah. Um, but yeah. What does it say about the barrel? But yeah, uh, except the pintle barrels make pintle mounted weapons, they make twice the normal number of attacks. So if you've got a multi melter, that's four multi melter hits, which is somebody charges you, even your, as we talked about, your everybody's favourite Le- Leviathan Dreadnought. If I remember reading it right, there's actually uh, two different um, uh, t- t- generic um, 
consoles there, and there's a specific one for the Imperial Fists and the one, one for the Sons of Oh, Horus. is that right? Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yes, so I think like the um, different ones do different things. Sagatar, um, Pinnacle Matter Weapons will make a target a different thing to the main weapon that the model attacks with. Um, but they also can get Skyfire and Precision Shots 5+. plus. So I suspect this will see a uptick in multi-melters being put on vehicles. Because they're 20 points, which is quite a, quite an investment. But that advanced reaction, actually, that does make it pretty cool. Um, and again, it does potentially deter that Terminator squad from charging your tank because you get a multi-melter, four, four multi-melter shots in the face, not to be laughed at. So, yeah. Cool. Rules for tanks. Lovely. Bring it on. Okay. Uh, um, got the final Heresy Thursday um, showing off the first dedicated librarian in Terminator armor for uh, the Heresy. Uh, Mark Six armor. I think he's split opinion a bit. Um, some people really like him. Some people hate him. I think it's going to be a case of I want to wait and see what the model actually looks like because I think uh, I think it's what gonna, it might be one of these cases because I'm looking at that glove and I can't see anything that specifically says that he's that he's got some sort of diamondy glowing thing there. So it might be just the way the the the, just, the, the painting team have interpreted him. Yeah, so it's, just, it's, it's, it's just him yeah. expelling his power, isn't it? It's just the start of his. Um, yeah, so I think it's a case of we're going to have to wait and see what um, what the uh, what what the what he looks like when he comes out. It's going to be a resin model, um, which is fine, I guess. Um, it's a shame, I would say, that he isn't. Um, that uh, I don't think from what I, the comments left on the, the Facebook page and Instagram that he's got other weapon choices because it would be nice to be able to not have to take a force axe. Uh, you know, might want to take a, a force sword or I don't know. Do they have any differences in in, in sixth edition for swords and force axes? They will have, yeah. Yeah, uh, but force just makes the weapon yeah times two. But I I just like to have variety on those weapons if possible. But I think there's definitely a split opinion on on the helmet and the face. So I think I think it looks alright. Again, if you just change the beaky head for me, they look alright. Mark Six looks fine with that beaky head. I think <laughs> controversial, I know. But yeah, okay, cool. But then, of course, there's the him. other one. I would have liked him in Mark IV armor. Oh, yes, and the, the other day, we got a librarian in Indomitus uh, Terminator armor. Uh, I believe the consoles can still take Indomitus uh, Terminator armor. Um, and, yeah, Indomitus Terminator know. armor. So, um, I, think can, I think they can only take... Is um, it not in the Legends? Oh, it might be the Legends. Yeah, good point. Yeah, because uh, you can get Indomitus. So, I said, but we probably should have mentioned that, you know, New Indomitus Terminators are coming for the new edition. Of so they're going to be much bigger, aren't they? That's the problem. I think scale-wise, yeah. they're going to kind of tower over your existing models to look a bit daft. Is that the Tony yeah. Stark pattern Indominus armor there? Yeah. Just... Mm-hmm. Don't hate it. No. Yeah, but, uh, it's fine, but I think thematically, it's probably going to suit your word, be- your, your word bearers more than anyone else. Or maybe even space walls. The, the rooms could be space wolfy. Yeah, they look very cool. Yeah, it, it wouldn't look. I'm, I'm, but I do think it's going to look out of place in the because you're going to just tower over them. But you know, they weren't all the same size with the space marines, so you could probably argue that. Cool. Well, to be fair, Terminator armor should tower over every bloody um, marine, in my opinion. Sure enough. Um, 
Rob, finally. Yes, sorry, I was skipping ahead. Let me have a look-see. So, finalement, Michael was right. We did get militia rules just this week, and we are all super giddy about them. There's lots that you can do. There's a few things that... Well, yeah. that's because it involves painting people, not tanks. I've already got militia um, army. I've, I've packed it. But yeah, um, what, nah. What's your problem with it, then, Graham? I don't know. I just... I'm kind of glad, actually, that Solar Auxiliary are better than Militia, mm-hmm. which is right and proper, whereas previously yeah. you could basically make... words. <laughs> yeah, you could yeah. basically make Militia Armour 3, Toughness 4 um, with the provenances. Now you can't, which is good. And there's a few in more provenances power in armor there. with a bolter yeah, in exactly. a rhino, they were yeah. better than Solar Orcs. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I think there's been a, a, a good, a sensible... Uh, realignment of that there are some in, i haven't really given the rules a huge read so i think there's some things we need to discover about it but the th- there's the option the to third do some line cool rule is harsh very harsh i think you know that one basically basically you know and also i think you actually actually penetrating hit and that's yeah. harsh so basically you've got armor for 13 rather than 14 on your russes and i think also the russes can't take side sponsors which they could previously in militia armies so People have oh, been still frantic, frantically, yeah, yep. frantically chiselling them off at some point because I think I've got, just, little side, I've got them on the just, side of my tanks. I'm annoyed because mm. I now need to buy a lot more models from Australia and I will not be happy. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. Shoot. Okay, cool. Well, anyway, I'll be happy. I think we probably need to do a full um, review of that because it's significant. Uh, yeah, maybe yeah. next month. Definitely. And maybe actually maybe that for this challenge, put the new militia list together potentially. If you fancy it. Yeah, I think we've all been excited enough. Maybe we can put the 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 his children off a month. Yeah, and um, as long as Rob doesn't do his try to replicate his Nuremberg 300, we'll be fine. No, I've, I've checked. You can't do it. Yeah, I thought you might have done. Okay, cool. All right, next section. Let's go. Hi guys, Chris here. I'm here with the Warlord Titan and her crew of the Argent Monarch. Say hello! Perhaps I'll stand a bit further away next time. But anyway, we're here because the Princeps was a bit sad that the Argent Monarch looked like every other Titan on the field. Isn't that right? So we gave them all the details of Battlebling, an online web store where you can get all the bits and pieces that you need to make your titans stand out. Doing alternative weapon options, alternative bases, heads, everything you need to make your titan that little bit different from the one you're about to volcano cannon. Well, someone found it funny. So why not visit Battlebling? for all of your little updates and little tweaks that you want to make for your Warlord, Reaver or Warhound Titans for Adeptus Titanicus. And that's not all they do, but it's certainly worth checking out. Wouldn't you agree? Just Google Battlebling today and that'll take you to Etsy for all of your bits and pieces. So, next, our kind of intermittent section all around rules and the interpretation thereof we call this particular section aunt sally's happy endings after a particularly witty response by mark howlett i believe to somebody's question about a rule where he implied that they were clutching at more straws than a 
self-pleasuring scarecrow. The uh, Aunt Sally from Words of Gummage, of course, and the happy endings put together is basically me looking at some stuff on the internet going, you are clutching at a few straws there, my old son, to try and justify that position. But not all of them. Some of them are actually genuinely and are actually quite reasonable. So this is the world of Raw versus Rye. So Raw's as intended versus Raw's as rules as written. And this is a big old grey area where battles have been fought, which brings me on quite nicely to my next line of inquiry, which was some people remarked after the last time we talked about this, that Rob's approach to uh, settling these arguments was somewhat middle ages so which i thought well, actually maybe there is a case to be answered there maybe i'm fine with that i'm 10 miles away from leeds armories <laughs> i can get tooled up i'm not not a problem maybe that is how we have to settle future rules disputes is effectively to revert back to trial by combat so you know if the gods of heresy are on your side then that was clearly the rule however i can see that working perfectly well up until you meet somebody who's built like the mountain in which case they'll just do whatever they want so there are downsides to your approach to this kind of negotiation, whereas I prefer... Uh, of course, to be fair, as... most people who are, this, who are the weight of the mountain in this hobby are more like me. And <laughs> no, you're slimmer than me. Now, I, 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 I am now, actually. Yeah, T-shirt sizes. I am now. So, yes, there it, is... It's not a diet, it's an injection. It's horrible. Okay. Okay. Yeah, well, the other thing they've got at Leeds Armouries as well, Graham, they've got all the Middle Ages kind of stuff. They've also got longbows, so it can be the size of the mountain, but it can be damn near a quarter of a mile away before I put one through his eyeball. I'm not far from Towton either. We... Ask anybody from the wrong side of the hill. <laughs> so anyway, we, uh... I think... Go on, Chris. Sorry, you've been trying sure to get, get, get any word in there. I'm sure you can get Henry VIII's armour over from uh, New York if you want to borrow it. <laughs> no, it's 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 in the in arm it's in the armories. That's the one that NASA came over to have a look at in the sixties to see like how can we have such something that's like a full hard shell and still articulated before they sent people up into space. Well, there's a whole go. thing about it. It's an Every awesome day, thing. A school day. But anyway, let's just say that really the intellectual discourse should be where we're having this discussion, not in the either tournament field or jousting competition, which would be the next logical step. So first out of the bag, and basically most of these questions have been trawled off of um, heresy uh, rules and questions um, Facebook page, because that's always a delight to read. And there's always some controversy raging. So I kind of look at it ah. as, a, as a sort of a, not as a voyeur, because that would imply some so sort of gratification from it. But as an so, observer, so where it's been settled on the internet, you're going to read oh, up these particular it's, files. It's not been settled. You know. These things are not settled, my friend. And it, or at oh, least... it's not that. It's not that suit, Chris. It's a it's a different one, but that is a beauty. Uh, right. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, here's here's the question. So first out the bag, which actually is a reasonable question, um, worth answering. If you were in contact with a vehicle, and you immobilised it. Uh, in the fight phase, can they still shoot at me if you're yes. still engaged within an inch? Yeah. Also, can other units not involved in that contact shoot into that combat? Thanks. So, yes. it, yeah, well, yes, they can. So you're right. The vehicles don't get locked in combat. Nope. There's in the rule book. Uh, so they can simply move away, But if they, even if they're immobilised. But if you're still in base contact, they aren't locked. So they can still fire the weapons and you're not locked in combat. So you can still be shot at. So that's a reasonable question, right? With a reasonable answer. I mean, yeah, that's a reasonable the, one. The thing yeah. is, insofar as it's kind of easily laid out in the rule book, there isn't really a grey area. No, I'm just starting you off gently before. Oh, right, okay. This is the light massaging, is it? Before, we say, uh, yeah. 
So this is a belter. This or the one. ball gag comes out in about twenty minutes. Yeah, time. This, I, I think I think this really? I think this is reasonably easy I, to see. So anyway, this next one. So when Jagatai Khan goes on a jet bike, mm-hmm. does he benefit from uh, Narthisium? Narthisium. Yes. So does he gain the benefits from Star of the White Scars because he can't on foot, since jet bike gives him cavalry? So this is this did rage for a bit. This was raised by. Somebody, um, uh, who, who we, who has been to our events, um, uh, not the answer, but the original razor, who did have a little bit of a um, Wurzel manipulation when it comes to the rules. But anyway, so here's the thing: the the kind of two, the two. Thing, what do you think, first of all, before reading the answer? Um, my answer's going to be that this is going to be interesting in that he does become cavalry. He does. All the rules for cavalry. So he's going to get the benefit on paper. Um, so let, let me just grab the book. Sorry, I'm just going <laughs> to... Mr. Uh, B. I just want to double check. I don't think rules as intended. He's intended uh, to get the benefit from it. Rules but rules as written. Uh, okay, here we go. Cavalry during use in group models. Despite any rules to target cavalry are considered to affect calm. Yeah, okay. So clear as day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's simple. He will get it, but I don't think he's intended to get it. Mr. B's going mm. with a yes. Uh, I'm going to say no. Right. Because. Okay. <clears throat> uh, where is it? What's the actual wording on his? Uh, when so upgraded to have yeah. a Sojutsu pattern void bike, can't make units that include models with a cavalry type despite the usual restrictions, and any rules that target the cavalry unit type are considered to affect Khan as if he had that unit type. So, I think it is. I think he does, but I don't think he's supposed to, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Um, the thing is, though, it doesn't say he becomes cavalry. It, it, all rules that apply to cavalry apply to him. So yeah. a narc, narc his, applies to cavalry. But that doesn't but, say he becomes cavalry. Yeah, his unit type doesn't change from Primark. His unit type is still Primark. He just gains the abilities of full cavalry in regards to other things. His unit type isn't cavalry. His unit type is always Primark. Just he, shares rules, he shares rules <coughs> with cavalry in the same way that, for you example, pick- a power axe is AP2. So is a las cannon, but you can't hit somebody with a power axe from 48 inches away, but it shares the same AP2 I think there is a bit of a And it's also here. any rules that target the cavalry unit type. Uh, any, no, it's the, any, any, uh, are considered to affect Khan as if, as if he had that unit type is the exact word. As if he as had it, that as unit type. As if he type. had that unit type. Where? When it, upgraded, have Sujutsu pattern, they may join you that includes models with the cavalry unit type, despite these restrictions. And any rules that target the cavalry unit type are considered to affect Jagatai Khan as if he had that unit exactly. type. Exactly. As if he had that unit type. So, yes. But that so, is yeah. not his unit type. But what but, I, I, w- I would say that I'm interpreting it the way that, yes, I think he does. And I think Chris and Rob are correct in interpreting it that way as well. I think this is a situation where you could easily interpret it either uh, way. And I think this does need an FAQ at some point. hundred uh, percent needs an FAQ. I, I, very quickly. I, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and say, well, this is absolutely the well, Chris and Rob are actually wrong because it says this. I think it's something oh, no, that could easily not, be, yeah. I think it could be easily read either side. 
I think that's because so. you don't so want me turning I... Manchester into the field of the cloth of gold Just... at the end of it. Possible? No, no. Because the thing I, is, if, I, if I, the I... rules don't apply to me, and he's not a cavalry type. He can't join a cavalry unit type. By that very, by that very definition, Chris. Yeah, if he's still no, prime, he can't be part of a can't be part of a cavalry unit. So you can't have it both ways. I mean, I am playing well, devil's advocate. Can, I, inter- I, do... can I interject? No, because you're you're bound to say I'd I'd chin somebody and then shit in no, their mouth. No, I'm going to say something positive and nice <laughs> and righteous, and I've got my oddball hat on. Oh God! <laughs> Go on then. Right. If somebody has bothered to convert a scale jet bike well, yeah. that is different because it's a sojutsu passion. Mm. so it's so it's different if someone's bothered to do that and you know what if they've done a decent enough job of it <laughs> and they're not pete reese unless he's got his parable with him yeah. oh, I have then, they can, then they can do whatever they want because they put some effort in if they've so, just slapped him on a plastic jet bike from god uh, knows what then they can nanas and he can have toughness two and a five up save so now we've moved on we've moved on from the world of rob from trial by combat to trial by aesthetics. Trial by faff, yes. <laughs> no, I, th- so, I think he has a point there. It's not going to be an, a big issue until such time as he until actually he gets... Hasn't, he hasn't even got a bloody jet bike yet. And yeah, I've never somebody, seen one. Oh, somebody oh. I, I, think, I think, don't get me wrong, I am kind of playing a little bit devil's advocate here because when I first read it, I'm like, well, no, clearly he's a Primarch. Therefore, he's the Primarch type and it's only things that would affect cavalry that would affect him. But... Because it's so badly written, it's a huge grey area. And I think you can. I don't think it's clear cut either way, Chris, to be fair. I don't think you're wrong, by the way. I think <clears throat> Mr. No, Chris B's, is not wrong. I, 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 don't think I, think Mr. wrong. I think Mr. B's right insofar as that was never the intention of that rule. Yeah, because it just wasn't. I can't imagine for an instant that was ever the intention. But unfortunately, we're in the world of rules as written and how people interpret them. So it doesn't. It, it is something that would. Need are we, to go are we 50, 50, 50, 50 on this one? I think if somebody came to me at an event, I'd have to regrettably say, yeah, probably. Chris would probably would reasonably say no. What about the other two? You or no, Rob? Just out of unless they've got a fantastic conversion, and Mr. B's probably a yes, but roll a dice. It's not, it's not, don't even go there. As I said to Graham the other day, you are a complete and utter, unashamed dice slut. If it's got <laughs> six sides, you are all over it like a tramp on chips, regardless. You'd forgive it if it went off and rolled I, dice with somebody I, I, else. I was, I was the you are a complete dice slut, and there was some really nice dice, and I was like, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna. Okay. Anyway, I'm not slut shaming, but when it comes to dice, you are loose, boy. You are loose. I, I, no, no, I am. I What's am. Up, Age of Darkness, right? Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> getting, 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 no, I, no, I seriously, I, I would, I would say because it could go for me, it could go fifty-fifty. I would say roll a dice. Whoever gets the highest result or whatever wins. Uh, I, the rules. So uh, uh, maybe it's unsatisfactory to people, but I think if you can't reach a if you can't reasonably get a fair make a fair decision i think sometimes you've got to leave it to the to the um to fate well let's put this one Uh, out to the unless chris can can categorically say that this is nonsense or not the thing is because it doesn't say his unit type changes to it just says council's having the rules for his that is i see what you're saying they are considered to affect khan as if he had that unit type so the yeah the, 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 but the, but the film of pain it. targets the unit type of cavalry yeah but his but as if he had that unit type not he has 
that you yeah but that's what i mean so you do feel the same sense he's he's the target of the feel no pain that that's that's why i really think it needs an faq oh Exactly, and don't get me wrong, Chris. I'm just I'm just applying the same sort of logic that people argued on this. Thing. Well, it, 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 it's mad. <laughs> let's it's let's interpret English in a way that's not actually English. Well, the thing is, it's like I said, and you're into the. Do you remember in 40k there used to be a actual? They used to apply, um, kind of legalese case studies to these rules to sort of you know try and in, infer the meaning of the word based on like a had rather than has uh i tell you what i would actually previous, watch i would watch um, this on youtube if you got some lawyers to argue yeah, over, some actual right, qualified lawyers to argue <laughs> over some of these rules that if we could at least, with a, yeah. at least with there only being four of us we can't get to a 48 52 split and end up having to kill each other that's true i mean i suppose <laughs> if, if we did get yeah if you had two lawyers and said you know, pay maybe some interns or something and said, right, you have to argue this case and you have to defend it for your contract law degree. Knock yourselves yeah. out. Chris, it's, this, this is the sort of thing that drives me and you mad, basically, because it is, I think that's a willful interpretation of the rules when it was never the intent it's, for the rules. It's like going, I want you to treat me as if I was 12 feet tall. <laughs> I'm yeah, not I mean, 12 feet tall. You should treat me as if I'm 12 but, feet. You know, the, there is there's a grey area there. So I don't I don't I think mean, sh- surely the Narthesium should work better on him because he's a bigger bloody target, isn't he? You know, you just like clagger. What's it's, the thing they have in Star Trek it, that just goes and that's it? They're the, fixed. Hyper the other spray, thing that's is. The thing. Uh, that's right. Fuck it. Can't be asked yep. to argue anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the oh. problem, right? But do you see where? But really, it's just poor writing. I know I don't want to dress it up. Anything else that they just didn't. I think part of the problem is once you once you do something like we're going to make him like cavalry, they clearly didn't think through all the implications of that rule specifically. But all of a sudden, you're able people are able to interpret that somebody should be and a primarch should be getting <coughs> fit on a pain five plus. To it makes fair, no sense. There's, there's never always, the intention. There's always a situation as soon as you write the rules and you give it over to the players, they will try and find some way to. If, what, they should, what, they, what they should do is they should write the rules with the most anally retentive, disagreeable, dodgy, hiding a moritat, dicing people type twunt <laughs> in mind. Yes. And then the rest of us will be fine. That's, and I bet you they'd still, I bet you'd still find someone who finds loopholes that they can exploit because again, everybody the, looks at it. Like I said, the, the armory is, is only 10 miles away. It's not a problem, but there'd be a lot fewer people. There'd be a lot less polishing dints out of edges afterwards if they wrote for the lowest common denominator. I think that the, the, the thing is these are – and this is, part, this is part of the controversial – this is like clickbait, isn't it? It's like the Jerry Springer version of a podcast. <laughs> um, but, yeah, do you see what I mean? These are the kinds of things that drive people nuts. On a daily basis with this game, it's like no, but I, I get it because that's what this one of the reasons why I don't. I've never played really a lot of games, and I've always enjoyed playing people I know more than playing new people, because people you know you can have this kind of conversation and work it all out beforehand. If you you know rock up to some random and like oh well actually I'm going to do this, it's bad form to punch people you don't know. It's bad enough to, yeah. to punch if, people. If you I was know. if we were running Company of Legends, I would specifically at the beginning of the event say you would you do not get feel no pain because that's not the intent of the rule 100 percent. i would absolutely not allow it but i'd I'd house rule it up front if that makes any sense yeah 
because just to avoid this kind of nonsense because it you know it can leave a bad feeling in the mouth and i know mr b says well just roll a dice but neither only one you know nobody's kind of it isn't necessarily you might have a perfectly reasonable and, and rational argument like Chris has for why they shouldn't have. And the other person may feel the same. So that, I that's think, why I, I roll dice. I know, but I, I think it, it's it, a dereliction of. Um, I think you're right, Chris. Yeah. If, you not, make a decision. The, stand the, up. Yeah, if Mr. Between B, the pair yeah. of you, you can't come to a reasonable. Then if the, between the pair I of think, you, can't think, come to a yeah, reasonable yes, decision. But then I think, I think in, in an event, then it's the event organisers job yeah no make that decision absolutely and 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 to potentially headed that off before it starts in the pack but you you can never you can never head all of them off because there's always somebody who's who's, who's got a little loophole that they love that they think nobody's kind of closed and then they'll pull that out the bag and then you feel like an idiot but we've had to do this in the past haven't we chris you know make these kinds of decisions at the event and then you know add them to the um the kind of rules exceptions that we've had previously so you have to do it. But, yeah, I think I would 100%. If somebody came up to me at an event and said, does he get it? I said no. And that's my decision or Chris's decision because we're running the event's rules. And that's, Do you realise now people is. are going to, like, come up and say that to you anyway? Yeah, but now. like I said... You're going to get World Eaters players saying, can I, yeah, can I have field no pain on Jack's say, He's going to come up and say it's Chris's decision, so it's OK. That's yeah. what he's going to do. <laughs> but yeah i think i'm, you know, I'm going to be emptying out the car and someone's going to come behind me and do my kneecap in or something i don't think i think that the, feel no pain that's, now that's yeah, what it'll be i genuinely feel that the intention was that that he should not have feel no pain so we have to ah. kind of be a bit of from an event organizer point of view i think you have to have a little bit of interpretation whereas it, from from a thematic point of view as well for anybody who's read the siege i and you know if you you don't have to have read the end and the death but if you're up to date with the siege jagatai feels pain yeah end well anyway that's not a spoiler so i think it what you're saying here, pain. if i can paraphrase this argument which did blaze into some significant uh, exchanges uh we would rule against this if it was our event out in the wild it's anybody's guess. Um, yeah. But it desperately needs to be FAQ'd. You know, rather than some of the nonsense they FAQ'd last time, look at this kind of thing. Look at that and do something about it. Yeah, I, I agree. If it was at, uh, if it was one of our events, I would be saying, nope. No, nope, he's a Primark. Not a hope. He's a Primark. Clearly, Primarks don't get feeling a pain from um, apocryphies. Otherwise, they would have said something. But anyway, you you warmed up, folks, because the next one's a doozy as it's- well. Also, it's his bike. It's not him. Yeah, but he's like I say the person still riding the bike yeah. is a Primark. Yeah, does his I, bike have like a have like a first aid kit with like a pack of elastoplasts or something on it? Is that clearly what it, is? it does? Anyway, let's move on because we're not going to solve this one because I don't think it's clear cut. I think it really does need an FAQ. This next one though is it actually clear cut, but is a shocker. Go so, on, are are on initiative pile in moves optional? They never used to be. They are now. So oh. super gay. Yeah, 100 percent. Apparently. And I'll double check the book in a second. Says the model may make a pile in move on their initiative. May. As oh. opposed to the end oh. of the combat one where they must. Okay. So. You know Fair what enough. that means, don't you? Place. Yeah, exactly. Right. So basically what you can. Do, so we'll come back to this one because I think it's another thing. But anyway. 
Uh, when fighting a combat, if I cause 10 unsaved wounds, but only five models out of a unit of 10 are engaged, so base to base and in two, do you keep allocating wounds on the five left over wounds, or are the five left over wounds lost? What do we, what do you do? So let's say I think I've played it where the wounds just take the whole squad out, right? Regardless yeah. of whether they're engaged or not. But actually, rules is written, if they're not engaged, they can't be hit. So they don't die. I think for the kind of way I've always, I, I do it the same way as you do. And in my head, it's basically the first guys get chopped down, the squad just moves through. Exactly. Kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I agree. But again, the answers are um, most people have kind of house ruled that and said, yeah, you know what? Otherwise, it gets into some proper manipulation. But yeah, but technically, if you're not engaged, you can't be hit or killed. So you could have five men in base to three in base to base two at two inches and the other two further away two inches from them because they conga line them and also you've gained it by not moving them in in the initiative phase so that they're not bunched up you kill you do like 15 wounds or something with your primark and only the five that are engaged and within two inches of those in base to base would die so, yeah, something to be mindful of, I think, if somebody pulled that one. Most people who've house-ruled it just gone, it's crazy, like you say, Chris. You just assume that in the the whirling mass of combat, that everybody gets cut down. And that's, I think, how it used to be, because you had to move in mm. three inches. Now it's a, you may, not a must. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah. Entirely moves, yeah, they are entirely, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> entirely optional. Shocker, right? Entirely optional, yeah. Did not know that. Um. This is a good one, actually, because I've, I've, I've run a, not run afoul of this, but I've had to try and work out an army list around this next one, which is uh, so this is uh, about apocryphies and the heavy subtype. Uh, if you attach an apocryphy to a squad which is heavy, so like a heavy support squad, for example, or breaches, I think, they will lose mm-hmm. the armor save reroll as not all models, models have the heavy subtype, or the apocryphy gets heavy too as it gets all the rules that the unit has. What do you think? So this has got... Uh, uh, this is the same bloody question as above, just with different no, no, no. people. This is, this is basically... In the play. This is, this so, is a, yeah, go on. So I would do it, because so, I there are certain units that if they you if a unit doesn't have a certain rule joins that unit, yeah, that whole unit doesn't get the thing. Correct. And apothecaries are always the source of this. So I've always done it as if apothecary Jeff joins... Uh, you know, by oh, I'm trying to think of a unit off the top of my head that have that. Assault squad uh, or something. One of the Thousand Suns units. Furious Charge, yeah. Okay. They yeah. join one of those, that unit that has a certain rule. It means that that unit then can't do it, which is why I don't, which is why I didn't take uh, an apothecary with that squad, because it would inhibit their ability to yeah. do a certain thing. So that's, <clears throat> yeah, because then they are part of that unit. And they don't have the heavy special rule. But they do, I think. I think that's basically the general well, consen- consensus was that, that you get all the rules that the unit have. So, for example, you would get infiltrate. So they're, they're kind of like apocryphies that are attached. They're not a separate thing. They're like a medic version of that breach. That bloke. Yeah. Mm, it's another yeah, breacher apothe- with a pack of elastoplasts. Let's have a look here. When oh, so I've got the, the little cutout here. Um. When assigned to a unit, the Legion of regains all of the special rules with the assumption that specifically forbid it. 
such as the bitter duty special rule and the unit subtype for the unit in which they are attached which does seem fairly straightforward to me i would kind of i don't think it used to be like that i think they tighten that particular rule up so yeah i just unit subtype yeah isn't it okay yeah so i think the thing i'm thinking of is beautiful so yeah so i think that's the so it's good to know actually that you know you're thinking oh, i'm not going to put a, a poggy because i'm going to lose the heavy subtype well now they actually do get it um but weird enough tech marines i don't think get definitely don't get it so i don't know what he's going on about there um but tech marines can take a boarding shield which gives them heavy doesn't look it up today because uh, for for another How does it not no just gives them um takes one of their attacks away you need have a yeah, it's, it's an armor thing. Yeah. yeah, I thought the shield did as well, but it doesn't. So another thing to watch out for. So this is some fantastic Wurzel minute. So that's the way Wurzel. I'd always read that as well. This is this is a happy Wurzel. This one. So uh, nothing. So this is in the Mechanicum army. So we're branching out a bit for you folks. Uh, there's is there? This is not me obviously saying this. This is somebody saying this. There's nothing stopping me from taking Scoria. Uh, Dreyak on an abeyant and a single Archmage's Prime on an abeyant altogether. As long as they all can't count as Archmage's Primes on abeyants for the purpose of this rule. Now, you may be thinking, what? So there's a rule he that wants says... To say all three on one abeyant? No, no. The rule is okay, a single detachment may not include both an Archmage's Prime and an Archmage's Prime on an abeyant. The rule as intended, I guess, is that you can't take. You don't have two primes. Yeah. You don't have two primes, right? But what they're saying is, have... well, as long as I take them, as long as they've got an abeyant, you're in. So yeah. yeah it doesn't say it doesn't say a single detachment may not include more than one Archmagos prime. Yeah, but it's. I think it, just, it's... it, it says they either all got to be driving or all on foot. Yeah, so I think the an Archmagos prime I think might be a unique thing. So be Scoria and so is somebody else in an abeyance. So I think there's some... Mani- but anyway, it's a very much rules as written. Unfortunately, it's a loophole. Because the rules as intended are you should only be able to take one Archmage's Prime. But actually, as long as they're all on the same thing, they're either on an abeyance or not on an abeyance. If they're a special character, knock yourself out, which is massively dodgy, in my opinion. But Yeah, because they're... Yeah, because th- if memories... Let me just open up the Mechanicum book... Yeah, have a look for. If memory serves, it says one Archmagos may be upgraded to an Archmagos Prime, but you buy these, but you buy these guys just straight as they are. Yeah, Mm. but like you say, one maybe, but then it says you can take Archmagos Prime as well as Scoria, because Scoria is an Archmagos Prime, but he's also on the Bayon, so you can take more. Archmagos Prime. Yeah, let's do it. And then separate unit, Archmagos Prime on Abeyant, right, okay. Where is that bloody rule? Feudal hierarchy. Yeah, that's the one, but that's just that two lines. So that's that's just those just those two lines that says it can't you can't have one on an abeyant and one on foot. Is an Archmagos Prime a zero to one choice? Or is just Yes. Yes. So you can take one Archmagos Prime. Because clearly the rule and, is you only can take one of these, but you can then Archmagos gain Prime it. on like, a Bayon is also zero to one, which in theory yeah, but, cover, covers it off because it's zero no, to one. Because Scoria's Scoria and Dravix is Dravix. He's, they're yeah. not listed as Archmagos Prime. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you could, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the same as so, like when you've got rules saying you can only take one Praetor per so many points, but um, actually because you, because, and so named characters 
you know, may as well be praetors, but you can still take them along yeah. with a praetor. Yeah, because it just it just mm-hmm. says, uh, yeah, because he's an archmagos, he's not an arch Dracovac, he's an archmagos, he's not an archmagos prime, but he may take an abeyant. Yeah. Um, and then Scoria is just listed as archmagos. Okay. And it listed Comes that he. Comes with an abeyance. Uh, no. Archmage, uh, um, Scoria doesn't have an abeyance because he's a big, massive Spider-Man. Okay. Yeah. Um, rights of the Beast. Oh, yeah. So because he's on the big Spider-Man thing, does that mean you can take him? I guess that's the implication. He's no, because not... no, no, he's in, infantry, monstrous, heavy, unique, cyberthurgist. Yeah. He doesn't. Nothing in his rules anywhere says abeyant but you could just take him anyway i well, think yeah, that's maybe you see what i mean because he's he's well no because yeah, in this case he, no because for the, for the purposes of that feudal hierarchy rule he counts as being on foot because nothing here mentions he's got an abeyant it's but not going to stop you from him. taking him that's the point no 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 but again that's not saying you can't you, you, you even though you're only limited in so uh, i think you still are uh so many points for oh, yeah, um, praetors you, you can still point. take ruddy fafnir ran and and yeah. Sigismund, for example, along with a Praetor. I love this stuff. It's what I wake up every morning yeah, it's, hoping it's, that it's not, it's not. It's not that big a controversy, apart from the fact that they're trying to stop you having the... You I think know, the intention it's is not that you should, only be, you should only take an, one Archmagus Prime. Yeah, but, but you're taking those Archmagus Prime equivalent characters in people like Scoria as well as him. But then you're yeah, right. But that's to be, that's, that's always very, been the case. So uh, yeah, they're unique point. units. They, they aren't limited by that. It's like Sorry, I don't. I think whoever's trying to—it's making a mountain out of a molehill. It's always been the case that you can take a unique unit, even if it counts as something or other. I mean, what's it in 40k? I don't know. I'm going to 40k. You know, you can take back in the back in back in seventh edition. You could take Marnius Kalgar and still have a another chapter master for your Ultramarines, for example, because yeah, named characters don't. That was. Stupid. So, it Chris, stupid, what's, what's your uh, what was. do you think on that one? What's your take? Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. I I'm think it's, I mean, they've all they've all got the feudal hierarchy special rule as well. So, oh, have they? Yeah, they have. Yeah. yeah. So that would imply that they are bound by that rule, but yeah, yeah so they're, they're not they're not considered the to be. You, you couldn't take an abeyant on the other two because Scoria doesn't have one, but you could have all three of them theoretically on foot or feet in Scoria's case. So you could have. I think you could have an Archmagus Prime. And Scoria, because Scoria yeah. isn't on an abeyant and he's not on foot either. Yeah. Or he's yeah. not an Archmagos. So I think that's but I think Mr. B's argument yeah. is a he's, very yeah, valid one, the, which is that you can you're not only supposed to take Prime. one you, you're, you're only allowed to take one Praetor, but you can still take a special character who is the equivalent of a Praetor as well. Yeah, the problem is he's not listed as an Archmagos. Yeah, that's that's the, the, that's, that's the thing with both of them. It doesn't yeah. say anywhere. Well, actually it does. Oh, it's just it's in the name. name. Actually, yeah, I was going to say, it does say it right at the top of his name. Um, yeah, but much in the way that the rules specifically say, yeah, even yeah, yeah. if it, uh, unless it specifically says a character is wearing um, a certain type of Terminator, like, do not interpret it, even if their model says they're in this type of, ter- looks like they're in this type of Terminator armour. You know? Okay. So unless the rules specifically say that just, this character is, this, it, it counts as this, then he doesn't count as it. Just, uh, uh is there an Archmagos that isn't an Archmagos Prime? Well, a yeah. character type. Yeah. I think that Drayant's an Archmagos. Yes, he is. But there's, there's, so there's so, okay. You have to take so a normal the, one to upgrade him. Well, no, they're just Archmagos Primes, aren't they? 
Oh god, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm there's no, there's no. Yeah, I know. There's no. Uh, you, you used to. Yeah, I've not played second edition yet. Remember. Oh, you used to have the Arch Magos, didn't you? You actually have a little sort of. Anyway, moving on. So last thing out of the bag, and this isn't really a rules thing, but it kind of is more about gamesmanship. And uh, obviously abusing my position as a podcast host and listened to it by about three people. Uh, I thought I'd throw this one out there. So this, we'll talk about this next month probably, but something happened in a, in a game. I'm not going to mention any names uh, to to protect the guilty, to um, quote the beginning bit of Ain't No Fun Waiting Around to Be a Millionaire by ACDC. Um But... This happened, and I wondered what people thought of this. Whether this now this is a tournament, right? So I want to make that absolutely clear. This was not a narrative event. It never pretended to be a narrative event. There was nothing narrative about the event. It was uh, it was one hundred percent. Went to Heaton, didn't you? I went to Heaton. Uh, it was one hundred percent about no names, Mister No names. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, about getting the best score that you possibly can, and I was absolutely fine with that. I knew what I was getting myself into. However, this happened, and I wondered whether what people's thoughts are on this in, in the cold light of day. So apart from fast dicing, which I also noticed, which drives me nuts. This is where fast somebody... Fast dicing, this is, is that where someone rolls a dice and then takes them up and says, right, that got this result before, exactly. you, get a chance to look. before you get a chance to look at it. Which, yeah, sorry, no offence. If you're playing me, if you want to try that tactic and use, uh, I'm, I like haven't had a chance to see it, could you please roll that again so I, I mean, can see the result? If you don't yeah, want to roll yeah. it again, no, I'm not playing you. If any... got to uh, be fair. Any fast dice go on when Mr. B's playing, it's nothing short of miraculous anyway. Yeah, I was going to say, Mr. He's, yeah. not, he's, he's not going to throw any dice fast. <laughs> but yes, I think it's a... Tectonic, anyway, so, tectonic, tectonic dice bottle there. To be honest with you, I think... But anyway, the, 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 this is what I normally do in this kind of... Um, what's the word? Context? It, a sort of a contract between two players. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. Social yeah. contract. Yeah. Social contract. Thank you, Mr. B. So if I'm rolling an important role, or any role for that matter, I or make sure role. that I've got my opponent's attention before I roll it, right? Yes. So if I'm yeah. doing saves and say, right, this is, you've shot me with four bolt guns, there's three wounds, I need to make three, three plus saves. Roll for, you know, roll the, roll, roll the dice. And then you can see that and I make sure that they can see that, right? Yeah. I don't go, well, he's, oh, I made, oh yeah, I made them all, it's fine. You, particularly in a tournament, you just don't do it, right? Because you know, there are people that I absolutely one million percent trust that would never do that anyway, so that's fine. But I think in a tournament setting, you have to be very specific. You know, you have to say what guns you're firing at the and what to give your opponent a chance to react, particularly in the new edition. So, but yeah, so this was like a very important role. I was like looking elsewhere, made the role, pick the dice up. Yeah, it's fine. Now it could well have been fine. I'm not saying it wasn't, but it's. The feeling that you have that you think was it though you know without me being able to see it um, you know was it so that was the first one the second one was mm. when i always go through my army list with what's on what yeah mm-hmm. so i'll say here's my um in this i say an armor spearhead here's my um Sikharan. uh he's got a pintle mounted heavy bolter last cannons on the side he's got a five plus in Von because of the right of war and he's been a seal five, right? So they know he's different, what to expect. That's the kind of thing that I do with my list on everything, just so that everybody's clear what they're getting, what to watch out for. This person was a little bit reluctant to do that. In fact, I don't remember them doing it. And they certainly don't remember what, explaining to me what one of their figures had. So did the deployment, all good. Now, Greg, are we sure this isn't dementia kicking in? No, 100%, <laughs> Mr. B, because the one thing that I'm oh. not, 
It's going to be just mint. He's not, um, he's not going to I'm, figure that for a while, Mr. P. I was so going to say, uh... Mr. B, I'm laser focused. <laughs> when it comes. You know how seriously I take this. I game. know, I know. I know, you but know. I'm bringing some levity to the. I know. It could be. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm perfectly willing to take any tests. And if that's the case, I apologize in advance. But this was a move that I thought was proper. And I'm going to use an expletive that actually came up recently in the match of then top 10. So this is the dark arts episode where they basically talk about all the people who are the worst people to play against in the Premier League. Luis Suarez won it, by the way, if you're interested. But I'll play the fellow that bites people. Yes. Housery is basically the word that they use, which I think amateurly, you know, sums it up. But anyway, so I'm there. I've got my tanks. They're doing okay. I'm going against Iron Hands, which is always very difficult. There's lots and lots and lots of grav. Well, I know who you're playing now. Anyway, I shouldn't have said that. But anyway, maybe you have to cut that bit. Anyway, this person basically hid their Moritat with twin pistols, uh, gravitating pistols. pistols. So that gives it away. Right, twin gravel pistols hid him in the scenery, right? And didn't know, I, I for, you know, either I forgot or he didn't tell me where he put it or deployed it. Just, you know, did it on the slide. I felt that he did it. He then, when I wasn't looking, moved that model and didn't tell me that he'd moved the model. Sorry, where, sorry, he moved the model without in, you telling in, you that In the movement the phase, he moved the model without, you know, telling me that he'd Declaring. moved the model or showing, yeah, or basically... <sighs> hiding the model in the movement phase because he knew he wanted to get it next to my tanks but he didn't like wait for me to acknowledge that he'd moved it or anything like that i didn't step away from the table i was probably looking at something else anyway he did the move i didn't see him do the move i tend to make sure that people know what i'm kind of doing right yeah but maybe it's just me it i'm I'll say, no, I'm, it's not it, no, that's not me. just you. It might that's be. Just you. You know, no, no, it really isn't. No, it really isn't. I, I, this person I, I, does deserve a right to reply, of course, and yeah, you know, it may be that I'm like just it. I'm just being you know completely numb. Um, but then of course the next time he jumps this monitor at my my um two uh what are they arcuses, and it's like right, well that's it. Have twelve haywire shots for your trouble. And it was like, where the hell did that come from? You know, if I'd known that there was a Moritat there with those pistols, I don't. I wouldn't have just left him there. Was his list on paper? No. Um, well, there's the first problem. Well, yeah, I, I can I absolutely agree. But was it was it just me? I mean, it is possible. It's a tournament after all. Maybe it's my fault for not watching this person like I nope. should have done in a tournament. Nope. Nope. If, nope. if anything, in a tournament situation, the list choices and method of play need to be more open to actually make it more competitive if you're relying on underhand then um i would invite you to uh, become friends with the trench club the <laughs> armory uh what's your view chris yeah, yeah. you're a reasonable chap am i being am i being somebody if, pulls if you ask one of my you. colleagues that's that's never never the case yeah. uh yeah i mean reasonable chap what he, I, how long did you live with chris no, well, not very long. About three no. years. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I suppose yeah. there is quite an age difference between the two. There is eighteen years between us. Um, yeah, it's not. It's it's like you say. It's that social contract of. I, I want to, you know, I'm going to tell you what I'm doing. Because uh, yeah, I want to beat you if, by. I want to. I don't. Yeah, I don't want. I don't want to beat you by fair and square, knowing that. You know, you. If I've won that game, I've won that game, while you've been on your A game to try and stop me. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. 
I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. The, Look, put I, it this way. I would like this man's name off air so that I can put him on the um, the very <laughs> small list of banned players we have from our events. Well, let's... Because uh, that... It, no, no, it's no, a tournament. Not, I just want to say, it's a tournament. So no, that's other, not no, 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 tournaments are even more why you should have a written army list. But I could When we started Company of Legends, the, the kind of atmosphere we wanted to create was one where you don't need to bring an army list. You just bring your army because we're not a tournament and it's about encouraging nice play. Unfortunately, you know who you are, spoiled it. Um, and we have to enforce, nope, we've got to have an army list. We've got to see it all. We've got to approve it. Oh, yeah. um, you know, certain players basically abused that kind of trust and brought absolute lists that were just be, uh, you know, not what was accepted There's or even within the nice points things. or even within the points limit that the event or, or, had. Bringing two different lists, I think, was the other thing, wasn't it? And yeah, we I tried that and it just people yeah. just kept. Yeah, people just, just abused it, it, didn't they? But anyway, it. we've always tried to. But, but no, at a tournament, it is absolutely absolutely essential and they didn't, i think they didn't that, that, you, that you bring a printed list or at least a list that you can see because how do you know that in his next match oh those those twin pistols oh actually they're flamers to deal with this horde army yeah it's a good point yeah. I, anyway, in, in, i mean old, to be fair in, it's, in a, it's, old a, it's warhammer days yeah go on sorry in old warhammer days you used to, you used to have to take six copies of your army list to an event yeah. that would be quickly checked by the TO at the start of the event, and every yeah. opponent got given one, typed out, and they got to keep it. So that basically, yeah, I... if if you were if you were a taunt with one person, then somebody else could go, oh yeah, you, we can see who's played it, other people in the other in mm. other games. Let's just have a quick look. You know what what has that guy's Gracia got, or what what has his Empire General got? You know, has he is he pulling a fast one here? And the yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, fast ones. Yeah, I'm you sorry. In a, in a, in a, you're going to a tournament. Well, Mark Graham's going to play a tournament on Saturday. Yes, where there is no list scanning. There is no. I did wonder about that. You do there have no to list bring checking. a list in. A, you do have to bring a list in advance. Yeah. Do you? Yes. You do have. I'm sorry. You do have to bring a list. You have to provide your list uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. to your opponent. That's the difference. But not to the... Uh, yeah, you can... Tur- you know, they, you, the last one I went to at Warhammer World, uh, we had to we had to give over one of our lists at the very beginning of the, of the, yeah, of the day. Uh, a printed forever. list, which they kept. No, I actually know what happens to those lists. They use them to compile data um, for um, watching the meta. That makes sense, actually. They, um, they actually. That is actually really valuable data for them, and I know that. That's a good point. I need to find out whether I... I should probably print some lists, shouldn't I, just to be on the safe side? But anyway, I, I would take whoever this two. person was, Graham. In the in in the in the context of happy endings, I hope they get pure menthol oil r- rubbed right into their conkers and have no way of washing it off. Aunt Sally's happy okay, endings. So I'm just going to I'm just going to raise this point. I'm apparently the angry one. That's all I'm saying. No, no, yes. I'm really I'm really angry about this one because it, do- because not, it doesn't I'm, matter. I'm not, I'm not angry it's a- about it though. I'm just kind of you know, in, well, I'm, no. I'm not angry in the same way that Conrad Kurz isn't angry. It's no, it's a, it's a real breaking of the contract. Um, every one of us who has played in a tournament in the past, um, this is the kind of to to, to coin your own string um, s housery that uh, that gets tournament players a really bad rep. And sadly, it's a minority that do that. Most people I know who play tournaments just play tournaments because they want to play three games of Warhammer in a day because they don't get to play it that often. 
Exactly. Anyway, and, I'm just... Uh, yeah, no, I mean, that's, not, that's I, unacceptable. I, I, I lost the game in you know, Fair Square, so... Well, not Fair Square, allegedly, but do you know what I mean? It, I just wondered whether it's... Is it me? You know, maybe people say, well, actually, you know, you should... Well, if been, it's who I think it is, no, you, you did not. More, you definitely yeah. didn't. You definitely didn't win that game Fair and Square. Um, and if it is who I think it is, they made Harry Welsh say if they ever had to play them again, they will... Um, <laughs> do very na- naughty anyway, things to them, let's, let's, and let's they didn't with... play heresy again. Yeah, so let's um let's move on with the gamesmanship, you know, uh, raw, you know, the dark arts, which I yeah don't understand it. But anyway, that's where we are. I just want to make sure that it wasn't just me being you know somewhat no no uh, I, I don't think you're being, about it. I don't I, think I, you're being salty or anything. Uh, to be honest, Graham, if you had done the same behaviour, I would have I would have slapped you. I know, and I, I would have quite expected that as well. So that's, anyway, got to be worth, that's got to be worth trying one time next time you guys are playing a game. No, I think it's fair. If Chris the did it to me, game, it would be first, different because it would be like we would the, be, we'd the probably first find game it I had, The first uh, game I had with Graham, he was playing. He was actually playing Iron Hands. He was playing Clan Rakuten. Rakuten. Uh, oh, you know the Iron Hands. Did they have special? They had special rules. That's all yes, I know. Yes, they had their own. They had their own. I wouldn't know anything else about. You literally went through every single special rule that those units had, and they had a lot, and they were very powerful. They were, and and it was perfectly fair. That and you a... made sure, like there were bits where I was moving a unit, and you were basically saying, "Do you really want to move it that way? Because if you do this, I'm going to do this with that unit, and it does this, and this is what's going to happen." And it wasn't like a case of you know when you get the magic da- the gathering where he's like, "Right, I'm going to play this card, which lets me do this, and therefore you've yeah. already lost the game." You actually gave me a fighting chance by explaining to me what you would do if I did this. Yes. And actually, I think I, I, I actually you drew talk, that. Because I like to call it. I drew that game with Graham, but he if he hadn't given me any advice, he would have absolutely trounced me. Yeah, I think but, that was, this is how, that was with Lord Smashface. Oh, yes. man, I was terrible. This yeah, you, is had the, a, you had a terrible, you had a, you had, you, oh, God, you, had, you had a two plus in Von, re-rollable. That's how broken sixth was. And I still rolled double one, followed by double one. <laughs> so I give up at that point. Yeah. yeah, no, that was a that was a that was a tough list. Anyway, anyway what's uh, what's the crap? It. What's the next that's one? That's it. That's it. So I think if if see, what does the general court of human uh, human opinion think on our little sojourn through the interweb? As we find these things, we'll talk about them. But I think these are pretty useful things just to be aware of. As a I, I did see one question. I didn't. I haven't copied it down. But someone was trying to interpret from the rule book that, oh, for scenery, what we're supposed to do with it is take it and randomise it and drop it with dice and scatter it. And I was like, where the hell has that come from? Didn't they used to have that? You were you kind that's of divided the, the quarters? Yeah, we well, used to. It, and it's 8th edition Warhammer used to do that until yeah. the first tournament organiser looked at it and went, well, that's bloody stupid. And it was never used again. Yeah, and I'm like, when on earth did that come into heresy? I mean, yes, if I come to a table and we're not having a competitive game, I would literally just, you know, do do a whole, oh, we're going to spread this out, we're going to put this there, blah, blah, blah. but it's working with another person. But yeah, no, that seems, yeah. I have no idea where that came from. Right. What, if, what if the stuff you random, randomly roll doesn't match with your no-cut studios mat, I and mean, it's just going to look rubbish? Exactly, exactly, there is that. So anyway, that's, uh, obviously it's the dark side of heresy, and I realise that it, it does provoke emotion out there but um i mean it would be interesting to see what people think about some of these whether we you know have interpreted these incorrectly ourselves or whether there's a a more compelling case for one side or the other we'd love to hear it but obviously it's these things at this point they're kind of subjective and they're kind of opinions 
rather than facts. I realise so, at the moment it probably sounds like we wouldn't love to hear it as well. We'd probably just sort of say, "Nah, you're wrong." Um, I think they're I think they're, I think they're super useful things just to explore because it's it's useful to be aware of them that that might be the case and also to look out for these kind of weird grey areas if we ever run events again just to say we're going to just close that loophole before you even start building a list yeah anyway let's go talking about questions and replies from the audience let's move on to our next lovely section Okay, so we're going to uh, we we occasionally do a Q and A, but um, and we always ask some questions. And unfortunately, uh, our spam filter is really really good. Well, I say no, it's not really really good. It's really really bad, and it puts more stuff in spam than it really should, and it lets through some awful stuff. So I'm gonna have to have a look at that because we got this really weird thing that um, said, "Oh, you're eligible for some gaming award." I'm like, oh, yeah. okay, and then it looks like it's some sort of scam, but whatever. Anyway, so this for is a, for a brief moment we thought our time had come, but yeah. interestingly, we also thought nobody ever nobody ever asks us any questions. And then we yeah. sort of round the down the back of the sofa, if you will, discovered a whole ton. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. what I'm for these days, really. Just get a whole the van turned up with a load of post. And yeah, then, anyway, yeah. So here we have from the feffing audience. What we, just what we should do in future uh-huh. is live stream this yes. on YouTube. Oh, with us opening envelopes. <laughs> oh, that would be interesting. Okay, so we'll start off with Paul B. Um, what games do you play other than 40, 30K? So I'll let you guys answer and then I'll go in. I'm, go- I'm going to be the first out of the gates with this one with nothing. I actually don't play anything else. Isn't that terrible? Yeah, nothing. You still play more, you still play more than me, but I would like to play um at and necromunda as well and when old world drops mm. um I, I, i'll be in my bunk never seen ah. the appeal if i'm completely truthful you're obviously going soft in the head in your dotage old man know, even when it was Warhammer there, was amazing i never All right. what what about chris uh currently it's just heresy titanicus i Used to play X Wing a lot before it switched to the new version of it. Um, So I sold all my X Wing stuff off. Uh, Armada, Star Trek, Star Wars Armada is a game that I very much enjoy and get to play very little. But um, that is a selection of things that I will never sell because those ships are delicious. Lovely, aren't they? Um, Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. running RPGs for these chumps. Yeah, I forgot about the RPGs. So Dungeons Dragons. I used to like a, I used to like a game of Malifaux in first edition Malifaux. I quite liked that. That they, they moved very very heavily into the buy the new thing this month to win model, yeah. and I was like, yeah, yep, not into they did. that. They did. They did. I tried. I tried to build one model, and it had like dozens of pieces or a beard, and I was like, nah, I'm not. I can't. I, yeah. I I generally tend to play things that have got tanks in, but not historical, because I don't I don't know why. I mean, you think something like Flames of War was. I would be all over that, but I don't. I don't like historical things. I kind of like things that are. Yeah. I'd, I'd probably play a game that was. I quite like. I've always been tempted by. There's one game that I must admit I have been tempted by. I can't remember what it's called, but it's kind of like alternative 1930s, but it's got like 
planes oh. and aircraft carriers and stuff. Like weird, weird World War type of stuff. Acting Cthulhu? No, that's an RPG. I can't remember what it was called. Yeah, it, it, it's oh, not it? secret to the Third Reich, although that is pretty damn good. Yeah, no, it was it was kind of like um I'm trying to remember what it was like, but basically it had all that kind oh, of the empires. Didn't um you play it at, at Durham quite Oh, a bit. I know what the what Dystopian Wars. That's it. I think that is it. Yes. Dystopian Wars. Yes. That that kind uh, of I think it's now published by Whaling Games, so Okay, there we go. You know, if you buy it you might or order it and you might get it for your eightieth birthday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay. So there's uh, one okay. there's one game I do want to play. Go on. And I know that you guys oh, yeah. would love to play it as well. And that is that War Room game that I saw on the internet. Yeah. Where basically you play the entirety of World War Two over what is effectively about seventy two hours. Yes, but the problem oh, is Rob would, tur- Rob would Rob would turn it into some sort of personal fantasy with dozens of girls in uh, in victory roles. That's I mean, right, they would, wouldn't they? They'd be all like round his table. I don't Wing I mean, Commander that... Rob. If, if on, you Chris. see that, so are you saying all these things are like it's some kind of bad thing? I'm not I, quite Rob, following. I would be, I would, I would go to my local army surplus. I would buy the appropriate <laughs> outfit, and I would affect whatever accent I needed to affect. Were they a line skirts? Would, would you be that. the Keith Park to my Dowding? I would, I would certainly try, <laughs> do my best to. Uh, uh, you wouldn't go so far as to go full method, chop your legs off, and be Douglas Bader, though. No, I wouldn't be Bader. No. Right. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, my that's, that's on my yeah. list. Two hundred twenty-five uh, quid. Oh, so tempting. I, know. Mm. I don't play. I don't. I play a lot, but not an expert in anything. So at the minute, I've been playing a lot of Star Wars Legion, but mostly because I've been demoing it for work. Um, I have the Clone War set myself, but I've mostly been doing the Civil War stuff. Um, Dropfleet Commander, big fan of that because it's uh, basically um, Battlefleet Gothic but submarine warfare instead Just of um, Gothic. Mm. yeah, but they don't make the models anymore. And I know I can 3D print them, but <laughs> but I really like the Dropfleet Commander rules because it's like got orbital layers and uh, yeah, anyway, um, bit of Age of Sigma and some Aeronautica. Oh, and I have just started with uh, Mantic's Armada. We're doing something for the tall ship race coming to Hartlepool, so we're making Armada ships. I was I'm doing that actually, yeah. I, uh, you know, I like Battlefleet Gothic. I, I like boats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be you do like to be beside the seaside? I do like to be because James Workshop did that. Um, or Man of War was, which, the, was the old one. Yeah. yeah. But that no, was, I, the models that were amazing, but I just never did anything with it. It was just a. Yeah. No, I, I got a Dwarf Fleet for Armada because the local, basically, the council funded the local gaming store to start 30 players off with a free starter fleet. So it was like, yeah, okay, cool. Because it's all part so, of the tall, the tall ship like race said, coming to Hartlepool. Sorry? You're a complete hussy for dice. You'll do anything. There's no dice in that. I haven't got been given any dice for this. I've just got. A, I'm not talking I've about just, got... just any excuse to roll them. You're just a well, hussy. Yeah, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Just... Anyway, fair enough. I mean, anyway. I don't, I don't know enough. But is there a Trafalgar-esque naval war game out there? Just out of interest. Yes, Black Sails. It's the same Black rules. Sales. It's Warlord Games. It is the same rules as Armada, because Armada just uses their games, their rules, uh, just add on some fantasy elements. But it, it's yeah. Black Black Sails. I'm pretty sure it's Black Sails. 
Uh, in fact, just a get... floaty version of black powder. No, presumably. black seas, black seas, not black, oh, seas. No, black, black seas. seas. I was going to say black, black seas. seas. That's a pirate TV program, isn't it? It is. Yeah, yeah black seas. Oh, and no, yeah, you, you've got you've got um, oh, because I was looking at years ago. I was looking at the um, uh, uh, a uh, uh, doing a, a thing with Chris Ooh, look and. At that. I was and I no, and right. I wasn't so keen because he was got a, he he wanted me to do the French Navy and I was like I don't want to do a French Navy. No, oh, well, French Navy. this this could be a whole new thing to go down. I yeah, don't know, but doing I think the French got... Navy would be fairly easy because you just need to do the bases with a little bit of a mask. Here we go. With some <laughs> <of them. sighs> anyway, um, I but I think the starter was about the starter was about oh I think it was about 10, 80, 90 quid or something mm. at the time. The entire, the entire British and... fleet is one hundred and seventy-three pounds fifty. Doesn't seem bad, does it? I don't quite like. I mean, I don't know if you sort of cross the streams a little bit. Um, Assassin's Creed, uh, the oh, pirate, yeah. the, the ship battles in that were excellent. Of course, that does lead into the oft much delayed um, new game. Whatever it's called, I can't remember now. I was going to see it. No, the oh, um, um the yeah, pirate yeah, yeah. one. Oh yeah, skull and skull and skull bones. bones. Yeah, sure, yeah, sure. yeah. No. If you play so, the British fleet, if you play the British fleet in that black sails, does you does your HQ like die in turn two? Almost <laughs> certainly. Like just just Ooh. automatically, like what, oh, the British one fleet of the turn cool f- two HQ dead. One of the Master, cool things Master about Master and Commander. Oh yeah, yeah, that's the box set. One of the cool things with um, with Black Seas is if you get that, there are actually card packs for um, for Armada, so you can use those ships in Armada. I don't care about this Armada nonsense. Because then you can bring them into fantasy as well. I don't care about that. Look at that. Fantastic. Yeah. But, oh. Napoleonic type stuff has always kind of interested victory me a little box. bit. But... Is there a special model for that? Is it? Yeah, there's it. Oh. Victory is a separate... Oh, yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six. One, two, three. Anyway, before Chris gets himself uh, uh, bringing, the next question <laughs> is from Simon. This is going to be an expensive some... shuttle for Chris. He's going to be two hundred quid poorer than when we started some, recording. Some people are not eating at the wedding. That's all I'm saying at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Can you not add it to your wedding wedding list? That's what I would do. Yeah, I know, I know, yeah, 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 I yeah, know yeah. you've said I want money for the. Uh, yeah, no. Honeymoon, which is fair, but you know, can yes. you just slink it in there? Oh, you need, that's, you that's, need that's, something. You need a game to play with your wife on the honeymoon. It's not going to be that. And this look. Excuse me. If I said to Annie, "Oh yeah, I've got this for us to do," pulled out the entire Black Seas box set. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it could be an annulment as opposed to a divorce. <laughs> yeah, no, that's 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 fine. Yeah, that's fair. Um, okay, right. Um, uh, yeah. The next question, uh, Simon I'm not H. Aiming for number three. Yeah. Have you ever played the original Horus Heresy game? Now that is a box game by Fantasy Flight Games. Um, nope. I have it, I... but I've not oh. played it. I've not played it. No, I got given it. I did a painting job for someone. Someone asked me to paint their um, Krieg army, and I did that. And then they gave me this box set as a as, as payment. And I was like, "Yeah, I'm happy with that." At the board game. Yeah, I think I have. Yeah, fantasy flight board game. Uh, oh no, actually, I think they might have uh, done it as a um, not the um, not the version of what's the? Oh, God, my brain is literally fried these days. Uh, the board game that I quite like. It's a lot of fun. Where you go around the map and you have to get onto the middle bit. Talisman, Monopoly, Talisman. Yeah, no, talisman. Yeah. <laughs> but the was a ta- the was actually there a probably talisman. is a heresy talisman. There is actually Monopoly, a heresy talisman. It's oh, uh, not yeah. Monopoly, but there is a, a talisman. Uh, sorry, a heresy talisman, 
Um, but it, it, um, it, it, it's now discontinued and it was electronic only. Oh, okay, fair enough. I'd be all in- over Heresy Monopoly. That would be amazing. Yeah, well, they saw the game. Monopoly. Yeah, yeah, it is um, the same game. I, I must admit, Talisman is a good game. I really yeah. enjoyed playing that. Talisman is a good game. I should probably buy that because I think that's a cracking board game. They discontinued the, the Heresy version of it, which was yeah. electronic only. But you can get the yeah, you can get the normal version. I think it's made by um, WizKids. Yeah, oh. WizKids make it. Okay, cool. So yeah, no, Never sorry, played. we've not played the original. I didn't even know one existed up until I thought. I knew there was a game within you know the box set, not this the the version two, but the version one box set had like a game that you could play, didn't it? Uh, yeah, there were two games that were released with the models. Yes, um, World War Two naval game. Sorry, completely. I'm not the rabbit hole there. Oh, <laughs> I should not Isn't have. Uh, cruel I should, seas. Yeah. Yes, I should not have released Christmas oh. to that particular. Is that another Warlord one? Yeah. Yeah, they do. They they got everything covered. Oh. Yeah, I, I'm sending the link to the. Um, oh, uh, let's have a bit of that cruel sea. <laughs> yeah. Was that a Judge Dredd? Uh, yeah, I knew that was oh, a Judge, Judge Dredd game. I've got I've got the rule book for Judge Dredd. Okay. It's basically oh, Necromundrin. Not... It's basically first edition Necromundrin Mega City One. It look it, I've never played it. I just got the rule book randomly. They've also they've also got Victory because sure. right Cruel Seas. This is I think if I remember is the smaller ships. That's sort of like yeah, it's, um, it's uh, destroyers. It's normal. It? It's Compass. Basically, there's, I'm I'm looking at a, like a very tiny version of the Compass Rosie. It's little corvettes and. Um, yeah, gunboats, yeah, motor boats, launches, and, and, and stuff. Um, whereas victory, victory at sea is the big ship stuff. Yeah, isn't it? Oh, they, they have they have some really cool they have some really cool um, airplane models. Wow! What a surprise! The Kriegsmarines on sale because nobody wants it. <laughs> There's only about five of them anyway. So. Yeah, I was going to say. That, that reminds me. Um, you, 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 how's how's Mr. Glenn Miller these days? <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> right. he's, he's probably playing a rather waterlogged version of In the Mood um, yeah. from Rob, Rob, Rob's signature tune. Okay. We'll meet again one of the two. Right, next up, uh, Lloyd S. What okay. tools do you use to master the audio? No offense to other podcasts, but your quality has always been amazing, like pro level. Okay, so this is where it's kind of. Hmm. Okay, so Chris, you do some stuff with. Um, what, what do you do your ads in? So I just do them in GarageBand. Nothing particularly exciting. Cool. Um, but that's about it, yeah. Uh, okay, mine is I started out with Pro Tools as my primary uh, digital audio workspace. Uh, but the version I had a license for was no longer support was broken by a Windows update, and Avid aren't going to update that version because it's like a decade and a half old. Uh, so then started moving to Audacity. Who did, who did you rob to have Pro Tools? Um, I got it as part of a job. Like with the key and everything, or did you have the free two-track version? No, no I had the key was, and everything. It was when Mr. B was uh, part of the KLF. What bloody job was that? Have you <laughs> any idea how much Pro Tools costs? I know how much it costs because I'm not going to buy it. Uh, anyway, so I've, I've moved over to Audacity because it was free. But when Ukraine got invaded, I basically said all Russian software, not having it. So I'm currently paying for Adobe Audition uh, with the Patreon funds. But I am looking to move away to something else that's a little cheaper because that's very expensive. So, um, yeah. yeah. Band. Uh, I don't have a Mac. Yeah. Have you got another one kicking yeah, about at work, the... Chris? What's that? 
Another, MacBook. another, another MacBook. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I could inquire. I could, have, um, I could have actually requested a Mac for my work. I should have done that, shouldn't I? But then again, yeah, I, I mean, the, burn my eyes. All, the, all the power for stuff that's all been. Yeah, the first cool. one was done on GarageBand on my iPad, which was a whole other level of torture. <laughs> uh, you brave man. The second no, one, yeah, I did, I did it on my Mac. Actually, you had a copy of Pro Tools. I did, and like, I'm not going to buy it again because it was super expensive. Well, I didn't buy it, but because nowadays it probably costs more than your house. Well, it's, well I call it Pro. Probably. Okay. Uh, okay. Next question: Have you ever considered releasing the Company of Legends trilogy as a proper edited PDF for community use? And that comes from Will H. So it, it depends on what they mean. Yeah. Do they mean is that, is that, the, is that the destroyer of hobbies, Will H? Uh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not giving away. Do, do they mean the story, which I think is the question? Uh, in which case, God help anyone that tries to couple that into some sort of cognizant use. Uh, I think. I mean, this question did spark yeah, we, we the idea in my mind. Uh, yeah, of us doing a like a PDF book I kind of think thing. More than I think, based on the guy asking, and I, I'm not confirming because I'm anonymized most of these by taking away the surnames. Uh, I I would say you're probably looking at the missions. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, you'd, the track. you'd you would need some of the story to do the. You know, like the new Cathonia book that's coming out, you know, you've got the missions and you've got the story that goes with it. I think we could do something like that. Um, we have sort of threatened to do it, I must admit. It has been on Yeah, yeah a few really. times. It's... But I think there's quite a lot of... So if I remember rightly, and again, I'll have to look back from the notes, we started doing our own missions. Not the first Company of Legends in the trilogy, I think we used the, the book missions. We used yeah. the um, a combination of the one the red book, but we also used the black book. Book, I want to say four six. It was a, yeah, it was a 40k the, emissions book, wasn't it? No, this, for the first one we used the one of the black books that had like a uh, the Shadow War campaign. Oh yes, yes. But yeah. those missions were actually they weren't they were balanced missions. They weren't like you know you're going to lose this mission because. The narrative says you lose the mission kind of thing. They were genuine missions you could play all the time. But I think when we went to Scotland and played there and they did their own bespoke missions, we kind of just basically I thought, actually, that's a really cool way of doing things. And you can make the missions really relate to the story then. So the story, yeah. you're not just telling it through the story, you're telling it the mission actually makes logical sense. So, But I think we started doing that from the second one onwards. So it would probably be... For copyright reasons, I guess, if we did do it, it would probably be the two, those two company legends, plus the last one as well was always was bespoke missions, thinking about it. So the two Lucid yeah, so ones, the, I think, the, three Lucid ones, well, two of them were bespoke and one wasn't. All th- all three are Lucida, uh, and two are Forage, all three are Lucida. Oh, yeah, that's true, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we could do something. There's, there's, there's a lot yeah, of but we could there. go back and we could make missions for part one if we wanted to uh yeah. if people if, if enough people uh ask for it then we'll find time between us to we should do a kickstarter campaign for charity how's that <laughs> so yeah if enough people want it then yes but as we generally work on the premise that 
the only people that want the stuff that we do is it's open um, it's, it's, it's close family members and uh <laughs> people who, uh, who, who, and even who, then who at least name check us the for, police. for using it like, if you want a copy let us know yeah 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 yeah, people just go, oh yeah, you didn't spend two years working out to do this thing, but I'm going to just take it and not say thanks. That's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, don't worry about it. It's fine. No, honestly, we don't. Okay, really. then, you know. We don't worry about it. We don't a grudge. It's fine. Yeah, um, let's play the bagpipes in the background. Yeah, but uh, I, I think that's the thing. It's like, you know, if we, I think that it, it would be something we could do. I think we'd have to go back through and other than the last one, we'd have to kind of tourify them. Because you know there are things that even in the last one where yeah, yeah. movement is it's a lot more movement in the game now. You can move seven rather than six. So things like grabbing an objective and taking it to the board edge becomes a lot easier with these units that can move super quick. So yeah, things like that. You know, we'd have to go back and look at them. But um, yeah, it's something we could definitely do, and it's probably a thing that I'll have to do and sit down with Chris at some point and just go through them and check that they're still valid and they make logical sense because some of them we tweaked over time which is good because we ran the same event twice but also when we first started doing this we created a lot of missions because of the branching narrative yeah. approach so we kind of got a little bit wise to that in the later on by sort of changing parameters of the think, missions we'd already written i think in the first year we had in the in the second in the last two of the trilogy we had as many missions total as we had for the interval. I think we had, I think, let me just actually, I could probably tell you, because it's, 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 it's definitely going to be, I could probably just do a quick count of Company of Legends. Let's have a look. September 21. We've also got the, actually, that's another one that we have got. It's the one day events that we've done as well. Like the one oh, we did yeah. for Blood and Glory that time. Oh, the Black Ops. And you did um, Company of Legends Black Ops as well, didn't you? That was a one day one, wasn't it? Yes, uh, it was that. Yeah, I'm just trying to think. 2019 missions. Um, yeah. So there was that, that was thirteen the missions. Yeah, 13 that was year missions. two. <laughs> so yeah, we had a, quite a few there. Um, yeah, that was twenty nineteen. Uh, I don't know where twenty twenty went, but I'll find it. Oh yeah, twenty twenty. Yeah, we have uh, missions. No, we didn't yeah. have twenty twenty because of COVID. So yeah, but I think we would have moved been... it into. So we had it September twenty twenty one, but it was twenty twenty that we did it previous yeah, yeah. March. March 20th, that makes any sense. So, yeah, that's the missions. Wow. Okay. So, yeah, basically, there's a lot. We could definitely do something there, I think. Okay. Um, Dan C., uh, a while back, Michael mentioned something about talking to FLGSs. Any progress on that? It's on the drawing board, but I'm not sure where it would go, whether it would be in this show or we do something else with that kind of stuff. But sort of, I don't know. It's definitely something I want to do. Talk to talk to FLGSs and talk to um, customers of them to like say, hey, this store is great. You should come here and buy stuff from here if you're in this area. But it's drawing board. Uh, Anon, what do you guys think about the old world? So we've heard Graham's opinion on it. What's the old world? The, uh, I know what it. I know what it is. I know what it is. <sighs> you got to find out plenty on some. Uh... You're going to find out plenty on Sunday because it's sharing the seminar with the Horus Heresy. Oh, God. You you may, you may have to restrain me, else there might be a spontaneous happy ending, depending <laughs> on what they say. Yes, you sit, you're yes, sitting yes. next to him, Mr. B. I'm not. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. So it's going to just... it's it's keep me poorer than if I kept the heating on. 
is all I'm what, going to say. The cagoules. Yeah, what do you... It'd be like, it'd be like Alton Towers. Okay. Exactly, yeah. Watch out for the splash zone. Yeah. I mean, for me personally, if they put Chaos Dwarves in there, and when I say Chaos Dwarves, I don't mean like the, the stuff that's going to get my wife going, you are not bringing those in the mm-hmm. house ones. Uh, I may... I may very well get some stuff. Oh, talking about dwarves, or not talking about dwarves, or segueing in dwarves. Uh, dwarf metal. It's a oh, thing. I've seen something about that. Yeah, but yeah it was in our D&D group. Oh, yes, yes, that, that's where I saw it. Yeah. How amazing is that? Anyway, go on. So, yeah, if, they got, if they got chaos dwarves, then it, it might be too late Rob, for me. okay, let me put it this way. Rob, tell, tell me why, without going into a huge amount of detail... Pitch. Yeah, tell me the elevator pitch for why I should play the old world. Go. Practical depth. The mm. fact that that basically you, you you point a unit facing matters, direction matters. So oh. it's not a case of I'm facing this way, but actually I'm just as good a shot straight over the back of my head without turning round. Yeah. It, like facing matters and ranks, flanks, big blocks of models as well. Nothing looks better than a ranked up unit. No disrespect to Age of Sigmar, but it just it, nothing beats a big ranked up unit of 40, 50 models. Looks immense. Like gotcha. visually on the table, you've got monsters, you've got MFing dragons, MFer. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? So, to be fair, Sigmar's got some really good dragons. Yeah, For those of you listening looked... in, in medium wave, it was ranked up that he was saying R A N K E D. Just make yeah, sure sorry. that's perfectly clear. Just in case I Jonathan Rossed it, yeah. yeah. Um, so, no, it's a, 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 a well put together Warhammer, Warhammer army, not Age of Sigma, um, on a good table looks amazing. He ranks as high as any in Rome. And, he and does, you can absolutely. be a proper, you you could be a proper gaby get, but it's like in a in a decent way. Okay. If you're not, like because the way the Warhammer used to work, if you had an like the front face of a unit, if you charged it with another unit, that yes. unit once it made contact with yours, wheeled round to be in combat. So if you wanted to point somebody at your flank, you could put something in front of them at a certain angle. Yes. That they they'd have to hit. They'd have to either spend three turns going round it, or they'd have to hit you and then wheel round and present the flank and then you go smashing in. So like it's got an almost battlefleet gothic level of manoeuvrability importance. Okay, well it does sound intriguing. I think if I was going to do it, what would you do, Chris? If you were somebody gave you a, a voucher, can it only be spent <clears> on the old world and you can't then sell it on here? Bretonians, Bretonians, yeah, yeah, they've always yeah, appealed to me as well. I, I, I'd probably uh, contact Ben Curry of Bad Dice and see if I can have my Skaven back from his loft. The Empire do have uh, tanks. Don't go yes, into the do. steam tank nonsense. So, but yes, oh, it's not, yeah, but it's not a proper tank. No. Or elves. I've always quite liked elves. I've got to be honest with yeah. you, but not wood elves like high elves. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, the, the the cavalry thing. That's cool, in in that kind of setting. Same with Lord of the Rings. If I was going to do anything in those either of those high fantasy kind of vibe areas, yeah. blokes on horses every day of the week because nothing you, looks cooler than that. You could also kind of you know add a bit of RPG. Well, I could do it, it if I wanted to, but yeah. do the, the new yeah, yeah. have 136 horses in a legal list. 
somebody's been busy um but yeah the britannia thing you could you know the the sort of high chivalry thing you know you Mm. could play on that but give you quite a cool concept the way that you played the game as well but yeah um all right i'm intrigued let's put it that way it's uh, i will be buying the rules the second they go on release and i will be doing something and um yeah we'll 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 sort something because because it's just ace I must admit, I beat it. Even Empire would probably tempt me, but I got to. I got to. I, 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 never, got, I never used to like the Empire, but now that they're, now they're not a thing anymore, I'm like, where's the ruffle? Where's the ruffles? Where's the, where's the slip puffy sleeves? Get me some Renaissance Germans. To be fair, now. the new the new City of Sigma stuff looks kind of cool, but that's okay. Sigma. Anyway, right. So next, next question. One. Okay, so Nikki O did ask, and it's sort of a related question. And thank you, whoever. Oh, yeah, just, I think it was Chris. Um, you're um, welcome. Will we be starting an old world <laughs> sub podcast as it will have even more old man appeal than 30k? Who knows? It's, do you know what? I mean, it, I know we could talk about ideas. Time is a factor, right? I mean, this episode alone has consumed the best part of six hours of our lives, it, it, not it including be, prep. I don't think it will be mm, this group, but maybe. I mean, the thing also, is, what if, about, if no, the Euro millions, if the Euro millions come in, you three will be working for me permanently, and we will record what I tell you we're recording we? about, which will include straight silver. Yeah. Also, no one, no one wants to listen to this sound constantly while Rob's talking about old world. Yeah, that is true. Um, <laughs> that you're a wrong and you are a wrong. Yeah, you are wrong. No, uh, it's a possibility, but if someone, if someone does want to do it and wants to use and wants us to help them. Get in touch. They can we pay could... us five grand up front. And... Yeah, we do it. We do it as part of Games Workshops. <laughs> Thing is, though, in reality, we could do because I'm kind of intrigued. I think getting the games is probably going to be the trickier thing. But you know, we could we, thing. we could do a how you start off in the yeah. old world kind of yeah. thing. Let's. Yeah. I I would say we don't know the game's not out yet. We got to wait and see. Yeah, let's, let's just let's, we're not going to promise anything. We're not going to say we're not going to do anything. But Rob, but, but the other, has got the other three know that I will be nagging about it the second yeah. it comes it's, out. It's it's on our agenda. It, sorry, it's radar. On it's on our radar. It's, it's, it's on, it's on the white. It's on the whiteboard. It's, it's on the big board. whiteboard that's sitting in Rob's um, Rob's, Rob's 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 um, shed, yeah. along with some a pile of very questionable magazines from the. You get you get to see the you get to see the paint shack on Friday, Michael. Oh, I do, don't I? Okay. Um, Tom H, are you going to bring back the events calendar? Yes, I suppose so. Can we have it in the episode? We do have an events calendar on our website, and I think that's what they're referring to. It got a lot. Most of the traffic to our website before the pandemic was to the calendar. I used to, if I ever saw an event in the UK, I will put it on this event calendar on our website. I will get back to that. I will start it up again. I know it's popular because we just shoved it up there. Okay. Anyway, next, Alice C would love to meet the army and meet the host video. If you guys can showcase your armies and yourselves, it's a good idea. It's just how do we do that? That's kind of thing. Um, Are we going to do like? I mean, I, I can. I, I can, exactly. I can just picture us in an armchair with a fireplace behind, smoking jacket yep. on. That's kind oh. of the vibe that I've got. I can provide. I can provide a pipe each. I, I mean, what do you want to know? I suppose is the question that I have. I mean, I'm not providing pin numbers or addresses or you know any of that detail or body measurements. 
But you can showcase um, the armies. So basically, I guess it's just like these. This is my army. This is what I like about it. Yeah, this is I love Valdor yeah. because you know he's the epitome of um, you know honor right. and decency. Mr. Of the B, can, you just, can you just clip that for me? Uh, yeah, um, I mean, uh, I'm obviously paraphrasing your good oh, self. Right. Okay, yeah. as far as I was the blokes are git. But um, <laughs> I mean, I, I would say that only people who haven't met me want to meet me. I don't think that's fair, Mister. I think you've got a, a great, and you have some lovely painted armies as well. So I think people would love to see those. I think it would have to, re, it would require some. If we wanted to do the content to the level of quality that we normally do, it would require some manipulation. <laughs> well, you know that special channel that Mister B runs, for example. You know he's he's got 4K streaming going, so you that's know very we'd, true. we'd want to. It's only dollies. Yeah, we'd want to. Um, do it. But I think it's a good idea, and maybe people, if anybody's interested, we could put something on YouTube at some point. I think it's, we'll add it to the, the whiteboard, but we'll prioritise some of these things and maybe have Yeah, a... we've got a big whiteboard of ideas now. Yeah, but good idea. Thank you. Okay, uh, Dylan J, battle reports when? See above. Because yeah. if we can sort out doing videos for that, we can sort out doing battle reports, although yeah. we would need somewhere to do it. You guys talked about it the other day, so yeah. So, yeah. Do you have a spare warehouse and a spare couple of grand? I think we could do it yeah. for just two shipping containers. I think, we do, I think, is, I think yes. It's, it's, six grand. To be fair, I think we do miss the 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 thirty k channel uh, and what that did. So I think the um that it'd be the, nice the, to do something that the, style. The, the Davos people have kind of filled the void there, haven't they? Yes. The greetings. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Um, SN oh, no, um, reports. SN. Thirty thousand people apparently. So clearly there's it's a market for that. 30K. It's it not is. Not my, they, their stuff could they isn't. Just put the number thirty thousand in the wrong column. <laughs> their stuff isn't my cup of tea, but again, not, my, my my cup of tea is more narrative rather than technical I, detail. If I was going to do battle reports, if and again, it's a big if, and we try to kind of do it in that, f- but it it does take a long time, and people probably get bored. Um, you know, explaining the, the battles oh. that we've had, you know, in terms of what we played last month or whatever. But I think, you know, to do the a sort of video battle report, you know, where maybe we did a, you know, a campaign or something, you know, because Michael and I live near, near, relatively near each other. So Rob's not too far away. Unfortunately, we'd have to have special guest Chris uh, getting flown in by a helicopter with our Patreon donations. But um we could do something, but I think, like I say, space. It sounds daft, and it sounds tawdry, though. But if people want more more of this kind of thing, there's unfor- there is an unfortunate repercussion for us, which would be lessened significantly if more people were subscribed to the Patreon. Oh, good shout! But yeah, I get <laughs> you know, yeah. No, if everybody who lis- if everybody who listened to this on an average month. If everybody who listened to this is on an average month subscribed for one month, we could buy two shipping containers. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, next one. Um, this is a bit interesting. What's your favourite unit of the game? So, Chris, go for it. Constantine, mother bleeping Valdor. I, thought you I would have just said it, it and let him edit it. I thought you were going to shout it, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to deafen people, you know. no. It's, it's understated. Just I've like always it. got to be a bit like Leroy Jenkins, just a bit louder. Yeah. Okay. For me, for me, Grey Stalkers, beards, booze, and blades, absolute perfection. Yeah, as many as you can copy and paste into a list. Yep. 
says you says which tank is it very good mr b which tank is it um <laughs> didn't we do I a think... whole episode on that like before i joined quite possibly my, yeah. my favorite i think would be for practicality would be an arcus i still love the tank maybe the but my probably my favorite model is the fell blade fair enough um, we're talking sorry just quickly for a unit as opposed to character then dawnbringers would be mm. my second favorite would be my oh, i thought you were going to go ahead terrons i thought you were going to go that's good but no, he, again, he's a character. He's not a unit. Oh, yeah. Per se, so just, Black Templars or something. But, yeah. Yeah. Very good. So Mr. B, go what's yours? Yeah. Uh, support squad with Volkite Caliber. Okay. Exciting. Left field? Very, very left field. Okay. No, Calibers, that's the heavy packs. ones. Yes. But that's not, the, that's not the culverins. That's the heavy ones that you get the disadvantages of being heavy, but none of the advantages of the culverin. Correct. I think it's, I think it's, a, lot, I think it's a lot more... Um, flexible, but tactical support squads aren't line anymore as well, which I found out the other day. So just a heads up. But anyway, you do you, Mister B. You love your Volkite. Yeah, we, we, I like we all knew as soon as that question was asked, there'd be Volkite in there somewhere. Yeah. Um, to be fair, well, it was almost a Derrida with the Volkite Falconet. But I tell you, I tell you what, 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 what model? Not not one that you've got. What's your most aspirational model? What would you? Oh. If you had like, you have to spend. A huge amount of money for Duel or Games Workshop. One model, go. Could you buying answer it that next, question? I'm buying it this week. And I've oh. had one before, but I'm what buying it, it this week because it's a um, Macarius Vulcan. Oh, buy yeah, Because nice. I'm, look, I'm, lucky, I'm lucky enough in that all the other ones on that list I, I own already. <laughs> okay. Um, what about you, Chris? Uh... I don't know if I'm. I mean, whatever you, know, you want, right up to you know. But I don't really. War, I don't want Warlord, a, Titan. I mean, I would only want a Titan because you've all got Titans. That's the only reason I'd want one. Titan envy. <laughs> and you know, yeah, it's, it's really the it's the only thing. Oh, yeah, we all had, haven't we? Yeah, we all got. Yeah, I do not own a. Mm. You've all got. Yeah, I do not possess a Titan. So that's the only thing that I, you know. If okay. money was no object I would buy, but that wouldn't be for the reason that I really wanted it. Uh, I can't think of a single, like a single model that I would that is aspirational for me to own. I Big Bird was my one. I bought it. Yeah. It lives in the loft. Uh, it in its case, <laughs> so yeah, fair enough. Achievement unlocked for you. Yeah, you've yeah. aspired to all your great achieve, things. Achievement disappointed. Yeah, uh, rules have never been kind to us. Something, there's something beautifully British about that, Chris. That your your aspiration proved out to be a disappointment. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. I I think that mine would have no practical purpose in game, but I I would get the um the, not the Propyron, but the other one with the Vulcanite. Mysterious. Yeah, I think that's a great looking thing. It just looks absolutely mental, and yeah. I would love Murder to. Murder turtle. Yeah, it, I would love to own one. I'd love to apply my new found mediocre painting levels to it. But I, I think, I, you know, I would never use it, but it would be a great thing to have. Anyway, not a question from my, but I thought it was quite interesting. Um, what I about think, you, Mr. B? Uh, oh, it's either going to be a warlord 
um, just if we're for any type of money, or mm-hmm. an ordinatus. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure whether I go for the Ulator or the um, oh, what's the one with the big drill on it, like the mole. Because oh, that, yeah, oh, yeah, that is quite that is quite cool. That's very thin, yeah. Isn't that it? is that is just quite cool. I, it absolutely has. I, I can't think of any value that alphas to the game. Acatus, acatus, yes. There's something like that. I mean, I can't. I can't really think of any proper value it has for the game because it is it's just ridiculous. You can never use it in a proper game, but I'd it would be something. Be a great sort of display. Has it got rules in eight now? I answer that question. Is it in the legacies or something? I don't know, but it will be interesting to have. But then again, the um, the the other one, the Ulatol, that that's, I think they stopped making the one with the big satellite dish on it, didn't they? Can't, yeah. Or did they? No, was that the Ulatol? That's the Ulatol. Yeah, yeah, the Ulatol's got yeah. the um thing. It's the other one that's got the volcano cannon that they stopped making. But yeah, can I um just yeah, cool. Um, can we just pause there for a second? We've got to check on the dogs. Okay, uh, that's fine. Um, okay, so uh, Xavier F, describe your perfect event. Event uh, for me, that's easy. Company of Legends. Only I don't need to do any work. Okay. Well, as a, as a, you mean Company of Legends as a? As Someone a, else as does it. Player. Someone else does it. Yeah. Although maybe with nicer beds. <laughs> I'll leave, leave that. Uh, so, mm-hmm. uh, a, a dream event planned. Yes, uh, I tried to make it happen at Company of Legends. It didn't happen, but I yeah, have a. Sorry, was that was that my fault? No, no, no. It was the one where I wanted to do Titanicus and everything, and have it all work as a single collaborative story. That yeah. is my kind of dream event, uh, both as a player and an EO. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, is that, we, that we will we yeah. will we will make it happen. I mean, it's a lot more re, it's a lot more realistic than mine. Well, yes, yours is uh, effectively you know. marching on the Normandy beaches again, isn't it? I think. I would arrive in a Spitfire Mark Nine. You know, I, I'd, I'd arrive in my Spitfire, and everything and, would be like museum standard, museum quality, fully modelled boards, no movable terrain, the whole lot. End of you know beginning of every turn, there'd be a, there'd be a shot of whiskey and a toast to the fact that Margaret Thatcher's still dead, and then uh, I'd fly home in my mosquito at the end of the day. Just I mean, just to, to, to bring it down to because I'd, I'd have had quite a few shots of whiskey at that point. To, to bring it down to more, what would your ideal heresy event be, Rob? I suppose company, to, to, company to of legends, to, company uh, of legends, uh, immersive. Look at that, residential. Good people, you know, no, nobody on the twunt list because they're all banned. And yeah, I do, I do have a kind of semi-costed and planned concept to take Cumbria Legends to turn it into like a proper fest kind of uh, situation, which <laughs> I have nicked, which, which I have kind of earmarked as Legion of Legends as opposed to Cumbria Legends. I like it. Or but, chapter of legends, no, because that, that people think it's a book. Doesn't club. exist. But we, and, yeah, the, the the finances in for us were just not, not not workable. But I think that that would be my yeah, that would be yeah. my dream yeah. event. Think, from from well, a from a player's perspective, I've I've been to what my dream event would be, and it is 
Company Legends outside with Michael. Slightly thicker mattresses would be good. Um, but yeah, Company Legends will better beds. And and no chili and Nutella pizzas either. Although although I was thinking because it was Empire this weekend and I was like, could you imagine doing it like you'd have to have nice weather and no wind, but outside in just a bunch of fields and camping and uh... oh sod it, let's just hire the set of Death in Paradise and we'll just play Heresy on a Caribbean beach. We're gonna we're gonna Uh, hire. It'd probably be cheaper for me to arrive in my Spitfire to Durham than to. Go and have one in, have an event in Guadalupe or wherever it is. Knowing me, I'd probably end up in Guadalcanal. Well, it's interesting. Yeah, perfect event. I'd like to. I think I'm, I'm kind of. I, we tend to write events that we'd like to play. I think. Does that make sense? So, yeah, yeah. you know that I'd like to. I'd like to play an event with, you know, people who you maybe with a mechanic like the kind of empire mechanic that we used but people who are you know were very much into it because you know I mean? we have to kind of cater to the lowest sort of you know just people just want to up and play games but you know almost like an rpg kind of um approach to it yeah. you know so people kind of take on the you know playing characters as well as playing armies i think that would be super fun but it's very very geeky because it's kind of almost larp and you know, that's, a, that's a dangerous slope a lot of it a lot of it though would basically turn into an invitational that's the like thing which I don't want to, yeah, which we wouldn't want to do. You'd, so. you'd, you'd cherry pick, well, I want this person and I want that person, well, I don't want them. Yeah, yeah, which we've always said we would, you know, we are an egalitarian company of legends and everybody has the right to play. Mm. Cool. Okay. Cool. Right. Uh, next question. Do you guys play any of the Horus Heresy video games? Ever considered doing a segment on them sometimes? Perhaps Graham, Michael and Chris could stream them, playing them sometimes. Not Rob, because you don't play games on a Mac. You can. I just Horus uh... Heresy video games. There is, I own Talisman the Horus Heresy, Warhammer Horus Heresy Legions and Horus Heresy Battle of Talon. I have exactly zero hours on them. So I, I think I might do a stream towards the end of May. So that might be interesting. But uh, there was a yeah, VR a... game, but that got cancelled and pulled yeah. and you can't buy it anymore. Uh, Battle of Cal. That was that. Battle of Cal. Well, we could do. Um, there is the uh, Bolt, Battle of... Bolt Sorry, Gun coming out by. Oh, Auric, Bolt Gun. I know I... it's 40k, but I don't care. It's 40k, it but it's, it's kind of old school 90s. Um, yeah. Oh. I'm 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 buying it. That might be something we could do. They've got preview booths of it. At Fest. They have, they have, and I actually work with somebody who works for Oruk, so I might <gasps> find find out if we can. Uh, they they did um they did the ogre game a few years ago, and that is brilliant as well. So, yeah. uh, Legions is a card game. Yeah. You know, uh, Battle of Talon is it's like a um I suppose it's a bit like a um I'll just go to the store page for that because uh, it's, it's it's basically a turn based strategy that recreates um well, that Battle could be of Talon basically it's it's all right it, it looks okay um as I said I, I bought it I got a, a, a humble bundle I've never really played it. it's got mixed reviews but they it seems like some of them I like, like turn based okay. games um but yeah I think maybe what we'll do then is if I if we can if we're all going to, we, if we, because I think we've all got PlayStations, haven't we? In some form or another. Yeah, I don't know if 
or is Bolt Gun. Be... I don't know if Bolt Gun's coming out. Is it coming out on the PlayStation? I don't think it's, I think it's Xbox and PC only, by the correct. Okay. Somebody's going to get a piece of my mind tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> let's have a look. <laughs> I was going to buy it on. Um, I was going to buy it on a. Yeah, PS4, PS5. On, on I was going to buy it on um, yeah, okay. PC anyway. Yeah. But no, it's on the on the on P- video I had on the. On the it's page. got multiplayer. Oh yeah, PS Play. So it's got multiplayer. Because it's got multi. One player. Got, oh yeah, no, it's single player only. It's not a multiplayer. Oh, well, game. That's fair that's it had multiplayer. It. I would have definitely bought it on um on a um PlayStation yeah. um so I can play with you guys because PlayStation don't seem to like to do multi um <laughs> uh, cross platform for a lot of stuff. They do. It's just oh, quite, Switch it's, as well. It's quite tricky. During, during lockdown, the three of us and Dave and another friend of ours played various video games on the internet, and they mostly involved us shouting at each other about shouting things. Shouting and people moaning at people because we think they're cheating. Did not that we're terrible. I was, that was great. Well, terrible. That was good fun actually. And yeah. <gasps> oh, I got I got it on a PC just so I could play it on my Quest. Scarborough Squadron. It's great. It's great. Yeah, you guys really, were right. It's brilliant. Yeah, it's fantastic in VR. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think... I know, right? So I think there's possibilities there. I think, again, that we, we're we kind of into a Edge of Empire universe thing where, you know, we'd have to look at what else we could do, which does come on to the next question as well. But I think potentially we could have some fun and games with um, one or more of us um, streaming bulk gun as we play it and the other two taking the mic. And then swapping around per level or something like that. We could do something anyway. Yeah. Cool. We can we can make it happen. Yeah. With yeah. W- with the, with the claw, I'm no good on controllers. That's why I've never yeah, played consoles. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. So I, I'll I'll put the kettle on. Cool. Yeah. Right. Okay. Right. Next one. Um, okay. Straight silver. Did I'm it have and... four question marks after it? Yes. Four question marks. Yes. Good Lord. That's... I'm going to try and poke them uh, as their baby. Uh, I don't think you need to make this a regular thing. Every three to four but, months uh, will be fine. Just, have you, there's a couple have you, of things. Have you read them? Have you read them, Mr. B? Yes, some of them. Two of them. Have you read all of them? Two. No, um, two of them. One. So, so, I'm going to finish off the third one um, next. You're finishing up the third one next, right? So you cannot comment because you are not. That's you do not realise what Im- emotional trauma. Going yeah, that's what I'm saying. Three or four months might be needed as a break to the, help you get over it. The only the thing Three with straight silver is the thing with straight silver as a concept of a podcast is how we approach it, and that's the yeah. bit that we have struggled with. Mm. It's not a thing that we've sort of forgotten about. It's a thing that we think is this the way to do it, and do we want to do this, and do we want to do X, Y, and Z with it? Or are we just going to recount the events that happen or do, you know, where is the show? Yeah, exactly. So at some point it will happen once we answer those questions and we're happy with what we can do. It was bad enough trying to work out a cohesive timeline for the the, the Tanith's type. That was the initial idea, wasn't it? Was that even even Abner didn't have his own timeline? He had to ask somebody else to see if they had a clue, didn't he? If I remember rightly. But I mean, I think I think initially we kind of thought about doing like a kind of a a sort of a retrospective historical thing. So basically, like somebody looking back at the entirety of the. 
like a World War Two podcast, mm. effectively, but you know, picking out each you know each book or each book around those areas because you've got it's not just the um not just the town visit. There's other books that go on around that time. So yeah, you've got. Like, Double Eagle, you've got Titanicus. Exactly. So, like, all of that yeah. Sabbath Crusade thing or whatever it was, um, I think we were trying to think about doing a sort of Sabbath Crusade retrospective, like Chris has said, and, you know, pick, you know, one one of the books to start with and what else was going on around that time and the impact on the Imperium. But it's it's it becomes, bear in mind, this is a very light-hearted podcast. That would be quite a, you know, I suppose we're trying to, wait. we have ways of making you talk kind of approach to it, I think. Yeah. But that was probably the inspiration. Was that was that about it's, right, Chris? Yeah, and I think also it's, it's you're only you, you, we've only got effectively a very small amount of information to work with. Yeah, if that makes sense. We have a whole book that's fine, and that covers a certain amount of events, but it's very difficult to extrapolate outside of that. If we're going yeah, down that got, avenue, you've got, so you've, you've got one theatre, which is not even most for most of the series, it's not even the main thrust of the Sabbath Crusade. Yeah. So it's it's not, as I said, it's not something we've forgotten about. It is always there, and people have asked us to use the name for something else, and we said no because we want to do it. Um, but it's finding a way that it works that we think is going to be entertaining and that you find entertaining. Um, and that plays into our wheelhouses as well. So yes, it will happen. When? Who knows? We're just we're not acting we're it just, out though. We're not do, we're not doing that many voices. No, yeah, we're not. <laughs> we don't want we to. We that. don't want to become a. Look, they were very successful those shows, um, and some of the ideas of those have gone into all the powerfist. But it's yeah, we don't want it to just be us reading the books to you. And it's trying to steer away from that being the whole premise of the show. Um, Absolutely. It's got to be a entertaining show rather than a cheap audio book. Yep. Yeah, sense. I suppose the decision is, do you want it to be a, um, almost like, is it a book club or is it, uh, an, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? An analytical, you know, looking yeah. at. Yeah, what, and that's, what the, that's the thing. It's like, what's entertaining? I'd be, what, I'd be kind of cool. What, with what do we book. find entertaining? Um, yeah, so yeah, it's, I mean, it's, yeah. It's, it's it's not forgotten. It's just it's always lurking in the back background. Um, just yeah, yeah. Or it, At some it, point when we're yeah, when we're, we're happy trying, with the content, yeah, trying to explore some of the um, inspirations for some of the stories, like Necropolis, for example, was very similar to Stalingrad. A lot of areas, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. So yeah. there is probably value there, but like you said, it's it's a very different kettle of fish to what we do here. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, next question, George oh, F. And this no, no, you missed one, Mister B. Oh, did I, Alex you B. Missed, okay. Yeah, yes, I, I this forgot question. this one. I must have missed <laughs> this one on purpose. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. um, to Michael and the talent. Oh, nice. What <laughs> What unit would you like to see get a model next? Well, as the untalented one, probably some of the missing mech units or the alternative weapons for the Warhound, like the Volkite weapon. Okay. Uh, mo- unit that get a- doesn't come in really this. The flyer that is hinted at for the Sisters of Silence 
in one of the seizure terror books. I'd love to see a Citizen Silence flyer. Okay. Uh, I would go for my my theory that it will, this will come out, by the way, the Dreadhammer super heavy tank, which is mentioned even in the the new books. Um, but there's never there's been a, a model for it. There was another um, super heavy mentioned in uh, The End and the Death, and I just caught it out of the corner of my ear, as it were. Okay. Oh, yeah. I think what it was now. I think it was, it was the Dreadhammer. It was a Lord. Was it? Oh, I don't know. I've got to go back and find it. But yeah, there was another one referenced in there. Yeah, so that would be that would be mine. I think un- unannounced. But I think in terms of mo- things that are there currently, um, they've brought them out. I suppose the Assault Marines. But I was rather hoping they would bring the Assault Marines out, you know, as a kit for Mark Six that wasn't just five things in resin, but like a you know, so you make proper decent sized ones, maybe with the jump packs as well. That would have been probably, I think, just to add a bit more variety to that troop choice rather than, you know, you've just you've basically just got, if you haven't been collecting heresy, you've just kind of got, you know, Mark VI, um, BQ oh, yeah, Marines. Uh, uh, so okay. here we go. So on the banks beyond the ditch and all the way up uh, Magisteria Rise, their skulls have been mounted on stakes. The stakes are girders and red pylons, spars, the skulls are turrets. Shadow Swords, Sycorans, Rust Patterns, Slayer Blades, Fell Blades, Carnadons, Glaives, Storm Hammers. Mm. Slayer Blades. Slayer Blades, yeah. Nice. Okay. So, yeah, there is, there's still some, some life in the old Super Heavies yet. They wouldn't believe it based on the rules. Um, so, yeah, that's what I'd like to see. Another cool, cool big tank, but... Again, we'll have to wait and see on that one. Maybe it would be one of the campaign books. But, you know, Slayer Blades, Creek. So that sounds interesting, doesn't it? it does, yeah. Okay, so ready to move I'd on? Like plastic, I'd okay. like plastic breaches and for them not to be in Mark VI. Fair comment. Okay. If Mark VI oh. is supposed to be lighter, therefore it wouldn't be used as breaches, because that's why they did them in Mark III. Okay. Uh, F asks, with the upcoming release of 10th edition 40K, will any of you guys be playing a bit? Yes, I will be. I haven't played the last three, so probably not. I might actually. Uh, haven't, I've, I've haven't got... played since fifth ed, so sorry to disappoint. Oh, oh, it's unlikely. Uh, I might simply because I've, but it depends. I think I would play it. I'd have to play forty k hyper narrative. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I wouldn't. I wouldn't are in it. No, I think because I've got all. Cause I've You've got, got some really nice Primaris um, Marines. I've seen. Yeah. Yeah, that I've been the exorcists because I quite like yeah. the idea of the chapter that's you know basically, and I wanted to do like an um, uh, inquisitor sort of leading a chapter of marines kind of thing, which I thought was quite a cool concept. Um, the exorcists but, are a cool chapter, but it would be completely you know massively uncoop you know uncompetitive. But I'd I'd want to kind of play narrative games against somebody also playing their own narrative. If that makes any sense? Like like crusade. Yeah. Yeah, but just like with a real story to it, like really, yeah, like get... like Crusade. I don't know what Crusade. That, is. That's lit- it's a it's a mode in the current edition where basically you start off playing your army and like the army you have, like the story develops. So okay. as you're playing your stuff, for example, you might have a marine 
who starts off, he does something really good in your first game. So you use your, the points that you accrue from the game to upgrade mm, him. And he's okay. like, right, he's now my sergeant. And he can become a captain. Oh, he's crossing the Rubicon Primaris. Oh, he's just been knackered up after being a captain. And now he's Dreadnought. I see what you mean. So, that sounds great. Some, so he, could, well, he gets promoted to lieutenant, as all Primaris do. Yes, but, exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's, but, uh, that's I think something. I would like to do that. I'd like to do that. I would love to do, you know, with somebody who was you know you're just basically playing games and you're building a story together yeah and it, I mean, the, the, the result would be completely irrelevant yeah i mean I'm there building. is one word that there is one word that might tempt me go on uh, bad ab oh mm. yeah yeah okay fair enough fair enough yeah bad ab would be very nice well, a lot, well, heresy, fact, i think the exorcists were well, the exorcists that bad ab they were weren't they? i think the yeah, exorcists were, were involved i mean basically bad ab was what alan Bly did before he invented before he heresy. wrote the heresy so it's it's that hyper narrative kind of thing mm. but it's got it's got the firehawks in it they were the first the first marine i ever saw was a firehawk and was, was bad ab without yeah. going off onto another podcast together was that the one where they sent some marine chapters to kind of redeem themselves because they thought they were dodgy no that was the um or oh, the um no no bad ab was basically where the um uh um, huron blackheart was kind yeah. of like i'm a loyal Luft, imperial commander well, and Luft, Luft huron at the time yeah. he basically said right i'm declaring independence i've got That's all right. these chapters on my side mm. and the imperium ended up sending in a bunch of chapters to fight them and then it turned out that huron was actually chaos um all the time and he ended up becoming the um Kel Surprise. Yeah, so that was that was fun. But sure, I think the one happens. you mean is where they thought they were dodgy. Basically there was a there was a chaos um a priest or whatever on the high lords who said right these chapters are a bit dodgy so they've all got to go in the eye of terror for like a hundred years and redeem themselves and then they That's all right. ended up coming out as chaos chaos war bands. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, something then... happened to the celestial lions that they were they annoyed somebody on the, some high lord of terror in some kind of way, so they basically got sent to Tyranid incursion after Tyranid incursion. And at the last count, which I think was in like fifth edition, there was like forty of them left and no apothecaries. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, the Minotaur chat. The Minotaurs came out of that, didn't they? Yeah, Minotaurs are in bad uh, That's right. Yeah. yeah. They're they savage. Got some lovely models, haven't they? They have. They've only got yeah, two now, only, but um, yeah, they've only got the characters. Who, who was absolutely yeah. bonkers tough, if I remember correctly. Bloody he was, like, literally, he'd like bite his way through Terminator armor type nails. I've got all the. Um... Oh, Celestial Lines. They were. Um, Aaron Dembski Bowden did some of them in um, the uh, in the um, the book he did with the Emperor's Spears. Emperor's Spears. Yeah, he did. Um, they, the, an assassin basically got sent with someone who went to check on them to see are you all right uh, and they sent an assassin to take care of the um, celestial lions chapter master if i could yeah. afford and have a group of people to go through any of the um imperial armor campaigns then i might be tempted to do 40k but it would have to be that narrative kind of um narrative focus rather than kind of i've got that i wouldn't <coughs> want like pick up a pickup game army i'm not really interested in that yeah. there's some fantastic um, just, I was just looking at the um, 40k lexicon and uh, looking at the bad ab wars and looking at who's on what side there's some great Odds. things in there salamanders fire angels nova remains howling griffins sons of medusa exorcists minotaurs star phantoms who the hell are they but yes yeah, fire hawks yeah <laughs> marines errant 
six comedies then. Red Scorpions, of course. So yeah, but it'd be great to do something like that. But yeah, basically, Mr. Oh, B. Bad Abs that, is that'd fun. be something. Yeah, that'd be really bad. Abs, bad Abs, Bad Abs, Bad Abs, Bad Abs, and that'd be yeah. Oh, I've got I've got the Death Creed, so uh, Death Core Creed, so. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, next one. What are your future plans for the show? Well, we've already addressed the next bit of that question. Will Straight to Silver ever come out? So I think at the minute we'll keep on doing what we're doing. I know this year I kind of want to get a handle on the social media stuff because we're a bit higgledy piggledy poster uh, and someone at a, at a company who uh, um, obviously we, we, we would like to be in on board with has sort of said well you know you need to get things sorted like when you post sometimes you're a bit all over the place with what hashtags and stuff you're using and I'm like does that really but yeah so I need to sort of like, you know sort that stuff out uh, I think I set up a discord server for us because it might make communication a bit better than whatsapp but I need to get Chris and Graham onto there I don't know if they don't like Discord. <laughs> I'm on Discord. I have a I, Discord. Okay. I, I, am. I, I use it for a, a Roll20 thing. So Okay, I, I will send Discord. you the link. I will send you the link because Discord is very handy. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, so uh, I think, to be honest, it's just keep on doing what we're doing at the minute. I think there's some things, I don't think, like I said, there are some, outside of this show, I think there's other things that we, we would, we, we've talked about that we'd love to do. I think time is a factor, though. Yeah, um, and, and how much time we have to kind of devote to, to the, this as well as, you know, doing stuff to make sure we've got content to talk about um, every every month. So and actually yeah, working and making a living <laughs> at the same time, which is, you know, tricky. So, yeah, I think um, I, I don't think unless people obviously think otherwise that there's we've kind of changed some bits in the show and we add bits and we take bits away over time to try and just sort of liven it up a bit and keep it fresh. You know, we used to have the mailbag. We got rid of that and we just put the rules section in now, you know, and that will probably be yeah, but isn't, intermediate. Isn't Ant, but, but then, you know, Ant Sully's Happy Endings is like a, a, a hybrid between Graham's Postbag and Augury Scanner. Yeah. And yeah. So, you know, we but see yeah. what you're up to, Mills. You're getting that section back in. You're just renaming it. No, it's fine. It's, it's good to have those questions. I think it's just so, but yeah, I think we we try and alternate things and we've tried bits and pieces and different things. And I think, yeah, we've got the core of the show and we, we stick to that and we'll always stick to that. But we may add and take away bits as we as people as things become interesting and change. Yeah, I, I, as I said, outside of the, this bit, the show, I know I need to sort some bits out, but that's getting done. Yeah. OK, next one. Marcus H. Will Company of Legends come back? I think Chris is controversial. Well, I, I think I, I mean, I'm only one quarter of this establishment. I think probably yes. It's highly of himself. Uh, <laughs> did you see my 5% right. the other day? Yeah, I did. Well, I, apparently yeah, did. I'm not the talent. So next, yeah, time, next, next time you want someone to put together a comedy special about a band <laughs> that we made up, you do it yourself. I found out that was happening yeah. when you jumped the stuff on me and you were like, put this out. And I'm like, I didn't even know this was just happening. No, no, I'm not. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the other one. Oh, um, right. The talent. Mr. That's, yeah, that's the word. The uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes, probably at some point. I should think. I don't. I think so. I mean, we've got all we this we, stuff, which, we, which, you know. We enjoy, we enjoy it when we get there. We just hate getting there. That's the thing. I think, to be fair, this year was always going to be tough because, A, there's, as Chris has pointed out in his notes, rising costs tickets were going to be well over 110 pounds because well everything's going up 
Yeah, and we've had on personal issues, we've had, well, one of us has got uh, something else in the year that they need to uh, prioritise their time for. Totally. So, yeah, Which I would think... have been around the same time as Commodore would be, so... Yeah. yeah, so um, it wasn't it wasn't gonna ha- it wasn't gonna happen really this gonna happen. year, simply because um, if Chris wants to get married and stay married, yeah, he's not coming away for a weekend in Durham. I think we the cost sort of thing we, no, we, we not the week after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the cost sort of thing, and we don't want to get crazy money and people having to spend a lot of money. And I know that the argument is, well, if you ran an event, it'd be forty pound for the ticket just for the event, and then you have to spend hundred and you know, probably you know 70 quid a night for a hotel but i think we've always tried to keep it in a, with to try and make it as affordable as possible i'm actually going to be making a quality a, event i'm actually going to be making a phone call tomorrow about a possible venue for a one day event in october so yeah so i think those are things we but chris is right insofar as we the journey is a huge creative endeavor and it's hard work um, and it's a lot of hours and a lot of um, like with any creative thing, you know, there's lots of iterations, a lot of, yeah, a lot of conversations, a lot of late nights, a lot of last minute Chris writing stuff on the train on the way up here. I uh, never trust Michael to create anything. Yeah, don't, creative. don't basically. Yeah, 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 do not. But, you know, we, I, although it was a very last minute thing, um, I, I, I actually enjoyed the last event. The, 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 the story was was okay, but I thought Sorry. the event mechanics that we did were good. Yeah. Um, and we managed to save the story anyway. I think we had, we had a cognizant story in some it's sense. It was actually fairly good in the end, yeah. But, um, I mean, yeah. We, we can trust Michael, because given, you know, bear in mind the last one, he went for a nap on the Sunday, and we could trust that that bed wasn't going to float away in the breeze. That's true, he was absolutely exhausted. But I can get that, because, okay. you know, you right. get that... Um, you don't you miss to be where you there's only yeah. so much social contact you can have and then you have to go away yeah. and, and no, I, I get that i get that so right. it's not it's nothing to do with ex, it's nothing to do with physical exertion yeah um no. but i think that you know yes we'll probably do it back but i think we'd have to think of something i think that's the thing that i struggle with sometimes is um which is why you know having, yeah. Chris, having a team of people to come up with an idea just to start you off, you know. I, well, I've started. Just, I've started. I've started something that you've you've seen. I've just sent a PDF of it to Chris. I'm going to keep. I'm going to keep Michael in suspenders. Oh. Um, oh. What we could do because I know it. Uh, just get. Because um, I know he likes it. Like that. One of the one of the um, various AIs just start you off. Yeah, just have one of the AIs write it. Yeah, just have the AI write it. Yeah. Yeah, but if Liam Gallagher's the host, then if we get one of the AIs to write it, then it won't be like you know, it won't be some kind of named character who's the baddie. It'll be the guy from the Verve. Yeah. Yeah. Noel's the writer because Noel's the better of the two. To be fair, isn't isn't the bloke from the Verve a bit of a knob? Never met him. Anyway, so Company Legends, yes. No, I mean, isn't he like a isn't he like a um, conspiracy theorist um, anti-vaxxer? Richard Ashworth. Yes, he is. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. Fair enough. I think he's only. I think he's only recently started getting money from uh, the, the drug. Uh, what's the oh. big foot? Um, Sweet Symphony, because it's a Rolling Street. Stones. Yeah. 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 Oh, well, there you go. Um, anyway. And I also, on a, on a on major note to that, I didn't realise that Sting was getting a load of money from when he oh, used. Yeah. No, not Sting. Um, oh, God, man remembers Sting, cannot remember it. This is the Don't Sting worry. getting a lot of money for every breath you take, which was sampled by 
Yes. Puff Daddy or somebody, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, for, yeah. Um, Puff Daddy, yeah. Do, yeah. Basically, you had to pay uh, a stupid amount of money. Yeah. Smalls got killed. Yeah. Yeah. But I think basically saying that every, you know, it's, it's like a huge amount of money he has to send Sting every month for the privilege of using that which just goes to show interesting enough on that very note um a great album by the beastie boys which was the one after license to ill um paul's boutique uh somebody worked out them because this is before they started to license samples so you kind of got blanket license for them i think they reckoned it would cost you about four million pounds now <laughs> for the licenses to get the um you know just to get the samples that they used on that particular album which is a good album by the way anyway let's move
Go for it, Chris. Bonjour. What? It's your, your thing. Was it? Oh, sorry, I was too busy reading the rules for Black Seas. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Turned them up to something. Uh, victory in all ships within 20 inches gain plus one to the dice roll of all skill tests. Okay. I'm going to mean, but they sound fun. I'm going to regret this, aren't I? I haven't told them about that. Collingwood's on there. Nelson. Nelson's only 60 points. I don't know how many points things are, but 60 doesn't seem like a lot. Uh, anyway, okay. All right. That's uh, what we're doing. Saying goodbye. We'll meet again. Yes, Rob's, <coughs> Rob's theme song. No, yeah. me granddad, me granddad used to bloody hate that song. There you go. Okay, let's go then with the close. It's rock and roll. Right. Well, that brings a close to the fifth episode of Year Seven. Of more times I say it, the less real it becomes. Uh, of Edge of Empire, as always. Please leave us some reviews on iTunes, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Links are all in the show notes. Join the Edge of Empire community page on Facebook. Everyone in there is super friendly. It's not like some of the hell holes that you see on the internet. Um, and obviously, while you're there, you can give our page a like too. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, uh, you can post on our Facebook wall or send a message on Facebook as well. Or you can email us to info at edgeofempire.co.uk and we will reply to you within the next six to 12 months, depending on this spam filter uh, at any given point. <laughs> if you want to help out the show, we have affiliate links with Audible. So you can sign up and get your Horus Heresy audiobooks through them. Uh, with a month's free trial and after that it's $7.99 a month for an audiobook and given that the siege is all on there and it's coming to a close it's a pretty good time to do that uh, you can also become a patron of the show and pop some dollars into the jar uh, and we are super grateful and we are looking to expand our interaction with those people uh, another way you can help us is by going through Element Games and we have links on our websites to them uh, we also have Element Crystal Code, so you put the Crystal Codes in the offers bit, I think it is, uh, yeah. uh, which means you get double crystals and we uh, cunningly get normal crystals for your purchase. Uh, mine is CHR211, Graham's is GRA2794, Michael's is MIC440, and Rob's is ROB676. Also, we have an affiliate link with The Outpost, which is a friendly little gaming store in Sheffield. It's super cool and actually probably where I buy most of my stuff from now. And they have never let me down yet. Yeah, I, they tend to... Yeah, yeah. I, between the two, between, and depending on what it is, if it's a model, I do tend to get it from Outpost as opposed to Element. Oh, I hadn't thought of that. Okay, cool. Very good. Lovely. Uh, so next time around, we're going to be looking at the Militia PDF that was released... Actually, before you go any further, uh, Mr. Mr. B phoned up oh. Element and they knew who it was. So we, I, oh, yeah. I generally buy my stuff from Element. I'm not just saying that because we're going there next this Friday. That's I've never bought anything from the Outpost Gov. Sorry, I bought a few from the Outpost. They're quite good. Okay, I've been to I've been to both of them. I got my box set from Outpost. Okay, yeah, Element Games is usually when when Rob says, "Oh, look at this color. You need this color to to," and I go, oh, yeah, "I'm buying, spending yeah. more money on paint." Element Games have got it covered. 
So yes, cool. Um, uh, next time round, yes, yeah, so militia and the PDF, and going through that, seeing what's changed, and coming up with some lists uh, yeah. that will probably include the Nuremberg, possibly six or seven hundred now. Who knows? Yeah, six, or, six or seven thousand with added hooves. I yeah, I've been told right. I've been told not to do that. Well, that's quite right because it was, as we know, a, a, a legendary list of evil. So you know, you spread your imagination <clears throat> far and wide and see what lovely yeah, things you can come up with that very flexible gonna militia be, list. There's going to be some copy and paste, but you know, you know, can't help it. There's oh, yeah. two thousand militiamen to assemble. Um, and also, I'd, I would imagine that we'll be discussing your trip to Manchester. Yeah, in some depth, I would imagine. Oh, so yeah, it'd be, it'd be interesting. So this is, I'm going to the singles event. Michael and Rob, Michael's mooch, mooch mode both days. Rob is going to be biting his fingernails as he finds out the results of his all his hard work with his golden demon entry for his lovely uh, Thunderbolt plane. So it's going to be an interesting, if somewhat tense weekend all round. Um, I'm, it's a narrative event they've said for the Horus Heresy, so I'm interested to see what they mean by that it, it, yeah because it, it goes on by, over the whole weekend so yeah. it starts off your on saturday with the singles sunday yeah. it's the doubles and Monday's then on apocalypse. monday it's yeah it's apocalypse so um that would have been cool yeah so if you're mm. playing all three events over the weekend let us know what it was like playing all three events because that would be interesting yeah mm. and just uh one final bit of shilling for the for the patreon um, we did spend quite a lot of time doing <laughs> this month, so if you want to listen to it, please do. Um, whether we can do it every month or not remains to be seen. But um, we basically just talked about things that have interested us in terms of films, books, television, games, etc. Um, and Science. for some recommendations, yeah, all sorts of interesting and cool things were covered in that little discussion. Like four people down the pub with a random subject to talk about, we kind of got on got, got on it. Very. There's another stuff. show we could do. It, well, whether it would be interestingly, yeah, that's interesting. But anyway, give it a listen if you're on the Patreon or join the Patreon to, to be able to get that exclusive content. That's it. Okay, brilliant. All right, right. good night then. So, oh, sorry, Chris. No, I was about to do what Mr. B just did. So. All right, let's get the hell out of here. Um, like I say, we've got Warhammer Fest, so that's going to be interesting. Also, there's going to be, one assumes, some new heresy stuff we've talked about there as well. And we'll give you our interesting insights into into all things happening in the world of heresy, as well as all the usual cool things we do. But uh, militia lists, it's going to be. So it could be quite a cool episode. So good night from me. And it's good night from him. Good night. I already said good night, so. <laughs> Love and snuggles. <laughs>